It's John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. That's right, the Crypt Keeper's in the house. And you're listening to Rap Rankings with Ghouls and Hell. <laughs> Oops, I mean, Mools and Mel. <laughs> It's time to meet the Mackle. It's time to do this shit. It's time to meet the Mackle on Rap Rankings tonight. Boom, boom, boom. That that might be better than a lot of songs I heard on this thing. Meet the Muppets, meet the Mackle, huh? Look, look, this album stinks. This album fucking sucks. No two ways around it. Sucks. It stinks and sucks. It's. Hey, it's it. You know what? I've it's, never it's, done it, this it, up top. It, I, it's I, like roadkill in a vacuum. It stinks and sucks. Okay. All right. Well, here you go. You earned it. You ready? Thank you. Thank um. You. Look, I. It's not wise to do this. It's not productive to the show to do this. Just up top. Just be like the album stinks. You know. But when you. Folks, I'll take, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it a step further. Unless you're a hardcore fan of this show, don't listen to this episode. I wouldn't go that far because we, we need the money. We need the promotion. But Well, folks, folks, I take back. I completely retract my previous statement about not listening to the show. I encourage all new and old listeners to listen to the show. Telling people to not listen to the show, that was for the Habits and Contradictions episode, remember? Uh, I was like, don't listen, because that'd be a contradiction to growing the show. But people listening to this album, I kid you not, it's depressed me. It is. It's nearly broken me. Um, I'm not being dramatic because, trust me, there's plenty of drama on this thing. There's no need for me to be dramatic. And all week I've been feeling like this. I'm a little down today. I'm a little depressed today. Got a lot of things on my mind bothering me, but I still got to promote my show. Check it out. You know, that's 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 the mood today. You know, check it out because I don't. This is the show. This is the review. This is Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, the heist. Um, you may not be surprised by this mood. I mean, you got to understand. I didn't. I, I didn't listen to this thing until this year. Until we got. Until it came time to do this review, I was telling mm-hmm. Mules, Had I known, had I heard this before, we wouldn't be doing this right now. And I was hoping to come into it knowing what the narrative is around this guy, knowing how easy it is to call him white, or corny, a vulture, what what have you. I was hoping to come in here and be surprised by something. Not because like I'm setting out to be a contrarian, but I like to get to the bottom of things. I don't just trust narratives. But unfortunately, folks, this thing is worse than I thought it was going to be. It's worse no. than y'all made it out just to be. Um, this is before we ever started this show when when we were still in the what I would call the germination phase of this show we were doing something like this. We were recording 
album reviews and one of the albums we were going to review was Post Malone Stoney because at the time I'd never heard him before so I didn't know he actually was not a rapper you know so when we listened to this project I think we both came away enjoying it more than we thought we would we were pleasantly surprised by Post Malone, and to this day, I consider him to be a talented man with a checkered past. So I was hoping, I know Macklemore is a rapper, and I know the way that people think about this guy, but I was hoping that maybe, believe it or not, that Macklemore the heist may have been a Post Malone situation, Mel. I was thinking, hey, maybe this isn't what I think it is. Let's give it a shot. Well, we have to. What's our mission statement? What is this show? It's rap rankings. Folks, welcome to Rap Rankings, the show where we listen to, rate, rank, and discuss, unfortunately, every album in hip-hop history. I'm your co-host, Mel. I'm here today on Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. with Mules. Yes, Mules here, uh... The captain, the man who has hip hop on his uh, uh, back. And um, he's so depressed, he's not even straining under the weight. He doesn't even feel it anymore. He's numb to the weight of having hip hop on his back. Yeah, I got hip hop on my back, whatever. Who doesn't these days? Anyway, what else? Let's just. I don't want to be works. here. You want to tell me wanna, how we do? How do we rate do all that. the albums? I'm gonna do that because I really don't want to be here that long. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna cheap out on them. I'm not gonna shortchange them. Oh, but I'm listen, gonna tell the more, truth. We owe more to the rab faithful than to you know short. It's not. It's them, it's about the artist, but it's about the audience, the listeners of this podcast. We don't want to shortchange them, you know. So he's gonna get what what he's earned. That's always the case, but I will, I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to get in and out of here. I don't want to be here talking about this white man today, you know, all week I've been dreading it. So let's get down to business. Uh, these, these albums, this show, it's fueled by our rating system. Um, I'm going to explain that now, like I always do. The rating system is simple. Each song is rated on a scale of one to 10. These numbers do not reflect the quality of a song as that is indeterminable. Instead, each number reflects a level of enjoyment. In short, here's what each number means. 10 means, this is a perfect song to me, one of my favorite songs of all time. 9 means, I love it. 8 means, I like it a lot. 7 means, I like it. 6 means, it's I. I don't dislike it, but I can't say that I like it. 5 means, I feel practically nothing about it. 4 means, it's not the worst thing I've ever heard, but I dislike it. 3 means, I dislike it. Two means I hate it, and one means I absolutely can't stand it. One of the worst things I've ever heard. Side note, when you hear Mules and I mention pluses and minuses in addition to these numbers, know that they have no statistical or mathematical value. They are merely indicators that you can interpret as being a strong or light version of that number. Say six plus is like a strong six. Eight minus is like a light eight. Or look at it as an indicator that you know, um, the rating could go up or down in the future because the ratings on this show are not static. We have a segment for that, uh, which we won't need this week called, uh, I was effing tripping. Um, but, uh, yeah. So don't freak out when you hear the pluses and minuses. They don't, they don't factor into the actual rating at all. 
So, once every song on an album is rated, three separate ratings are determined. The takeaway rating, the average rating, and the weighted rating. The takeaway rating is the percentage of songs liked. That is, songs rated 7 or higher. For example, on a 10-song album, if you like 5 songs, the takeaway rating would be 50%. The average rating is the percentage obtained by dividing the sum of the song scores by the highest possible score that particular album can receive. For example, each song can receive a maximum score of 10 points. So if an album has 10 songs, the highest possible score would be 100 points. The weighted rating is percentage obtained by adding the takeaway rating to the average rating and dividing by 2. Once we have our separate weighted ratings, we add those together and divide by 2, with the resulting percentage being considered the final and definitive rating used to ultimately rank the album on the giant board of every rap album in history. Lastly, Bobby... For particularly high-scoring albums, there are special designations that can be attained under our record club system. The qualifications are as follows. Silver record club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 75 and 79.9%. Golden record club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 80 and 84.9%. Platinum record club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 85 and 89.9%. And diamond record club is for albums that achieve a weighted rating between 90 and 100%. That's it. That's the rating system. Um, the giant board, by the way, it's a real board. You can find that board as well as everything I just explained at rapbrankings.com. That's where you find merchandise. You Everything's there. The FAQs, all of it. It's there. Well, that, what isn't there yet, but, but, but should be there one day is uh, the phone number. If you want to call in, say you get to the end of this review and you're like, hey, y'all were too mad or too, too, too hard. On, on Macklemore. Maybe too mad too. I am mad. I'm mad that we're doing this. But hey, maybe you don't like how we how we either enjoyed or didn't enjoy this stuff. Call in 718-635-0743. That is 718-635-0743. And do understand we will not answer your phone call. You leave a message and we play it on air. Uh if you don't want us to play it on air, just let us know. But uh we'll play it on air and respond to you. You know, so our way of giving the audience a bit of shine, because without y'all, what would Wayne be saying? I ain't I ain't S word without y'all. Right. Isn't that what he says? Yeah. All right. Um, um, I, I do have a special offer for our listeners right now. A special offer. If you go and uh, sign up at Patreon dot com slash rap rankings, you can get an exclusive mixtape review of Jadakiss. The Champ is Here, the new number one mixtape on the board. It's much better than this project. We're much more enthusiastic about the quality of that project. I got a special offer for the folks. If you skip ahead to the outro timestamp right now, you don't have to hear any of this. Wait, I thought we're not supposed to be dissuading them from listening. Well, it's a special offer. Uh, Special circumstances require special, you know, procedures. You know, under any regular circumstances, I would say, no, we want them to listen. You know, we're going to do a great job talking about the the not great music. But, hey, it's a special offer. If you want to skip, you can do it right now. We'll see you back here next week for the album we do next week. But, uh, uh, next week, we got a good one, too, a real good one, because I knew that after this, we were going to need a serious palate cleanser. Yeah, but uh, special offer going once, going twice. It's over. Too late. You're strapped in with mules and mail. Welcome to hell. All right. Uh, find us on Twitter at Rap Rankings, uh, Instagram at The Rap Rankings, YouTube type Rap Rankings, Mules and Mail. One day when we're popular there, you won't need to type the Mules and Mail. You can just type Rap Rankings. But uh, I think that's it as far as, you know, 
social imprint and all that crap. Let's let's march on to the Schmageggy segments on the special holiday edition of Rap Rankings. Doesn't feel like the holidays. It feels like Santa Claus got no. shot dead in the street. This this is the holidays. Santa left us a lump of coal known as the heist. Or, you know, if you don't celebrate that, it's like, uh, what's the, uh, is it a menorah? Hey, just listen, stay out of that business. Okay? <laughs> it's for me and my people to discuss. That's fair. Early. It's not for me to comment on. I was just going right. to say, it's like all the candles just like melted. It was Christmas is for everyone. Okay, sure. I, I guess. Um, all right. Uh, this is the part where we do the Schmageggy segments, folks. You know, yeah, Johnny Cage and Mortal Kombat. Segments, this is the part of, where you fall down. And now you don't fall down. a bunch of bullshit, basically. And uh, yeah. it's needed bullshit, though. It's so needed, in fact. It's just it's a time marker for people listening in the future, knowing a little bit, a little bit of context, what's going on in these days and times. Um, so you know, we usually like to lead off by, oh man, we gotta talk to if as if this isn't bad enough. Oh yes, I thought I thought after last week's. Uh, changeover that we wouldn't see this man until the new year but we went from not seeing him for like a whole season straight it felt like to now like what are we going to see him every week now like what is this we'll see what happens this song doesn't look like it has much staying power but uh what's the news isn't this old isn't this song old well, all these songs are old. Uh, the Drake song, the Weekend song, it's all old I reiterate music. again, I don't know why this... Folks, what we're talking about, this is a segment where if there's a change as far as the number one song on the Billboard well, Don't hip-hop. announce it before Billy Boards I'm not. Up. I'm not going to. I'm just going to say we have to visit Billy Boards, folks. And and my question is why we have to visit this man if he's going to send us the message with the song in it. I could just say it myself, but he always insists. He went from not wanting us to visit to having some sort of like love affair with you and how you're the captain of rap ranking. So like now he drags us to his house to tell us something we, we could just say ourselves. Well, he likes to announce and he's old. So I, I don't, you respect know, I, like, elders. I, I, I don't I have like to, this. I, I like to let, you know, the especially older people and, and defer to them sometimes in situations like this. Let's get this over with, man. All right, folks, we're making the trek. All right, knocking on his door. Billy. <sighs> Billy Boots. Merry Christmas. I, I, I'm glad to see you. I didn't think I'd see you again so soon, but, but I'm glad to see you. I had, to, I got a present for you, Mules. Oh, for me? Yeah, I know. I know you don't celebrate this. You're, you're, no, you're a Jewish man. Not, you're a proud like, Jewish man, I like but Christmas, I got a present. Though, you know. No, it's, a, it's a good holiday. I got a gift. It's it's uh it's it's for me? I can't give it. It's for you, uh, Mel. You don't get a gift. Mules, uh-huh. it's uh, it's uh, I'm sure you heard. We talked about this last week. You know, it's why my medicine isn't coming on time. But the postmaster, Reverend uh, Lovejoy or whatever his name is, he you know so it's it's gonna be late. But I, I got a gift. Uh, if I see when the next time I see, you, I'll give it to you. It's on the way. I got okay. the uh, you know this technology, Amazon. You can track the packages these days. Back in my day, you, what you, is you it? Just, just you didn't know when you get it? something. What's the gift? No, I can't tell you. It's a surprise. It's well, a, no, it's, it's not good. a surprise. It's a gift. It's a uh, surprise gift. I've been uh, you know, you're the captain. You're the captain. Billy, I'll tell the you what, what's the news. I tell you what, you, you don't want to know the gift anymore. Well, tell me what the gift is. Yeah, tell me what the gift is. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you what the gift. I got so so. I figured it'd be funny. You know, it's Christmas, but you're Jewish, so yeah. I bought you. 
A bunch of oh, your girl needs to get that sound bite ready. I I know the I know the sound pack now. I'm a big fan of the show. Uh, so for Christmas rules, Captain the Rap Rankings. Yes, sir. I got you. A gold-plated dreidel. <laughs> you can spin it. You can spin it every Christmas. And remember your good pal, Billy Boards. You know, it's, it's, I wanted to respect your culture, but I but I wanted to give you a peace of mind, you know. I, right now, I'm in the market for, I'm looking for a 3D projector with the DLP link. Okay. Oh, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't for, afford that right I'm now. Cur- but I'm I'll, currently... I'm actually uh, trying to fill the gaps, and I want the, the I want the Last Temptation of Christ on Blu-ray. Oh, Blu-ray. Wait, wait, wait. for my, for my Scorsese for my Scorsese shelf. You know, I want to. Uh, you know, I've, I've avoided this one for too long. Oh uh, well, you know, uh, I can't even pronounce nothing past that Scorsese, but. But I but I'll tell you I hope you enjoy the dreidel. I'll look into that projector for now, you. Now what are we right? when we're talking about the dreidel? What are we talking about? Is it real gold? It's real gold. It's Oh, it's, it's real gold. It's real oh, gold. It's, you know it's real gold. Come on, you're the captain. You know, I'm not buying this gift from Mel or something. You, you know what? Like leave me alone. Like okay, I get it. You don't like me, right? Like I'm starting to think you're racist. Uh, He's not fool, racist. We, we've been He's through this black. before. He's oh no, Moors, I'm actually I'm not black. Uh, I don't really feel comfortable revealing my ethnicity. It's, okay. it's a long story. Just know I come from a lineage of proud and terrible people. You know, so well, maybe one day. Maybe one day. But, but let's, Wait, let's get... Hold on. Let's, huh? You're Turkish? What, what did they do? The Armenian Genocide. I don't know anything about that. I don't get the History Channel. It's, I don't get any channels, actually. That's why I just listen to rap all day. Well, what's but, going on on the boards? Oh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what's going on. This shocked me when I saw it. You know, Blinding Lights, it's one of my favorite songs. I was glad to see it was number one, but it's gone already. It's gone already, but I'll tell you what it got replaced by. It's uh, 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 Young Thug and Chris Brown uh, go crazy. It's uh, it's it makes its debut at number one. I don't know what it sounds like, never heard it, but I'll tell you something that I do know, you know, because I'm Billy Boards. This is actually the first time Chris Brown's had one of these number ones on this chart since 2008. And if it were up to me, he wouldn't have any more. He wouldn't have, because we know what he did. And I don't forgive him. I don't care what happens. I know what you did. And you can do any amount of flips and any amount of collaborations. Emmy, Emmy bits. and sp- It doesn't matter to me if I see him smacking the shit out of you for what you did to that poor gal. You hear me? But But that's... That's the new number one. Uh, <coughs> I should probably get back in the house. I'm an old man. You know this. I can't be out in the cold. But it was great to see you. It's Christmas. Uh, let me know yeah, how Mary, the trade Mary, spins when it comes in. I hope Mary it spins Christmas. real good. Really, I, know I gotta, t- I gotta tell you, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna melt that thing down, or I'm gonna. Oh, we can do what you want with it. It's solid gold. You know, it's just you can do what you want. It's just, I've been, I'm just saying, I've been eyeing the projector. You know. You know, I melt down the gold, put it towards the projector, do whatever you want. You're the captain. I trust your judgment. All right. Well, I appreciate I just, I'm just letting you know up front. I'm not, you know, Billy, I'm not the type of person that would take it, melt it down and sell it and not tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah, we know. We we know about you. You're a man of integrity. You're that's a man right. of strength. You carry hip hop on that's your why back I'm, And that's week. why Mel gets nothing, because we know he would do that, but he wouldn't tell you. 
he wouldn't tell me he doesn't got he doesn't got the balls. And you know what he would me. buy with it too, and we don't have to say this is a PG. No, we can say it. He buy one of them daggone fleshy lights. We know about him. <laughs> my can man Billy. Can we? Can my we? My man, my partner, partner, Mr. This Billy. isn't how I want to spend my Christmas Eve. Can we? All leave? right, listen. Let's get out of here. All right, I'll see you guys later. Ho ho ho! <laughs> I hate it. I hate going there. It's just like it's just hate going. Here. He doesn't want to go on. I know. Yeah, it's clear. It's clear. He doesn't. Whatever. Um, where are we going now? Uh, this week in the news or this week in hip hop history? Let's do the history. I don't like the news this week. All right. Um, Uncle Luke of Two Live Crew celebrates his 60th birthday. Oh man, that boy. Oh. Uh, casual of hieroglyphics celebrates his 45th birthday and Nas's Stillmatic was released 19 years ago. Oh man, really? Yeah. 19 years ago this week. That makes me feel old, as they say. Same. I mean, I'm only 27, but like, I remember when that came out. That's been 19 years? Yeah. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, You You know what I think of that album? What do you think about it? It's the pigeon album. It's the one with the pigeon. <laughs> oh yeah, he's, he's squatting and there's a pigeon. <laughs> pigeon. Uh, uh, you and you ain't pigeon John. Oh man, squatting with pigeons and you ain't pigeon John. When are we doing a pigeon John album? I mean, listen, probably. I know when we're doing it. It's going to be a Patreon exclusive and it's taking the place of something else that okay, I got on cool. the schedule. That's fine with me. Pigeon John. He's cool. I respect him. Um, all right, let's let's do this week in the news. John Ecstasy Fletcher of the pioneering rap group Houdini. Ah, oh, yeah, I heard about this. Passes away at age fifty six. That sucks. I like rest Houdini. in peace. Um, pioneers, great men. Um, rest in peace, of course. Uh, Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter and Square, rumored to be looking to purchase Title from Jay Z. Is this true? That's what I'm hearing. Uh, okay. Uh, and Kid Cudi breaks Hot 100 record with shortest song to ever chart, the 38-second Beautiful Trip. The intro to his album. Okay, well, we know about these new charts. You know, with yep. these streams, it's like anything can... It, whatever new album comes out, like, the whole album's basically gonna chart. You know, because the boards are broken. You can tell Billy I said that, too. All right. Well, I'm sure he he would greatly not appreciate that. Uh, well, whatever, I don't care what he appreciates. Anyway, right, neither, neither of us were uh, effing tripping about anything. Nope. Um, did I tell them? I told uh, yeah, no, yeah, we we I told him on the Jadakiss episode. Uh, Curran's not back. Um, no, he's not. But I have a all right. Let's segue segment. into this week's album. So no, we're here I have to do, a segment. Uh, you got no, my no. music. No, you don't have a segment. I canceled the segment because it's my segment. Well, you don't have a segment. Actually, funny enough, I spoke to the people over at Captivate, and it's the highest rated segment of the season so far. Well, that's so. a daggone shame. I'm not surprised to hear it, but it's over, unfortunately, because it was hijacked and disrespected last week. So, so I actually segment. got the people in the production truck who are willing to cue the music if you're not. What are you talking? What production truck? Hit the music. This is the Corey Elms Report. When did we get a production truck? Shut the fuck up, Mel. Who is Corey Elms? What the fuck is going on? Who trodes on the case? 
And I'm going to tell you what's going on right here on the Koryam's Report. He's the hottest fucking rapper that either doesn't exist or is being extorted by this guy, Mel. And this is Moles. How are you going to do this segment and you don't even believe me in, 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 right, in, so in, in the fact news, that he exists? How are you going to take over the segment and your whole thing is you don't even think it's real? You don't Corey even you don't... We have great news coming in from Goose Road. Okay? Is so he dead? Was, That'd be great. That'd be great dead. news. I'm not dead, Mel. Come on, man. You serious? Sorry. I'm a little cranky. We're doing Macklemore. I've just been berated by an old man. You know, what do you want me to do? Anyway, I was on... Sorry, uh, Gutrode. I was on Skype with Gutrode last night. We were, you know, just hanging out. And uh, he was telling me that he's coming very close to cracking the case. He said next week he's going to come on the show and he's going to reveal the truth behind this Coriolan situation. Yeah, so he's going to reveal that there's nothing fishy. Well, Great. whatever Maybe it is, then, he'll be back next week. Yeah, uh, and then the segment the can truth. really be over because I'm going to get to the bottom of how we got a production truck. Okay, is that coming out of our budget? I've been doing really well on eBay. I'm actually a uh, top-rated seller now, so God. I've do, been doing a little bit of investing. You know, into the you know you got to invest in yourself. They say, and Corey Elms knows all about investing in himself. You don't all know right. anything about Corey. Guys, I got some information on Corey Elms, okay? No, you don't. He, uh, he, likes, to, uh, he likes to eat um, shrimp fried rice, is what I'm hearing. He likes shrimp fried rice. He, um, Who told you this? He owns three. Yeah, exactly. You- he owns three different kinds of animals, a cat, a fish, and a turtle. What, are you making fun of me? And what, uh, what could this mean? A cat, a fish, and a turtle. Well, let's see. Okay, you want to make a cat? Listen, you everything know, I said about him is like true. I did and strenuous he's, and, he's doing, and dedicated and, research. And, and You're just like in cat. here making fun of me. He's like a cat. Pushing your eBay account. He's on the prowl, and the cat, he's like the cat of rap. And then a turtle, where the turtle goes inside of his shell when he gets nervous. What's the number to this production truck? How do I end and this? And of course, we know about uh, the. Uh, what was the third animal again? I'm a little, uh, a little flustered here. And uh, okay, I see the truck. I see the truck in the parking lot. Yep, there's the truck. Can they see me? Yo, cut the segment. They can't see me. They can't see me. Uh, hey, listen, guys. I want you all right now who are listening to realize one thing: the truth will be revealed next week on Rap Rankings and the Corey Elms Report. With Mools and special guest Gutrod, the most beloved member of the rap rankings universe. What happened to Jesse? Hit my music. This is the Corey Elms Report, a segment brought to you in part by Mools and his boy Gutrod. This is a disgrace. And Gutrod will soon be revealed to be the new fourth member of Rap Rankings. I didn't approve this. Dan Wolf approves. No, he wouldn't do that. This. All right, Corey Elms report in the books. Nice, tight segment this week. We can move on to this week's album. Before we move on, I just, I got a soundbite for you, Moles. Got a soundbite. This is... This is no, no, usually that, but I, I got it. 
I got okay. it because it was broken when Daniel was on later on in the show, but I got it for you now in full. This is how I feel about Mools, my co-host these days, folks. That shit is crazy. I, I, don't, I, I really don't like that guy. Now we can get Come into on, it. no. Get over it. Get over you taking my segment, calling yourself the captain, just burying me on this show every week. I have one thing. I it's got the Corey Elms report. Captain's business. Captain's log, okay? I... The Heist is the debut studio album by Seattle hip-hop duo Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. It was released on October 9th, 2012 by Macklemore LLC. He has an LLC. <laughs> It's a fucking Gary V ass rapper over here. (laughs) Distributed under the Alternative Distribution Alliance. That sounds vaguely uh, racist. Yeah. Okay. Racist, threatening, whatever. Um, The album was independently self produced, um, self recorded, and self released by the duo. Who does this sound like? Say what? Who does that sound like? Chance the Rapper. Yep. Well, we know about him. With no mainstream promotion or support. After the album's release, the duo hired Warner Music Group's radio <laughs> promotion department. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, hello. Uh, is this Warner Music Group uh, distribution? Hi, I'd like to hire someone for radio promotion. I didn't oh, know yes. it was that uh, easy. <laughs> yeah, me neither. It seems a little. Uh, I don't know. All I can say is there's. Uh, there's some funny business on the Macklemore Wikipedia page going on for this album. It seems like uh, someone monitors it very closely, if you catch my drift. <laughs> um, well, somehow they hired Warner Music Group's radio promotion department to help push you gotta their hire, you gotta, First of all, you got to call them up and place the, place the order. Hire them. I d- and listen, if I would have known it was that easy, I might still be making music. You know, That's where we've been fucking up. We didn't hire Warner yeah, Music we did, we didn't call radio promotion, radio department. promotion department. My yeah, bad. Good point. Doe, to quote Homer Simpson. Um, yeah, they did that to help push the singles in exchange for a small percentage of the sales. Um, all right. In 2000, Macklemore recorded a mixtape titled Open Your Eyes under the name Professor Macklemore. <laughs> All right, man. We just have to go back and and see. Listen, they've been giving they've been giving Doctor Jill Biden a hard time. Like this guy is not a professor. She she can call herself a doctor. This man is not a professor. We we decided to take it back to two thousand this week um, to give you a full overview of who this man is and how he got here. He also distributed that. Uh, himself and released it uh, October 21st, 2000. Uh, Haggerty, which is, you know, his last name, um, dropped Professor from his name and began working on his first uh, official full-length album called The Language of My World. The album was released on January 1st, 2005, with its lead single, Love Song, being announced the same day. Um, Love Song featured singer Evan Roman, produced by Budo, who would later go on to produce several more tracks uh, for Macklemore. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis met in 2006. Uh, Lewis spent a few years working on Macklemore's promotion as a photographer 
And after, they would soon become good friends. Lewis would go on to produce for Macklemore, the two eventually working full-time as a title-credited duo. In 2008, they formalized the collaboration as a duo and performed at Bumbershoot at the <laughs> Sasquatch Music Festival in the Gorge Amphitheater and at the Outside Lands Music Festival in San Francisco. In 2009, um, they released their debut extended play, The Verses EP. Uh, it would reach number seven on the iTunes hip-hop chart. They also released re- released Irish Celebration. <laughs> you know what? I'm sorry. I, I, I know I said I don't want to be here that long, but that just reminded me of something. You know how I like to, we like to bury ourselves on this show and, you know, play embarrassing things. I feel like I owe them at least this since I'm going to be pretty much saying yeah. negative things about him the whole review. Uh, Macklemore, this is, understand, I, I'm, a, I, I'm an artist myself. Uh, I used to be a professional artist before I gave up and did this, which is much more successful. But uh, listen, I made bad music too. Here's a, a, a beat that I made, uh, I think in 2010, uh, and it's called Irish Spring. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here you go, Macklemore. I'm throwing you a bone. irritating enough i throw in this clashing clanging hi-hat symbol thing i believe this is the whole beat it just like loops like this oh here's the hook oh, okay here we go oh irish celebration y'all enough of that enough of that the freaking hat comes back in when the when the clanging sound comes in you know those wind up monkey things with the symbols in their hand that just clang them together it sounds like that shit came into the beat just waddled its ass onto the beat (laughs) it does it does shout out to those monkey toys uh all right, there. We're, we should be on 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 even footing now, at least for now, Macklemore. Um, so I don't yeah, know. Anyway. I think that's be- I think that was better than the Cowboy Boots song that's coming up. Here. <laughs> All right. Well, look, you know what, released... you know what that sounds like. What they they, they they don't know how to repackage Drew McIntyre to make him more appealing. So oh, they God. decide, well, well, the rapper thing worked for Cena. So they give Drew McIntyre a rapper gimmick, and this is his new theme. <laughs> they're gonna throw fruit he's, at him. He's not even Irish. <laughs> they're okay. gonna, they're gonna throw what? Are, what are they eating that coat? Is it like haggis or something? Haggis. They're gonna throw that at him from the crowd when that beat comes on. Can haggis be? Thrown? But that might get him over. I mean, in wrestling, all attention is pretty much good attention. So hey, hit us up, Vince. You know, if you want this music. Uh, yeah, let's CFOs. turn this. Let's turn this Scottish guy. You know what? The gimmick is he gets his twenty three and me back. Oh, I'm not even. 
not even Scottish this whole time. Ah, I thought he was okay. Scottish. I'm Irish. And then he decides to start rapping. Look, well, it, it's, it'd be better than what we're doing right now, okay? Well, <laughs> I, I think it'd be more lucrative. It wouldn't sure. be as fulfilling. I want to see um, Drew McIntyre change nothing other than his attire and his gimmick and become uh Irish rapper. Well, uh, Thanks maybe to you can beat. hop on the remix to Irish Celebration, which was released in December 2009 in anticipation of the release of this Versus EP. Uh, in March 2012... Look at Versus is tearing up the world now. Michael Moore and Ryan Lewis did the first Versus. <laughs> You want the you want the buttons? No, no, I did. I got it. I did. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. So uh, in March of 2010, the duo released a free download, "Stay at Home, Dad," a track that didn't make verses. October 10th. No, I've never heard it. Or no, I it's, think I have heard it. You played it for me before. I think it's good. Okay, it's uh, the best song he's ever made, and it's right. and and by the way kind of an indictment on him that that's the one sort of unreleased Macklemore song. It's the only one I think is legitimately really good. It's a free download. You didn't put it on the EP. Didn't put it on um, anything. Yeah. Uh, in October 2010, they created the Versus Redux EP. Well, is it on that? I don't think so. All right, well. Well, I don't, uh, I don't, Matt- I don't, I don't know, though. So maybe it is. But he's, okay. he's still... Uh, He's still his his him and Ryan Lewis. Their ear is in question for not not putting that song on the EP. I guess. Well, look whether it is or isn't on the Redux or Redo or however it's pronounced. Uh, I think I think it's safe to say that Mules and Mel. Uh, we don't care. So yeah, it's true. We don't. Uh, Macklemore and uh, Lewis used his experience with substance. Abuse to create the mixtape's critically acclaimed song, Other Side, which samples the Red Hot Chili Pepper song of the same title. The song addresses Macklemore's substance abuse issues and road to recovery. In July 2012, Macklemore and Ryan Lewis announced that their full-length debut album will be titled The Heist, and it will be released on October 9th, 2012, as well as a subsequent world tour to promote the release. On July 18th, 2012... Who who do independent artists call to do world tours? They call... Uh, the Warner uh, touring department and hire them. <laughs> Maybe. Um, on July 18th, 2012, the duo released the Mary Lambert assisted single Same Love in support of Washington State's Referendum 74 regarding gay marriage. It was announced that the song will be included on the album as were previously released singles Wings and Can't Hold Us. In an interview with the Sermons Domain, I remember that site. <laughs> Macklemore confirmed a collaboration with Schoolboy Q on a song about Cadillacs called White Walls. So he goes on the Sermon's Domain to, to hype up a Schoolboy Q song. That's, uh, you know, that's, the, that's that marketing, though. That's that blog era for you. Uh, the song titled Jimmy Iveen featuring Absol was also confirmed. On September 4th, 2012, Macklemore and Ryan, Ryan Lewis released a video promoting the deluxe edition of the heist, showing it as a box made out of faux gator skin. The album was recorded in Seattle, Washington between 2009 and 2012. Within each series of singles were released before the album released from 2012 and onwards. Uh, that's a weird sentence. 
within each series of singles were released before the uh, whatever. Uh, the fourth single, Thrift Shop, uh, which was the most commercially successful, peaking at number one on the Billboard Hot 100, number one in 17 other countries, including number one positions in New Zealand and Australia, as well as a successful run on the charts in many other countries. Uh, the album's third single, Can't Hold Us, was also largely commercially successful, peaking at number one in the United States. Here it is. <sighs> Dion is back. Dion is the, back. Dion is back. It's, been it's never been more apropos, if you ask me. Oh, it's, it's real appropriate. Uh, peaking at number one in the United States, Australia, and Sweden. The heist mm-hmm. received generally positive reviews from critics. David Jeffries of All Music said... Macklemore's a mix of all of the above with distinctive qualities, and with Lewis putting that kaleidoscope style underneath, the heist winds up a rich combination of fresh and familiar. Adam uh, Fleischer? Yeah. Fle- okay, Fleischer of XXL praised its originality in production, stating, it's these sort of astute observations on the human... Ca- all right, I almost, like, threw something. <laughs> It's these sort of astute observations on the human condition and keen self-awareness that set this effort apart. That reality coupled... I got like the Arthur bald fist right now reading this. That reality coupled with Ryan Lewis's vast, daring, and layered production makes the heist a truly beautiful album that challenges musical boundaries. This came from Double XL. <laughs> okay, this must be after they jumped the shark. Okay. Edwin Ortiz of Hip Hop DX uh, said the album was an exemplary. Ba- who, who did they pay off? Did they also call the Warner like PR department? I mean, they called a lot of people. They hired a lot of people, apparently. An exemplary balance of serious and cheerful cuts alike. Very seldom does the heist reach beyond its means. Oh, and when is it that does. So? <laughs> And when it does, it's more so due to lack of creative placement than effort. Effort. Uh, Jody Rosen of Rolling Stone said, The record has its charms, the single thrift shop, a cheeky ode to secondhand duds, and its virtues, the marriage equality anthem, same love. Unfortunately, Macklemore's virtuousness overwhelms his far more modest charms. Okay, so she's, Jody she's Rosen. the only one. Maybe, maybe a man. Uh, or he, Jody, Jody Rosen, Jody Rosen, or they, uh, whatever Rosen. they identify as. Jody, Jody Rosen, Rosen is the only one who's is the only one somewhat who critical. Either the check never cleared, or they weren't <laughs> on the list to get the check in the first place. Right, and we haven't received a check. We don't get checks, uh, only from patrons, and we appreciate every every uh, every single one. Thank you very much. Um, and his Barnes and Noble list, Robert Christigal. Hey, been a minute since we've seen that guy's name. Uh, named the heist as the 72nd best <laughs> album of 2020. Jesse says he ain't black, he ain't the homie, but that's a homie move right there for sure. Listen, Robert Christigal, and you ain't black, but putting an album as number 72nd is, is number 72. That's that's great. Um, it's like at that point, why even list it? You know, um, the heist debuted at number two on the Billboard 200 chart, behind only Mumford and Sons. Oh man, I just I hear that name and I just think of 2012. I just think of 2012, 2011. That's, I don't think I've ever heard Mumford and Sons. Me either. I, I, I know they make like banjo music. They right? might have played them in Chipotle back then. I don't know. 
They used to play a lot of good. They still play good stuff in that Chipotle. I mean, I don't really eat there anymore because, you know, not just because of uh, Rona, but, you know, I don't like being, I don't like eating in places. But, but coli as well. Uh, yeah, they did that. I mean, listen, that, that was what made the food taste better because ever since that, it's just, it's been going downhill. They're not what they once were. Um, yeah, but uh, they sold uh, 78,000 copies in their first week. Uh, marking the best sales week yet for both Macklemore and Lewis. 83% of the first week's sales derived from digital download. On April 3rd... Yep, number two. Uh, uh, number two. April 3rd, 2013, it was announced that the album has reached has reached gold status with over 500,000 copies sold. As of February 2016, it has sold 1,490,000 copies domestically. It also debuted at number four on the Canadian albums chart. Uh, on January 26th, 2014, I would I would add in, it infamously won the Grammy Award for Best Rap Album, where it was also nominated for Album of the Year and earned Macklemore and Ryan Lewis the award for Best New Artist. That, that yeah, award's so somewhat cursed. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and stop there because there's a piece of information that has already been said, but I did link to this Rolling Stone article from January 27th, 2014, uh, Macklemore to Kendrick Lamar after Grammys. You got robbed. I wanted you to win. You should have. Seattle rapper texted Compton MC. And um, this makes sense, though, that they didn't get the check. Because you said you were, like, looking like all over the Internet for this background information. And you said you couldn't find much, you know, negative information about him. But yeah, I think much, it's no coincidence that the only critical thing we've read so far has been from Rolling Stone, and the only place you could find seemingly any record about that incident was on Rolling Stone. Yeah, so basically what happened was um, Macklemore Instagrammed a picture of a text he sent to Kendrick Lamar, which said, you got robbed, I wanted you to win, you should have, it's weird, and it sucks that I robbed you. Can I just say that moment... Even now, honestly, my honest feeling, as a gesture, I didn't find it to be that much of an issue, honestly. Um, I actually didn't even find it to be performative. I mean, based on what I can tell about this guy, I think he's he wouldn't be making these songs even before he was famous and even after he's seemed as fallen off. If he didn't really care and didn't mean to you know well, he's always dabbling in these social themes and, you know, I, i'm gonna stuff. i'm gonna give a so i i think it, you know it now. was it was an ill-advised move you know it was someone probably should have been like the optics on this aren't great i think he meant it i don't even think it's really that big of a deal i wasn't sure they were like oh it's corny i'm like i don't know about corny like a little odd to broadcast it. That's really the issue, broadcasting it. The text itself, I don't even really think was that crazy. My main issue with the text is as a rapper, as a competitor. Yes. You know, like just take the take the W, bro. Like And and not only that, Macklemore had the highest sales of any rap album that year. It had And we most, know how the Grammys work. It had the most nominations of any rap artist. This album had more nominations than any other rap artist. If you didn't think he was going to win, you weren't looking at the odds. You weren't you, looking you, at you, across the, you all didn't the think, fields. You didn't think he was going to win. You are black. <laughs> or 
uh, you just you're not familiar with the Grammys. This man had a number one with Thrift Shop. He was heavily nominated. Think he had about a number the one with on- Can't Hold Us as well. Yeah, I mean, and let's get into the. I mean, we'll, we'll get into it during the review. But I was telling you uh, upon first listening to this, like I messaged you, and I'm like, with each track, I can. It, it makes sense why he won. Now, yes. let me be clear. When he won in 2014 or whatever, I was like, I hadn't heard it yet. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I'd heard Good Kid, Mad City. And I'd heard the singles from the heist. I'd heard Thrift Shop. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me with this. You know, like, you got to be kidding me. But I couldn't speak on the quality of the heist because I hadn't heard it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, yeah, Kendra got robbed. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the heist is some masterpiece in the singles. The I heist, just like, though. The heist. You yeah, know, the heist. It was a heist. Out. I'm sure there were jokes about it. Like, talk about the heist. You know, he stole... The award from Kendrick, Highway Robbery. But know. technically, but then he upon hearing this thing, I was Grammy, like, oh, he- the Grammy committee made a decision. Ultimately, he Macklemore didn't say, you know, hey guys, uh, the, the, here's the check. The check clears, and you know, did something? Okay, uh, I don't think he bought off the Grammy committee. Um, you know, his whole thing is he's like independent, right? No, like, that's what I'm saying. Is why would they like, support someone who's not a part of the industry like that? But you know, the Grammys are really, an industry event, people. They they really serve to like, feed into itself. It's a circle jerk. You, you think know, if it's he the prop felt up so it's, strongly about it though, Mel, like he would give him out, he would he would be up on stage and he would say, This I don't deserve this. This should be Well, he was probably in the moment, you know, he was just like happy to have won. But then later on he was like, yo, well, he felt bad. Like I said, broadcasting the text is what was odd. I think of a completely almost opposite situation from when I was young and I remember watching an award show on TV and Ving Rames won an award for his portrayal of Don King in an HBO movie. And he won the award for best actor. Maybe it was at the Golden Globes. And he gave Jack Lemmon his award. He said, because Jack Lemmon was up for it as well. And Jack Lemmon was very old at this time. And he was apparently like a huge Jack Lemmon fan. And he felt like Jack Lemon deserved to win the award. So Ving Rames gave the award to Jack Lemon, like literally on stage. He was like, I'm not taking this shit. Like, I'm okay. giving it to this guy. Now, I'm thinking if if Macklemore felt so strongly. That's about an understandable it, gesture. It, then I could understand maybe seeing that gesture. And people will say whatever they want, it's performative or whatever. But now I go back to what you were saying before. I don't like an MC is not supposed to be thinking like that at all. At you know, all. I mean, you can, it's not to say you can't appreciate your peers and your fellow artists, but you do that outside of like awards. Like, you know, if you like Kendrick, just say it in the interview or hit him. Like I said, if he would have just sent the text and we never knew about it, I don't think it would have been a and weird that's text. also an option. Or right. if he wanted us to know about it, should have done it on stage where it mattered, not Instagramming a text you sent to someone else. It's very weird. The whole gesture. The, okay, here's the thing. The weird. text itself, I don't think it's performative. I think posting about the text, which is what Macklemore did, was yes. performative. Like, hey, and, y'all, I know I'm white. I'm sorry. You know? Right. Which but is, I'm, which is but I'm not also not doubting that that's how he was feeling at the time because probably when they said his name, he, like, he might have been like, oh, fuck, here comes the backlash now. You know? Well, no, like, I think, honestly, like I was saying, when they said his name at the ceremony, he was like, oh, crap, I won a Grammy. You right. know? He probably wasn't thinking about Kendrick, as he shouldn't be <laughs> thinking about Kendrick. He won. 
you know but afterwards he probably thought about it and was like ah man like that was a good album that good like kendrick's tearing it up he's you know he's looked at as one of the goats like i'm just macklemore you know i think the phrasing of the message <laughs> like, though is also kind of weird is like i'm sorry i robbed you <laughs> like what did I mean, he say verbatim Okay, I'll read it again. Uh, You got robbed. I wanted you to win. You should have. It's weird and it sucks that I robbed you. Oh, and the other thing he said. He said, I was going to say it during the speech. Uh, Then the music started playing during my speech and I froze. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) Anyway, you know what it is. Congrats on this year and your music. Yeah, that's that's a. If I got that text, I would be kind of mad. You know, right? The phrasing. I forgot the phrasing was was odd. All right, it's an odd. This text. man hit him it's with a thumbs up. Sorry, I robbed you. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? It's an odd text. I, it's an odd text, you know, but at the same time, I do think at the time I was like, winning, "What's the big deal?" I mean, like, yeah, it's a little odd, but like, whatever. You act like he slapped the man or something. Well, but at like, the time, rereading it, to this I'm day, like, "Yo, are you serious, bro?" I don't give a fuck about the Grammys, so I don't care either way. But I do think this is somewhat of an important moment, and it's oddly scrubbed from the wiki article. Well, I mean, I can say this, man, um, and, and this is the last thing I'll say. Uh, well, I suppose I can say it in the next segment. I mean, I guess we're done talking about the background. We can move on to our respective familiarities with the album before we get into the actual review. But yes, sir. Um, I mean, I'll say I can. I'll go first. Uh, yeah, I heard the singles. Didn't bother to listen to the album. Didn't seem like my kind of artist. Really felt no ways about him at all. Mm. Um, when and this, of course, in 2012 when it came out and when the singles were doing what they were doing. Um. And I just want to say I hadn't heard the album when he won the Grammy. Um, And I felt like he robbed Kendrick. After finally hearing the album, I definitely feel like he robbed Kendrick. Uh, Or rather, not he robbed Kendrick. Kendrick got robbed. Because he didn't didn't set out to rob him. He didn't do anything. He just made a bad album. Yeah. Well, well, you can say, though, and we talk about this later on with our guests, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot throughout the whole review, this is Oscar bait, Grammy bait, whatever you want to call it. So to an extent, he got robbed, but at the same time, you don't make stuff like this without hoping that it gets certain accolades and attention from people. Especially during that that time where people hadn't been fed up with white man completely. (laughs) So, you know. It, it wasn't as hot on the block for, for white men, you know, at that time. It was getting hot, but... It was know. getting hot, but keep in mind, like, Robin Thicke was still, like, you know, doing things around this This time. was, like, b- before Blurred Lines. Or I think around Blurred Lines. Around it or right before it, you know? So, yeah. White men were still the bee's knees at the time, <laughs> you know? I mean, really, they still are now. It's just, you know, people... uh you know, not but not these kind this of. This isn't men. this isn't social commentary rankings. Let's just it, this isn't social social rankings. But I got to tell you, the Robin Thicke and Macklemore type of white guy is uh, definitely being phased out slowly. Yeah, 
I mean, a lot of the types of white guys. We we lost Shia. I mean, he he lost himself because of what he did to FKA Twigs. But Shia's out of here. You know, Justin Timberlake, like the 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 soulful white man, the blue eyed yep. soul or whatever. You know, the black white you know, guy. Fucking Justin that trope. Beaver. That trope's about dead unless you Justin count Jack Beaver's Harlow, finished. my boy, Jack Harlow. I see. Right. Stop that already. He's All a right. good guy. Yeah, okay. we don't know about him. Now we know about him. We did a whole uh, first listen about him. Yeah, we'll um, listen once. <laughs> Looks can be deceiving, you know. Oh God! All right. Well, I'm done with my familiarity, so you can say what you got to say. All right. First heard of this guy in 2005, six, when the first white privilege song came out, and my which friend... was crazy when you told me that's when it came out. Yeah, my friend asked me if I've ever heard of Macklemore, and I was like, no, I haven't. And he was like, yeah, it's something, something, white privilege. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, didn't listen to him. It's crazy. that He was ahead of the curve. Like I said, I mean, I don't doubt that he cares about these things. Who's that? But <clears throat> Macklemore. No, I mean, you know, listen. Be talking again, about like, white privilege in the mid two thousands. Like, I didn't as hear, far as I know. I, I didn't hear this guy's that. name again until that versus EP, and it was like in the, you know, the thick of the blog era, quote unquote. So I heard that versus EP, and I liked one song on it, and my takeaway was, this is definitely. Um, not some plug and play shit. Like they're bringing in, um, they're bringing in like people to play horn arrangements on this thing. You know, it was it was production wise, like the production value was higher than your average like free EP that you would find on like two dope boys or not right. Um, that stood out, but I I my main takeaway from that was okay. This is like if you took Slug from Atmosphere, but put him over like the Empire State of Mind beat, and then had him do this overly dramatic version of his style of rapping. So I wasn't like totally into this guy, but I kind of saw that he was like he was doing something, so to speak. And I checked out that stay at home dad song, which I'm a fan of. Um, So at that point I was like, all right, cool. I like two songs from this guy. I'll wait to see what he has in terms of an album. And then the singles for this album started to roll out. And I just thought, you know what? I'm not, I don't feel like forcing myself to listen to a Macklemore album that I don't feel like listening to just to contribute to the conversation. I'll hold off. I'll listen another time. And that time never came until now. Right. So I've only heard the singles from this thing. Um, Thrift Shop, Can't Hold Us, Same Love. I can't say I've heard anything else from this album prior to, so I didn't even hear like if you put out more singles after those three, I didn't hear those. Okay. Oh no. I heard the shoes is murder song. What's that one? Wings. Yeah. 
Yeah, I heard Wings. So I heard four songs from this album prior to this week. It should be called Shoes is Murder. Shoes is Murder is, uh, I should credit uh, Hot Carl, a.k.a. Jensen, for that one. Ah, But I can't ever call that song Wings when Shoes is Murder exists as an alternate (laughs) title. And, um, yeah, I heard Shoes is Murder. I think I heard Shoes is Murder on Jensen's old podcast, Get Up On This. Okay. Um, and it was played as like a joke almost. So, well, not almost. Well, it was played, played as, a as a joke on this one too. So, yeah. Um, Spoiler. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you know, not especially tuned into this guy, but at the same time, I know there are Macklemore songs I enjoy. So I thought going into this album, I I thought going into this album, we were going to see more of an even distribution of the kinds of songs that he makes uh-huh. and not like, you know, I think Thrift Shop, Can't Hold Us and Same Love are his three kinds of formulas. He's got the silly, goofy, cartoonish party records. Then he has the motivational, like almost like Kanye West power adjacent epic rap songs. And then he has these slow piano driven, almost like Broadway sounding shit. And I thought maybe it would be an equal distribution of the three or hopefully the Broadway shit would be maybe an outlier, but uh, yeah, it wasn't. And we're going to get into it. Please, let's get into it, because the sooner we get into it, the sooner we can get out of it. So, that's it for part one, folks. Um, When you hear us next, after this break, we're going to be talking about the heist. So, just don't say we didn't warn you. Turn that off. Will you turn that thing off? What's eating you now? Yeah, what's eating you? That music, it stinks. Oh, you don't like it, huh? No, turn it off. (laughs) Okay. That's that's my attitude. That's my attitude from now until the end of this episode, pretty much. Um, whatever. Listen, whatever comes next is going to be better. It's got to be. I would hope because if whatever we're doing after this is somehow worse than this, I might quit the show. I can't be um, doing this. I can't be depressed in back to back weeks like this. I'm gonna no one not with the thing that's supposed is, to though. bring me fulfillment and joy. I'm I'm gonna let this shit wash over me, okay? Because in, in just about two or three hours, we will be free, and we have escaped Macaltraz. Macaltraz. Well, unfortunately, we haven't even entered the doors yet, so let's walk into Macaltraz. We're in the, uh, the lobby, foyer, whatever. Track one, 10,000 hours. Okay, this is by... the holding cell. Everything's produced by Ryan Lewis, okay, guys? Yeah. Everything. Every song, it's all produced by Ryan. It wouldn't be Macklemore and Ryan Lewis otherwise, you know. If there's a co-producer, we'll we'll let you know. Well, I'll tell you this, Mules. It's not stinky yet. I actually give the song a flat six. Totally disagree. This is my second least favorite song on the album. (laughs) All right, what's your rating? Three plus. Um, I just have one thing I just have one thing to say about this off top alright 
the sound. You were telling me about the sound that starts out the song, and you're like, what is this? Well, um, I've never written this before in my notes. I've never said this on the show. Ow. <laughs> it hurt? Yeah, give it to him, Mel. Play the first five seconds of this song and let him hear what this thing sounds like. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm going to have to I'm taking out. out my headphones, though. Well, first, um, because I did not download this thing because I don't want these files. I need to pull it up. First, I need to go private on Spotify so nobody sees me listening to this. They said, Mel, we never really thought you were that, like, superficial. Well, listen, I don't want to be, I don't want anyone to even think I enjoy Macklemore. All right. All right, here we go. Um... Oh! Oh! Turn it off! Turn it off! <laughs> this man sounded like most deaf in the uh, in the daggone torture th- chair. Guantanamo. That hurts my ears. It might just be me. It might just be some of the frequencies that I hear as the captain. But you're you're starting with a <laughs> what? You're starting the frequencies with frequencies you hear as the captain. I heard them too. All right, yeah. Uh, I so mean, it doesn't we're, we're hurt. We're at me. a four now. We're at a four. Just to start, <laughs> within the first five seconds, I'm in pain. I've never been in physical pain. I've been in uh, in like spiritual pain sometimes, but this hurts. It hurts to hear. I, mean, I don't. I don't. I don't think it was. Because uh, you've got. Listen, you don't clean your ears. You know your ears aren't clear. I clean my ears often. In fact, I have this, uh, what is it called? Um, well, you can't clean your ears too much or you'll, you know, that's another thing. Oh, yeah, I know. But uh, what's it called? Clean, clean eerie. Not even making this up. This sounds like a joke. It's not yeah, a joke. Like, it sounds like the fakest shit. It's, so no, cl- it's like clean eerie. And like there's a apostrophe over one of these, like clean or something. I don't know. But uh, you can find it. You're local wherever. All right. Look in the freaking health aisle. But uh no, my ears were clean. Um, I wrote. So we're at a four, uh, a four with the beat, and then once the once Macklemore lays those sweet, sweet verses on top, relax. We get it down to a three. Relax. I won't even tolerate that as sarcasm. Listen, I feel like musically, I'm wrote. All right, the curtain has opened. I'm not sure what this sound is. I'm not sure what's going on, but I mean, at least I'm it's prisoner of use. You just said it's Guantanamo. Well, I didn't. It's, feel it's sound torture. Just, Sonic. Uh, my, I didn't enjoy Sonic it. Rapes. I didn't hate it, but it it grabbed my attention. So I'm like, where are we going? And then we get the freaking reverb claps and pitch 808s, and I wrote "Happy Boy" since. Um, so of course, this title, this the track, the the, the track is titled after apparently the Malcolm Gladwell book Outliers. You can't um, see it because this is an audio show, but I'm doing the jerking off motion with my right hand. <laughs> So you've probably heard about this from people. Uh, I guess there's something in the book about this theory that if you put 10,000 hours into anything, what is it like you're a master of it or you'd be successful with it? Something. All right, look, that guy. All right. The proof that this is a flawed theory and concept is in this album. You know, they said, Mel, you don't you don't cuss on this show. Well, listen, I'm just channeling Eminem. Okay, what do you say? Um, It's like Will Smith, you know. Doesn't have to wear, you know, Matt, 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 Matt,
not reading no Malcolm Gladwell lying about 10,000 hours. All right. So that's what this song is named after. And right up top, we're getting some rap about rap. Um, and what I mean by that is when rappers rap about their circumstances as rappers. Pitchfork. Um, he says, regardless of a pitchfork being a music review publication, regardless of pitchfork cosigns I've jumped, make sure the sound man doesn't cock block the drums, let the snare knock the air right out of your lungs. And those words be the oxygen. Just breathe. All right. Look, I don't care for pitchfork either, but don't talk about them. I had to learn myself. I once made songs rapping about publications. Not, not, not good. Not a good listening experience. All right. And I'm going to have to say this a lot. I'm prompted by this. Just breathe. You don't have to be so dramatic, bro. All right. I'm going to say this for the rest of the review. You don't. If this is what you like, then keep doing it. But if you're just doing this because you think it adds to the record, it doesn't. It detracts, takes away from the record. Don't do this. So he keeps going on and on about his, you know, his, his work, his labor as an artist, you know, uh, Got an iTunes check. Uh, second time we've heard iTunes checks mentioned this month on Rap Ranking. Schoolboy Q rapped about uh, iTunes checks on Habits and Contradictions, I believe. But he's like, uh, shit, man, I'm paying rent. About damn time that I got out of my basement. About damn time I got around the country and I hit these stages. I was made to slay them. 10,000 hours. I'm like, okay. I'm sighing. I'm sighing as I'm listening. But it gets worse. Because he says, David Bowie meets Kanye shit. Now, to be fair, this is when Kanye West was this. He said, recorded between 09 and 2012. This is when Kanye was still a symbol of, like, drive and perseverance and dedication, I suppose. He wasn't yet a symbol of complete psychosis. So, I get it. He was still, like, a figure in hip-hop isn't that was... is Kanye kind of Kanye meets David Bowie in a way? Like, in a way, Kanye yeah. taking a lot of cues from David Bowie himself? He's taking a lot of cues from everything. You know, that's his thing, taking cues and distilling it. I mean, really, like, some of this shit on here is really just groan-inducing. I'm going to have to introduce one of two segments that I'm going to be doing on this review. The first segment, because there's so much on this album that I could specifically highlight going through every single line, and I can't do that. I can't do that to Mel. I can't do that to you guys. I can't do that to myself. So I'm just going to on each song target uh just the thing that bothers me the most about it uh when it, when it comes from macklemore at least second verse i observed escher i love basquiat i watched keith herring you see i study art are you stopping there because there's something he says after that that i was actually going to talk about the greats weren't great because at birth they could paint the greats were great because they paint a lot. Listen, no, they were great because they knew people. Let's stop lying to artists, especially in a song that's supposed to encourage them. Okay, enough of this. I'm I'm gonna wrap this all up towards the end of this this song, but like, stop. We gotta stop this ten thousand hours crap. Stop this dedication, perseverance crap. No money and networking. That's what you want. That's what you need to focus on. All right, all right. meet a meet a drug dealer, become a drug dealer yourself. Or network your ass off and be a very charismatic individual and get and do shit for people for free. The That's art you, is the least important part the least <laughs> of your enterprise. Part. Listen, I think it sucks too. Don't think I'm happy about this. 
but I'm just telling you the truth. Okay. And if anyone now, tells you in the, in the, in the field of music journalism, just keep working. The cream will, will rise to the top. We'll hear you when it's time. Uh, you no. got to know one thing. No, that's just their way of keeping you out of their inbox because they hate getting emails. And I would too, um, honestly. <laughs> so I get it. Look, he's talking about uh, this is dedication after the David Bowie meets Kanye thing. A life lived for art is a life never wasted. 10,000. Like, again, that delivery, that stilted, dramatic high school play delivery. I'm, I actually mentioned that word later. Um, so we, we come out of this first verse and then we get this white lady hook. Just when I say white, you can imagine white lady hook. You know what I'm talking about. All right. Um, Get into verse two. Mm, no, our, our, uh, my second segment. Okay. So, Macklemore has a habit of what I think is hearing artists on the radio and stuff like that, and wherever you hear artists in 2012, okay. and wanting them, but not wanting to pay their price because he's independent. <laughs> so it's like, where can we get the Dollar Tree version of this person? Right. And um, on each song that has a sung chorus or a feature, I'm going to tell you who he wanted. But instead, he wanted. settled for this person. This is Skylar Gray. Oh, okay. So you think he wanted Skylar Gray on this? He didn't want Skylar Gray. He wanted Skylar Gray, if you, if you feel me, you know? Uh, I'm not sure I do, but continue. He didn't want to ever get Skylar Gray. That might have cost way too much money. But can we get oh, someone okay. to do some Skylar Gray shit on here? Right. Okay. Well, so yeah. Our first, fake, our first fake collaborator arrives. They're like the new fake movies that come out on Hulu and Netflix and stuff. They're like off-brand, just slightly something off about it. You know, that grocery store shit. Uh <laughs> we we do have more of that. So if this is Skyward Gray, that makes sense. I can hear it. Um, so we get the Skyward Gray ass hook that I don't care for. Um, and then he goes into this verse too. You already covered the I observed Escher portion, so we don't need to discuss that. <laughs> you see, um, I study art. Fuck you. <laughs> all right, look. He starts out. I stand here in front of you today, all because of an idea. I could be who I wanted if I could see my potential. I'm going to say this word a lot. Broadway. Mm. This is the most Broadway album. And I'll continue later on. Um, this man's talking about. All right. Now just just let me cook on this because I got a bit to say here. I will not be a statistic. Just let me be. No child left behind. That's the American scheme. I make my living off of words and do what I love for work and got around 980 on my SATs. Take that system. What you expect. Generation of kids choosing love over a desk. Put those hours in and look at what you get. You get a podcast hosted by two failed artists that are now tearing you down because we know artists can't afford to be seduced by this reductive, maudlin, platitudinal content. We know better. Oh, by the way, this podcast, more successful than anything we ever did as artists. And you could say it's because we were whack, but so was Macklemore, and he's more successful than we ever were. So that can't be it. And we put in way more than this 10,000 hours. Look it up. All right. Our print is all over the internet. So case closed. Stay behind the desk, kids. Just let it be a hobby until it's safe to be a livelihood. And you know, I, I want to I add something else. Usually, 
on this show when I'm less depressed. I'd be prompted, you know, at, at the mention of his SATs to compare my SATs to Macklemore, you know, which would be even better because, uh, you know, must I play it? I think I must. And you ain't black. And we know about standardized tests being tailored to the whites. So if my SAT was higher than his, it'd be a win for my people. But I thought, man, I might have to do conversions because he could have took it during that time before they changed the scoring system. And then they changed it again since I took it. So I got to think about when he took it to pay, when I took it. And I want to get through this review as fast as possible. I don't want to be here. But then I thought, I'm always looking for a chance to talk about my terrible high school experiences, right? And if this is going to be an evisceration of Macklemore, it should happen on every front, including academia. So, folks, my SAT score, when I took it, was a 1790. Now, let's see. If he's been rapping this Professor Macklemore or whatever, okay, it's 2000, he probably took his SATs in like the 90s or something, right? Something like that. So nine eighty, yeah, probably late nineties, I would say, something like that. So if you got a nine eighty, that was on the sixteen hundred scale. I took it when it was on a twenty four hundred scale. So I got a seventeen ninety out of twenty four hundred. He got a uh, ninety eight hundred out of sixteen hundred, or not ninety hundred, uh, nine hundred eighty out of sixteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, I, I did the official like College Board conversion. They were telling me that my score on that scale i be- and I, I believe it was a 1600 originally it went to 2400 for my era and then it went back to 1600 so if i'm wrong i'm wrong but here's the point on that scale i'd have a 1280 so whether he was taken in on my scale or the old scale or the new scale it's still higher than him so <laughs> guess what that means macklemore <laughs> it means I'm smarter than you, quote unquote, because these standardized tests are crap. So, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. That score that I got, 1790, 1280, it's not even that good. I hung around valedictorians in high school, so I was mad and secure. I was depressed, suicidal. I didn't turn in homework, okay? The people I hung around, Cena and Kinchel and all of them, they graduated with the white robes. I barely graduated. Fun fact, okay? Not because I was stupid, obviously, hopefully, obviously, but because I didn't care. You know, so this my my score was unimpressive to them. So this ain't no flex. I'm just like I said, saying this to prove that I'm quote unquote smarter than Macklemore. This is an evisceration, right? Well, I have a higher SAT score than Macklemore. I can at least say this, right? Until I find out what's what he rates not guilty by Jay Z out of ten, I'll I'll, I'll (laughs) say that you're smarter than Macklemore. Sure. Yeah, I gave it a nine, folks. Sue me. All right, I don't like R. Kelly, but the song's a nine. Nine to me, all right? What? Anyway. Did you just say it's a nine to me, I ain't white? I I did not. I said anyway. Oh, okay. (laughs) You ain't black, I ain't white. It's a new, uh, it could be a new catchphrase. You might want to trademark that. Listen, we've established that Macklemore belongs on Broadway. He meant to get Skylar Gray. He's lying to artists about what it takes to be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm, I'm smarter than him. Now, Here's the thing, though. Verse three, he says, same shit, different day, same struggle. Slow motion as time slips through my knuckles. Nothing beautiful about it. No light at the tunnel. Uh, I presume he means the end of the tunnel. For the people that put the passion before them being comfortable. And I wrote, oh, look, he's telling the truth. But unfortunately, the music got worse during this portion. Before, I just kind of felt no ways about it. It felt like Broadway, but then it just got to Broadway during the verse where he's finally telling the truth. And I'm just like, ugh. 
And then he doesn't tell the he tells the truth, but then he goes back to the drama and then he throws in some really bad writing. Raw, unmedicated heart, no substitute, banging on tabletops, no subs to toot. All right, subs don't toot, they boom. Okay. They they don't toot. Tweeters <laughs> might toot. You know, like what what are we doing, Maglemore? What are we doing, Maggle? You know? I don't do this because I get some pleasure out of it. Trust me, I'm I'm depressed. <laughs> okay doing this album it's i don't do this because it's fun now if you've listened to the show you know i don't enjoy tearing people down i I will say one thing about the sat thing though i think he's saying that's a bad score and he still made it like made no i know what he's saying i know what he's saying um but i I got a higher score and i didn't make it so it's what are we saying really at the end of the day good point good point touche mr mackle Touche. Do you hear those explosions in the background, by the way? I don't. Folks, I'm reporting live here from the Gaza Strip on rap rankings. Oh, dear. uh, dear. Can you make that that joke? I don't know. That might be problematic. I don't know. I don't Uh, know what's going on on that strip. I just know that there's some sort of conflict. There's a big conflict here, and there's lots of explosions going on. Uh, Stay tuned to rap rankings. If Macklemore is my last review. Oh, boy. (laughs) Um... I'll say this before we move on because because I'm in jerk mode clearly. Um, okay. Any if anything, Macklemore being successful in spite of that proves my theory that smart or stupid people have it better in the world. The dumber you are, the easier it is to live. When you're smart, life gets more difficult. <laughs> it just it does. I'm sorry. You may disagree with me, but I think I think being smart makes. Well, they say ignorance is bliss, right? The well, more you know, hours- the, the harder life is. How many it's hours true. did you put in, though? Not I'm not saying I'm a genius. Did you put in you know, I'm clearly hours? not. I'm an idiot. I messed up my life, and I had to do a podcast, which thankfully is is, is is going pretty well, you know? Well, I'm I'm asking you, did you put 10,000 hours into the music? You know we did. We, didn't I, put we 10, probably put 10,000 in. in in just the four years we were doing it, and, nah, and that's not that's counting. Crazy. That's crazy. No, I think we did. I think that's we crazy did. crazy talk. No. That's a well, lot even of if hours. I'm wrong, I was rapping a whole nine years prior to that. So what are we talking about? I know I put in 10,000 hours. I know you put in 10,000 hours. And I know we still broke doing a podcast. So Macklemore is a liar, and so is the guy who wrote the book. All right? I mean, what do, when we say 10,000, do we mean 10,000 actually sitting there and working? or 10, We did that. Fucking, you know, 10,000 fucking shooting the shit and fucking... No, I yeah. don't. I don't shoot that. I don't shoot that. I don't shoot anything. I don't own a weapon. All I'm saying here is that Macklemore is successful in spite of his bad SAT score, which is whatever because standardized standardized has their crap. But he's dumber than me, and he's more successful, and he's wacker than me. I think I was a better artist too. So, what does that say about the world? I just I'll leave it to the to to you to you listeners to figure that out. All right, um, but I'm gonna finish up here. Um, Starts talking about, I'm feeling better than ever, man. What is up with you? Scraping my knuckles. I'm battling with some drug abuse. I lost another friend. Got another call from a sister. I'm sorry to hear it. Sorry to hear it. Um, but when he's talking about my only rehabilitation was the sweat, tears, and blood went up in the booth. I'm going to stop you there, too. Artists, people, therapy slash medicine greater than art. Okay? I'm not saying don't use your art as a coping mechanism. I'm saying... <laughs> get some real help in addition to that all right because i've put all that in art for many years this and is why he nothing. stopped being professor macklemore he lost his doctorate he 
he violated the uh, Hippocratic oath. Now he he he's never a real professor. Okay, he was a fake professor, and he got caught. He got a nine eighty on his SATs. He's going around calling himself professor. <laughs> I just thought of the correlation. With the <laughs> he's a fucking maniac. This guy. All right. Last thing I got to say. This Bobby? bridge. It's the part, no, last thing, not lastly. Uh, it's the part of the show where it all fades away when the lights go to black and the band leaves the stage. And you wanted an encore, but there's no encore today because the moment is now. Can't get it back from the grave. Oh, and then man, he repeats it. Like he repeats things a lot podcast. on here. And look, look, okay, repetition is a tool, you know, a refrain. It's a thing in music. When he does it, I just feel like I'm at a play. He repeats it. It doesn't feel like a refrain. It just feels like repetition. It feels like he's saying something twice. It doesn't feel musical. That you know? and that he's just like, what do I say? And I'll just repeat. Well, it's not even like a what do I say, but it's like that was profound, so I'm gonna say it again. You know, like <laughs> no, bad. It's bad. I think this is bad. Um, now here's the thing. This is how I'm gonna wrap up. They say Mel. Why a six? If you you sound so negative about it, sounds like you dislike this thing. Maybe at least a three or something. Because here's yeah. the thing: the music isn't um, the music. I'm talking about the lyrics. I'm talking about the music, the production isn't as bad as the music we have coming up to me. And because the sentiment of the record, admittedly, appeals to the romantic in me. Okay, I truly disagree with you saying like musically, this thing hurts my ears. Well, see, yeah, we know it hurts your ears so, physically, so I don't blame it, you. I mean, I I can't get past the music at all, and these lyrics are just they're shit. Yeah, look, I uh, the sentiment appeals to the romantic in me. All right, yeah, look, the artist struggle. I relate. I've been there, still there in a lot of ways, you know. In my heart, I'll always be an artist. Now I don't stop making art. I just don't expect to make love off of it, or not love, make what? I don't expect to make love off of it. Either. <laughs> No, I don't expect to make money off of it. But here's the thing. Yeah, although it appeals to the romantic in me, I just know it to be untrue. So there's no way I could support this at the end of the day. I feel for the artist the artist struggle. I just can't condone the insanity of it anymore. And I'll say this. That was all said as he records a 52-hour podcast that proves he obviously still has a commitment to doing things for the sake of art and excellence and not just money. So, hey, what do I know? Have we put 10,000 hours in yet on this show? I think we have. (laughs) (laughs) Well, judging by people tweeting at us every week, just like pointing out the length of the show. Yeah, we know it's that long. Is this a four-hour podcast? No, it's it's a four-hour and three-minute podcast. Yeah, to be more specific. But yeah, we can see it. We know. We talk about it every episode, and it's by design. It's not like we get carried away at the end, like, how do we do it again? <laughs> no, we, we're doing well, this on I purpose. told you we needed to be in and out of this place in an hour. And, and you Man, just, every time we get in here, we just get to talking, fooling around. <laughs> we done sat up here and spoke for seven hours. No, we do it on purpose. Okay? Come on. All right? That's all I got, man. We have families, okay? We have to inform them, hey, we're going to do that thing. So you're, it's like going away to the like the, the war, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, now that we're in Mal, uh, Mal, uh, Mackletraz. 
We've they've heard enough from from Mel, our, the 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 bitter failed artist. It so. doesn't matter. They they were being transported from our holding cells into general population now. <laughs> well, sure. I suppose you're saying we should move on to track two. Yeah, and unfortunately, we're gonna have to integrate here with general population, and there's about to be a fucking musical number. Well, here we go. Track two, Can't Hold Us, featuring Ray Dalton. No, no, (laughs) not Ray Dalton, John Legend from (laughs) Wish.com, Alibaba John Legend is here. Fiverr John Legend. There's no John Legend named Ray Dalton. Craigslist That I know, but this guy sounds like John Legend to me. So this is now. Here's the thing. I'm I'm teasing him, but I we'll, we'll get into it. This is who uh, featuring he, uh, fake Ray Dalton for this one. Yeah, produced by Ryan Lewis. Now here's the thing, folks. You probably got through that first track review, and you're like, "If Mel's just gonna do this the whole episode, then I mean, I might as well." Not. I think we got the gist of how he feels about Mac. Well, you're wrong. You know why? Because I like this seven plus. Seven plus. Wow. You yes. Like this- you like this more than certain songs on Illmatic. <laughs> yes. You like this more than at least five of them, and maybe even more, because there might have been some flat sevens and some seven minuses on that. This is better than in more than half of Illmatic to you. And you ain't black. <laughs> that was for me. I played that for me. Um, okay. Look, um, man, I'm, I'm going to get into it, obviously. Let me explain why I like it. But go ahead. I'm, I'm going to listen. I'm going to take it easy on him this time. I'm just going to give this a six minus. Oh. Come on, bro. First good piece played tonight and you don't like it. Some people just ain't got any good taste. There's only been two pieces played tonight. <laughs> uh, but listen, I gave the last one a three. I give this a six. I, I, I mean... So we yeah, no, that's there. much better. That is much better. It's still not a song you like, but it's much I, better. I told you this during my first listen. I'm like, you know what? I've always regarded this song as the song where Macklemore raps fast like Busta Rhymes with the fake John Legend on the chorus. But you know something? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. You know, what, what, what do I know? I like the beat. I do. I like it, it is. It's a good beat. That It's a good beat. Yeah. Bro, it's good hype music. It's good party music. It's energetic. Listen, I was I was getting pumped up, and I gotta say, sometimes when you buy those Fiverr John Legends, you, you know, you get someone doesn't sound like John Legend all the way. This guy, you know, and we go back. To, it is over tonight. Listen, there's tonight. a reason this was a single. Bro. We put like, our hands up. At least he got that. Can hold oh, listen, nah, nah, no, we, we got to do hey, Ray Dalton justice because yeah, that's my hey, part. I was, I was saving that, but here we go. Here we go. Yeah, hey. Here we go. Because Ray Dalton, you good in my book? When that boy came and said, "Can we go back? This is the moment. Tonight is the night. We'll fight till it's over." So we put our hands up like the ceiling can't hold us. Like the ceiling can't hold us. <laughs> That's the good Listen, stuff. Listen, you know, again. you know, John Legend had his fist balled up like Arthur when he heard this shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's look, he looks like Arthur's too, so it makes sense. <laughs> Man, looks like Arthur sounds like the WB Frog, but he can he can be he can be ripped off. Okay, and Ray Dalton is proof. All right. Uh, but listen, the beat is money. 
The chorus is money. Unfortunately, return of the Mac. But we're back. They're back. They're well, back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we before we get into the uh, the thing that pops the white people, the the white the fast rapping. They love that white the people. Fast love that. rapping, bro. Macklemore just he kind of stunk up the joint for me. Still, he was on beat. Well, you know. Eh, no, I mean, you know, <laughs> but that. It but takes when you're praising someone beat. for being on beat, that's it's a bad sign. Well, here, here here's the thing. <laughs> so I got a bit of background. This is maybe the only song I got like background information on because I don't you know I don't care about this guy. But he said uh, Macklemore said Ryan Lewis had the beat a long time ago. Like he made the beat in 2007 eight ish, and I was always just kind of intimidated to write to it because it sounded like it was a soccer anthem. Finally, he's like, "You do have to write to it." Yeah, all and that I clapping. Listened. I could I could hear that. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. So he's like, I finally listened to him and I wrote to it. We had these verses in place when we were going on tour and I don't remember what we did to the hook, but it wasn't what it ended up being. It was something else. And when we got back, we knew we wanted to knock it out and we had Ray Dalton in mind for it. AKA we had John Legend in mind for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For oh, it. Yo, Ryan, Ryan, you know, it would be great. We get Ray Dalton on this. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Ray Dalton from Fiverr. So Ray came over. He said he kind of had like a melody idea, and I wrote the lyrics to it. And we all collaborated on what I wrote and fine tuned it, and then turned it, uh, then turned it into this song. But Ryan put in tons of effort, like with Awar Arunga trumpet trombone player Greg. He says I don't know his last name. Greg Kramer. I'm sorry, <laughs> but a bunch of amazing musicians got on it. Awarded all the arrangements of Greg for the trombone. It's just a big collaboration but ryan put tons and tons tons of hours into what it is today 10, well 000. it paid off or maybe not ten thousand, but it, I, from the sound of it it sounds like it ten thousand. you know i got i like hot, this beat hot, i've always hot, liked this beat hot now, take about this one mel this beat okay just the beat mind you better than power by kanye west which i always thought it was trying to emulate <laughs> um that might not be the hottest take for me. I got to wait until we do Twisted Fantasy. I couldn't honestly tell. I got to listen. I don't listen to Power often. It's not a song that I enjoy like that. So maybe I do. I don't remember. But I don't think that's that hot of a take. I might like this beat more than Power. So It moves more. Gotta, Power's got, like, it doesn't have the rumble pack drums, but it has those Power military, doesn't have the same propulsion as this. No, it has that, those military marching drums almost that don't really. You can't turn up to that. Nah. That's a broody nah. aesthetic music. You wear you know, red suits and, and press MPC buttons to that shit. <laughs> um, this is what I got to say, man. You know, I wrote, what do you know? The second Mackle stops being dramatic, he works for me. You know, but I, I will admit, this might be, this song might be an example of that theory that if you hear something enough times, you'll like it. Now, for years, I've been telling you and other people, like my roommate in college would play NBA 2K14 all day long and this was on the soundtrack and i'd hear it and eventually it's a catchy song so like i'd catch myself like the ceiling can't hold us and i'm like why am i singing that what is that <laughs> you know and i'm like oh it's a, all right <laughs> can't okay I, I like it whatever you know but it turns out it wasn't him he played the one he played 2k13 which is uh, the soundtrack i think jay-z curated yeah it was actually me what did Kale say that I put the screw in the tuna? I did it to myself. NBA 2K14 
for Xbox 360 is what I played. So mm-hmm. I was the one who was subjecting myself to this. Okay. And clearly, I never took it off the soundtrack rotation, so I liked it. And it's a single, and I think it should be. It's a good pop rap sure, record. It has over that. a billion plays on Spotify. I, I definitely agree. It's a, it's a single for sure. Yeah. You know, so... And, and I'll say about the music, because we talk about the music is good. I will say, the music... And I mentioned this to you off air. Early on in listening, I texted you, this is like just Childish Gambino's camp made by mm-hmm. a white man. Now, now, spoiler, I enjoy camp. It wasn't meant to be a diss to camp, but it, same sort of like Broadway dramatic elements and like this idea that you're you're rapping for people who aren't used to this kind of rapper, you know? So by the end of this album, though, I felt that I had disrespected Bino by saying that Bino's a better rapper. But I think it's still a good comparison because a lot of the album can be sort of heavy handed and on the nose. But I think Camp is more musically enjoyable, more nuanced and definitely not a perfect album. A lot of it doesn't hold up anymore, but I do enjoy that album much more than this. Um, But yeah, the content, the rapid fire white man flow. Return of the Mac. Get him what it is, what it does, what it is, what it is. Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet, checking over here. You know, like, all right. Okay. I hate it. Such a drama club rapping, you know? But the beat, so, the, beat, it's the beat's so keeping look, me into it. It's and, so look at me, you know? Like, look at what I But you I know what? Do. I'll accept it here. Because I think it's a it's a cool little way to spark an already lit match with this, with this, with this, or lit firecracker of a beat. It's like, okay, I'll allow it because you're matching the energy. When, you, the when you told me the background info on this, it makes perfect sense. He was intimidated by the beat, so he tried to do too much. <laughs> he does I'll not tell you have, there's a part. He does not have the presence to take over a beat like this. <laughs> Looking for a better way to get up out of bed instead of getting on the internet and checking on hit me, you know, like. Okay. Now, here's the thing. There's a part I genuinely love on <laughs> this record. Um, now, I hate this part before. We was like, bad moonwalking this here is our party my posse's been on broadway just like all this elongation of the phrase my posse's been on broadway he f- admitted it well okay you know, you know he's a broadway, broadway rapper huh you know posse on broadway no is this a reference that did it go over my head yes well his posse's still been on broadway as far as i'm concerned um, I, I I just he told on himself this Broadway style of rapping. Sure, it, now, maybe it's a don't even ask me how you know. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I hate that. I hate the flow there. But mm-hmm. this part where he says, "Got that Bob Barker suit game and plinko in my style, money." Okay, <laughs> I love that money. <laughs> I love that part. And you know what? He is Plinko. His flow is like watching that puck fall down the thing. It's so stilted and jerky. He has a Plinko flow, you know? And now I despise the flow for the most part, but I love Plinko, the game, from The Price is Right. So, you know, Plinko, Macklemore, it's for games, not rapping. But I enjoy a nice Plinko reference, and at least you're aware that you're Plinkoing it up, and I love you saying money, so... I'll give it to you. I love that part. What can I say? I love it. Can I can I tell now, you my uh, my most annoying line of the song? Yeah. And I'm eating at the beat like you gave me like you gave a little oh. speed to a yeah, great bad. white shark on Shark Week. Raw. 
White shark people Week reps reference. for sure. White people like, love Shark Week. They this love guy it. They from love the ten thousand bro from the ten thousand hours on the last song to the Shark Week reference on this song to many other references that will pop up throughout this album. This dude has an active Reddit account. He must. <laughs> That boy, it's 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 uh, what's their uh, imger? I m g u r imger. It's it's like it, they're imger reps. I'm pretty sure I saw Macklemore posted on imger. For the record, imger is like the site that Reddit Dude, uses, this is, uses this to is host like, images. He has so many lines that just like that just scream like I tell people that they win at the internet today <laughs> for the win. Sure, yeah, epic win, epic win, epic bacon, all that shit. It He's was that epic- era. He's an epic bacon guy for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was it was that era for sure though. I mean, at least he's not rapping like this now, as far as I know. Um, but yeah, he's he's saying that. I don't like the uh, what is this? I guess uh, pre-chorus. I suppose uh, you know. Um, I actually. I, <laughs> I'm not mad uh, at it, but it's like labels out here. Now they can't tell me nothing. We give that to the people, spread it across the country. Look, I'm happy for you, bro. Happy you found people to support this music. Uh, that's a miracle. And I'm only halfway being a jerk when I say that. I really am happy for you because I know how hard it is to build something outside of the system that we clearly both know is terrible, Mackle. You know, you know the industry sucks. I know the industry sucks. But yeah. it's a miracle to me that you found an audience with this stuff. So. Hey, so Ray Dalton, aka John Legend, I love him on here. He's he's my favorite, swear my favorite fake artist on the whole album. Okay. Um, now, verse two. Now, can I kick it? Thank you. No, I didn't say you could, but the beat's hard, so go ahead. You know, um, he starts talking about grew, growing up wanting gold fronts, but that's what you get when Wu Tang raised you. All right, okay, Wu Tang. White people love Wu Tang too. For the I'm telling you, this guy um, is just like uh, like every Reddit poster in one. Yeah. And which which is a perfect segue into my final statement about this. I think it's a neo lib classic, and it's a good pop rap record. Oh, we've been spending most of our lives, so you already know, you know. Been spending most of our lives living in a neo lib paradise. We've been spending it, you know. I mean, at least I know for me. Let's just do some quick math. Born in '93, so Clinton was president. All right. Then Bush. Uh, The first seven years of my life, the next eight were Bush. And then the next eight were Obama. So that's what, 15 to eight? Then the next four were Trump. Then now uh, So 15, 11, back in, yeah. Been spending most of our lives living in a neoliberal paradise. Hey, gotta love it. You know, I'll meet you outside for some PBRs and some bacon sandwiches. And we can share cat memes. Well, I just want you to know that I'm fully prepped for the zombie apocalypse. So, don't worry, bro Chacho. I got you. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, I'm having... I gotta admit, Mules, I'm having more fun with this review than I thought. Well, look, it's was, Mules and Mel, you know? It's Mules and Mel. Mules and Mel, you know? I've got nothing else for this. Look at us, doing Macklemore. Oh, yes. It. Who would have thought, right? Yeah. Not me. Not Mackle. All right, so Mackle. now that we've been in Gen Pop... I think we're getting along with the inmates. They see that we like can't hold us. They some well, you like it. I I don't, but I'm not bothered by it. Six minus. I'm just yeah. like, you know, I'm saying to myself, I'm kind of observing, like, is there like a racial dynamic at play here? Do I have to join up with the Jews? I definitely can't join <laughs> with the Aryans. 
So if there's no Jews, do I just go default to the blacks because Mel's black? I mean, what do I do? I don't know. I've never been in Malcatraz, uh, Malcatraz before, and uh, I hope to not return when I'm released. Well, uh, we're actually going to get transferred out of general population just for a second to visit, uh, you know, what is it, the commissary? Oh, the commissary. Yeah. You know, uh, Dan's been sending us some commissary money. Right. You know, and so we got 20 bucks each. (laughs) We walk into track three thrift shop featuring wands. No. Wink, wink, a.k.a. Tell them. Tell them who this really is. I'm going to pop some tags. Only got $20 in my pocket. Who does that uh, sound like? I'm Nate Dog. Looking for a come up. This is fucking now, to Nate be Dog. fair, at this point, Nate Dog had passed, right? This is dead Nate Dog. Oh, man. He's Listen. been resurrected thanks to some venture capitalist money that Macklemore receives. And uh, I really shouldn't say any more because... You know, over here, I don't want my commissary money taken away. And plus, I give this one a flat seven. Ding me, baby. Oh, man. Would you look at that? All right. Well, you know what? I give it a flat six. All right. Listen. So we we swap on the singles there. Yes. So this is the single that, well, I'll say, like, the song of his that I like, Stay at Home Dad, is also kind of like this. It's very silly and goofy. Um, mm-hmm. I have some problems with this song that I'll get into, but I just want to say my biggest positive here is the beat. I love the beat. I really love the beat. I you know, love a I'm, good. I love a, a good catchy horn loop. Oh, see, and that's part of my. Pro- I'm like this. We were just talking about these people. This is like this sounds like that early meme music. Like I'm good on these horns. It's like EDM bridge build up. Like it's it's tailor made for like goofy like stoner white comedy movie trailers and like keggers. Hey, like I just hey, you know, I don't, I don't mind it. But well, we know about you, and you ain't black, and that's sure. okay. That's all right. That's fine. That's, I like this cool to I'm not mad at it. It's just it's not it's not my thing. You know. Now, what if a rapper you liked better rapped on this? Still wouldn't be my thing. Okay, so for me... Now, here's the thing, though. I will say, if if we just took the first 24 seconds of the song and then it cut off, I would love it. This part... Hey, Macklemore, can we go thrift shopping? What? 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 Listen, okay, that part, when that came on, I was like, do I like Thrift Shop? You know, I don't think I'd ever heard uh, that part. I love that opening and then the and then the horn loop. It's like, ooh, this is sweet. This is sugary. This gets right in my senses, you know? Like Tempo Man activated, not quite, but something man is activated. It wakes you up, you got that snare and then chant the chant. And I like the intro. I'm liking you know? it, and I think it's good that this came after Can't Hold Us, because it's like, oh, another hit. What do you know? Another hit, right? Well, this is definitely a thing. hit. Again, this is 100% a hit, but I, I have some <laughs> problems with it, like I said. 
Okay, well, I do too, obviously. You know, I, I will say this. The fake Nate dog sounds good, but I don't like what he's saying at all. I wrote, so white. So, so white. white. So white. You know, this is fucking awesome. Okay. All right, man. All right. Nate dog wouldn't say that. Okay. Well, this but, is why it, this is why it's not Nate dog. This is why it's like the, you know, the, the it's, it's wine. Nate dog is one third the price. Yeah. Um, now, you know, it, Macklemore, uh, he comes on the beat. We know how he comes on. Go ahead. Tell him. Okay. You got to say it. He says, now, welcome to the club. Like, what up? I got a big cock. Nah, I'm just pumped. Bought some shit from a thrift shop. I'm going to stop you there. And I just wrote, not humorous, bad and white. Not funny, dude. My exact note, not funny. <laughs> yeah. You now, know, and look, I, walk, I like to think I have a sense of humor. Walk into the club. Like, what up? I got a big cock. I get that that's supposed to be funny. You know? I'm not like I'm not just like sitting there like not funny, but I'm just saying for what no, it's supposed to not, be, it doesn't not move. funny, not funny. You know. However, the delivery is good. Okay. How he kind of tiptoes over the beat at first, I like uh-huh. it. I just don't like what he's saying, and this gets into my issue with the song. I don't really yeah. like what's being said on this song. This constant. Okay, so. He says in verse one, um, I'm going to wear your granny's clothes. I'm going to wear your grandpa's clothes. I'm going to take your grandpa's style. You know, whatever. For real, ask your grandpa. Can I have his hand-me-downs? I was done then, at that point. I'm like, all right, okay, right. Yeah, like, he keeps okay. going. So we get it, right? We get it. So these are clothes that belong to old people. And he's the epic bacon guy. So he wants old people's clothes. I get it. Yeah. I don't think it's funny nor cute, but that's fine. I, I don't mind it. All right, then we get, I wear your granddad's clothes, I look incredible, I'm in this big ass coat from that thrift shop down the road, I wear your granddad's clothes. Okay, we get it, you're going to wear your granddad's clothes. At that part, I wrote, how did this blow up? And then I'm like, oh, right, whites, whites love it. Outro, the little girl from the beginning of the song comes back, is that your grandma's coat? The grandmas, the grandpas, come we on. We get it, the, bro. We get it. The, the freaking, joke wasn't the funny the first o- time. Octogenarians it's something? Just, this, isn't, this isn't good. What's being said on the song? I don't is, care for the concept. I don't care for the not concept. Thrift, I'm cool with thrift shops. I don't think you'd make a whole song about it, at least not like this. It's a novelty record. Of course, but white people love novelty. His right? delivery is good. His lyrics are bad. The Nate Dog guy sounds like Nate Dog, but his lyrics are bad. The yes. beat is good. The song is not a good. This isn't a good song, but it is catchy. I'll give it that. Uh, it's a seven to me. I mean, I also don't know. I mean, Mel, I'll defer to you on this one. Your grandma, your auntie, your mama, your mammy, my mammy. Excuse me. I've heard white people say the word, and is that is that now? Not a Jemima figure. No, it's like not in New York. It might be a country thing. All right, that's why. That's what I'm saying. I'll tell you one thing: I can't go sign. I'm talking about when he walked in the club. People like, damn, that's a cold ass honky. Uh, Nah, maybe in Seattle. Maybe that's how y'all get down there. But you would get laughed out 
the place in that, the club. in that giant fur coat like a ron o'neill draped in a leopard mink girl standing next to me probably should have washed this smells like r kelly sheets then he goes piss, piss. but shit it was 99 cents piss. All right, get well, it r kelly piss yeah, remember right it must remember? have been a different time it had to be it was 2012 but now. you want to know something Mel, when was Chappelle's show? Oh four, oh five. The right. I'm gonna piss on you. Yeah, it was. Right. It was funny in oh four, oh five when Dave Chappelle did. I'm gonna piss on you. The hundred other Dave Chappelle, uh, the R. Kelly pisses on people jokes are not funny jokes. Chappelle, Chappelle did it best. You know, he did. Now, Macklemore is not funny. He's not clever. He's he's good. With when there's actually a beat behind him, he knows how to style on a beat. He has technique, but God, I wish we he could like implant his brain in like a new brain into his head with new words in them and stuff. Yeah, look, man, it's just even you know <sighs> in, in theory, Grand it's like st- some of the stuff he's saying about you know paying $50 for a t-shirt. Oh, oh, listen. This is when it starts really for me. The heavy-handedness. And He's in it like a party song talking about, I hit the party and they stop in that motherfucker. They be like, oh, that Gucci, that's hella tight. I'm like, yo, that's $50 for a t-shirt. Limited edition. Let's do some simple edition. $50 for a t-shirt. That's just some ignorant bitch shit. I call that getting swindled in pimp shit. I call that getting tricked by business. That shirt's hella dough. And having the same one as six other people in this club is a hella don't. I'm like, oh. That that moment for me is, you know, like this this inability to get off the soapbox at any point. And in theory. <laughs> this is supposed like, to be your single, bro. Like, like I know you're focused yes, on these, having a message, these, but this ain't this ain't jiggy. Bro, these designer clothes yeah they're very expensive and if you are buying them and you can't afford them i guess you're getting ripped off because you could find clothes that serve the same purpose somewhere else but like putting this in the hit record this is like when kendrick made swimming pools and there's all this i like swimming pools what's that i said i like swimming pools. well they came out this album came out the same year but it's the same thing it's like i'm gonna do a single i'm gonna do like a club record but I need to infuse some sort of message or social conscience into it. Like, right. No, you don't. You have well, a million other songs you could do that on. What I'll say about Kendrick, and I know you don't like that record, and I don't think it's a particularly deep record, but I like the record. I don't even think it's a great like pop rap single. I mean, it was a single. He presented it as a single. I don't think it's great, but I do like it. But I think what makes that work is – he kind of set up the whole song to be a commentary and the hook is deceptive in that if you weren't hearing the verses, you would think it's just a party song. And it's, I mean, you know? I'll say this, it's, it's a darker song by nature. Who produced it? T minus? Uh, something like that. Yeah. It's a darker song by nature, uh, musically than this. This is a bum, 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 bum. And then you in know? the middle of the verse, you start talking about, you know, the clothes economics, you know, I just, all right, man. You know, there's a way to say that without saying what you're going exactly. And, and this is another thing he does. It's like let's do some simple addition, and then six bars later, he's still trying to explain this to us. <laughs> like, wrap it up, B. You know, well, listen, like, he got a 980 on his SAT. Simple addition might be hard for him. 
Oh man, that's listen, a low blow by Mel in the abyss. I got a lower blow. I got a lower blow. Is how I got to end my my commentary on this record. Listen, I don't care for it, but hey, then again, I guess it's cool that it made broke people happy. Wow. Now look, I'm broke. I can say that. <laughs> okay. Well, they, made me they happy want to boo Mel. Is extent. that what they want? They want made to boo me happy Mel? to an extent. Macklemore sucks. Wands kind of sucks. Uh. Yet the song perseveres because of this stupid beat. <laughs> and Macklemore's delivery is good. It's just that the lyrics are doo-doo. All right, well. Across the board. And the grandma-grandpa can... stuff is just bleh. That is can... my, the worst thing about this song for me. Well, we can exit Segment. the thrift shop, thankfully. Um, All right, so we're out of the commissary. We didn't get anything, though. No, there's nothing. So I let's mean, you get picked some... up like a trinket. I, I just hmm. passed. Let's get some honey buns and cigarettes and go back to Gen Pop. <laughs> well, all right. Mackle Traz uh, stay continues. We're doing the bid, and we, uh, we're we winding up outside on the wall with track four, Thin Line, produced, of course, Ryan Lewis, featuring... Now, I don't know who this guy is, but... Actually, no, I do I do know who this guy I, is. I know, who he is, I, I know who no, he is. I know who he is. No, you don't. Is. You don't know him. I don't? You don't. Okay. Well, if he is, we'll say him at the exact same time. Count it in one, two... Three, Mr. Hudson. Kanye West. No, Mr. Hudson. Oh, Mr. Hudson. Okay. Yeah, bec- and I'll tell you why when we get into it, uh, but four minus. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah, the, the man's name's Buffalo Madonna, but uh, six minus. <laughs> Buffalo Madonna. Good luck with your Buffalo career, Madonna man. is the Fiverr version of Mr. Hudson. Mr. Hudson can't be too expensive. I don't know. I just wouldn't call... Mr. Hudson. Well, Kanye um, probably got him locked up in the basement. Oh, still. he's in the know. basement. That's right. Good call. He's there with Francis, unfortunately. <sighs> um, okay. So, now, here's um, the thing. The Sten Wine, man. Uh, yeah. I just got one note here up top. They wrote on the bad website, Genius. They said, what's interesting is that Macklemore stated in interviews that he has a healthy relationship with his girlfriend. So this song may be about the average rapper. And I wrote, that doesn't help the song. Um and it lends more credence to my theory that this man belongs on Broadway, not in a in a mic booth. Because I respected the record more when I thought it came from experience. You mm-hmm. know, it didn't change the rating. It was still a six minus. But, you know, the song's the song. I just, in my most less. recent listen, I figured out why it's here. Okay. It's here so that he can express to us clearly and concretely and explicitly that he likes girls before the next song. (laughs) I like that theory. Um, By the way, the beat is so there will be tears by Mr. Hudson. Can you cue that up? Can we get like 10, 20 seconds of that beat? Well, I was thinking like Beano camp still, maybe like that song kids. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's like when we were kids, Something I don't remember how it goes, but uh, Mr. Hudson, what there will will be be tears. tears. Frank Ocean took the beat for the nostalgic culture or whatever. F that thing. Here we go. There will be tears. I've no doubt there may be sounds, but a few. Ooh, 
Ooh, we in the, what is this, late 2000s, early 2010s? Late 2000s, 808s era. Alright, you can cut it off. About to put on a flannel. You know? Oh, uh, that's a good song, even though he's No, it sounds off. good. I'm look, he's that's why I said woo off, like Radiohead a little bit, but You know. Uh, I wanna no. I wanna I wanna go back and do this. But those like gear those mechanical gears in the beat, they, there's a lot of that in here that like transformer. Well, I mean, to sounds. me, that 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 beat, the Mr. Hudson song, actually I like. Um, well the Mr. Hudson has a little bit more of a even a bounce to it, and there's a little more of a like a snappiness to it. This is the typical Macklemore bullshit, basically the drawn out theatrical stuff. But the I, guy I just singing wrote cheesy, was, cheesy white and pop. Yeah, the guy singing was smart Mr. move. Hudson it's so pop, it's me. crazy. Like smart move, making it pop. But this is pop. Yeah, my and, note, my note. I've already said. I think he did this to assure us that he was straight before the next song. Look, man, it sounds like daycare play, like, production music. We're doing a play. The daycare is doing a play. This is the beat. It's in the play. Um, I think it's cool what they did with the dial tone thing at the top. Um, and the melody is saccharine in that decent pop way, you mm-hmm. know. But uh, let me tell you. <laughs> I said this guy, and I'm going to explain why this Buffalo Madonna reminds me of Kanye. But up top... Macklemore doesn't get deep into the song before I'm done with him. Same city, yeah, we can't break up. Nice mask on, I wore the same one. The greatest trick that the devil ever pulled was convincing women that they look better in their makeup. That's oh, my worst nice. line of the song. So how if you nice, wanted pal. to know the worst part of this thing for me. Listen. There's this. Listen, bro. Another, by the way, don't, another kind of another Kendrickism, really. Don't don't talk on women. Let women speak for themselves. Don't talk. And, and I got a soundbite, brand new soundbite for him, uh, for the guy that I think, but from the guy I think Buffalo Madonna sounds like. Don't talk right. to me at all, and don't talk to anyone I know right. at all. And tell everybody never talk to anyone that, that anyone knows. I feel that. Don't talk to themselves. I feel that. Don't talk ever again. Hey, I love you though. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Magamore, so I got for you on this one, bro. Like. You know, knowing and knowing too, this wasn't even. It was different when I thought, all right, this is a real, real situation for him. But it's like you really are a playwright. Like you need to go to Broadway because, like, the fact that you made these characters up. I mean, maybe he drew from a bit of experience. I would hope because if this is just something he came up with, sociopathic. You know? Yeah, come on, totally man. sociopathic. And, I'm gonna give him this though. That line about the makeup is uh-huh. the only like truly awful line by him on here but i don't like this well song. yeah because everything else it's like it's valid it's you know like yeah relationships are strained dating entertainers here's the thing don't date a rapper i agree not because you know it was you got a balance bro if you're not being present and invested in the relationship you just got to rearrange some stuff despite your lifestyle but i say don't date a rapper because the lifestyle will depress you it's a depressing life it's not it's not cool it's not all flash and glitz it's depressing it's lame too like don't rappers aren't cool we're not cool people you know we we might be cool people but it's not because we rap <laughs> okay so don't you you've been tricked you've been tricked listen but, when um, i first got twitter i think it was like 2010 i, I was yeah. following fabulous and and Joel santana people i'm sure you thought were cool i thought they were both cool guys uh-huh and over the course of several years i realized that they're two of the most uncool guys that have ever lived, and I unfollowed them in 2014. 
my god well there you go there you go that's what happens when you get closer to the real versions of these people now speaking of the real versions of these people buffalo madonna i don't really like anything he does prior to his verse and that's not to say i like his verse but he's doing the bridge and the singing and his his verse thing this is where i i I wrote get this man out of here he sounds like kanye west spelled c-o-n con yay west uh Okay, and I'll so say, I, I now I see why you're getting the Kanye thing from when he is the way old. this is very 808s era Kanye to me. Sure, I, I'll take that this. too. But what is Mr. Hudson if not a remnant exactly. of 808s era uh, Kanye anyway? Exactly. So, so I think your yours is fair too. Um, All right. And I'll so. just say to say something nice about Kanye and to build off of my Kanye mm-hmm. uh, terrible joke. Calm Ye is the best thing he's come up with since Pablo. You know what else? <laughs> the I'll whole say something. Calm Ye bit. I'll say something it's nice amazing. about Kanye. Okay. Even Jesus is King is better than this album. I, I couldn't, I literally could not get through that. So I can't comment on that. I'm not, I can't, I'm not listening to that thing. Um, Could be, couldn't be. I'm not finishing that album. I'm good. That shit sucks. Never heard it. Never heard it. I got like, I got up to the Chick-fil-A song and I was done. I was finished. Um, Yeah. Uh, Second verse, more the same for Macklemore. Um, he does the repeating again where he's like, uh, you know, this place is a mess holding on to cobwebs. And then later in this place is a mess holding on, just repeating it for the audience. You know, this repetition, you know, it, it just doesn't feel musical. The The concept of the record, valid issue, just whatever execution. The execution is just whatever, six minus. Um, Ready to yeah. move on? Did you give it a six minus too? No, I give it a four minus. Oh, okay, four minus. All right. Well, there it is. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Oh All right. God, what's? Uh, it's just we can end the review now. They already. It's just... All right. Maybe we shouldn't continue for this track, the the prison bit, because that might be offensive. Um. So, folks, currently in uh, Macaltraz, we're being transported to a court date to find out if we're going to get an early release. Meanwhile, we're passing by the gay pride parade. I mean, I was going to say we have a cellmate who has a relationship with someone in there. Well, we, we, listen, we, uh, whatever scenario you want. don't think any want, less of them because of that. Nothing, le- nothing, nothing that you would think stereotypically could be happening in a jail situation would be happening right now. Right. In this story, because, I mean, it's it's very low hanging fruit and don't don't be rude and gross, you know? Sure. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, <laughs> it features Mary Lambert. No, and s- it features Adele. <laughs> oh, Adele. <laughs> but obviously okay. very expensive. So, yeah, at this point, she was really popping off. You know, mm. so yeah, Mary Lambert, aka Adele. Uh, here's the thing about Same Love Track Five. I uh, I'm gonna have to give this a flat six. Yeah. Well, I'll six. say it because he can't four. <laughs> okay. Um. You know, first things first. Well, have you ever seen this in artwork? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, as a matter of fact. Hilarious. Now, apparently it's his uncle, so shout out to his uncle. I like the he speaks. He speaks about it in the song. I like it. 
I like it. I find it hilarious, but I like it. You know, I think it's I think it's respectable. I think it's good artwork. Um, now, this is what I want to read to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is from the Bad Website Genius. I'm just read all this. Same Love is a song from Macklemore's album, The Heist, which has played a big part in making the issue of gay and lesbian equality more understandable to mainstream audiences. He defends homosexuality, a rarity in hip-hop, though it should be noted that this was not the first song by a big name in hip-hop to speak on gay struggle coming after Merz's animal style. Yes, as hip-hop scholar, yeah, As hip-hop scholar and educator Emil Cook writes, I don't care what Emil Cook wrote, uh, in 2013, Angel Hayes... That's a name I haven't heard in years. Who identifies as pansexual, freestyled over the beat, addressing their own experiences as someone whose sexuality does not conform to society's norms. I just wanted to read that because reading that whole thing exhausted me. It, it, it drained me spiritually and I wanted to go to sleep. But unfortunately, I had notes to continue writing. So, um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I would like to uh, just say, Melvin met my friend Mark. I did. Who was diagnosed with AIDS in the 1980s. Was like a brother to my my girlfriend. So he was by proxy someone who I spent a lot of time with. Mm -hmm. Um, He passed away in 2016 from complications related to AIDS. But Regardless, um, I have absolutely no issue with gay people. I have gay people in my family, as a matter of fact. I have a gay cousin. As do I, actually. I have a gay cousin, in fact, on both my dad's side and on my stepmother's side. So, this is subject matter not an issue for me what bro i'll even say i have gay tendencies i'll go that far well folks <laughs> okay I'm not, uh, folks you, I'm not you might not i do all right and but, i'll say this i'll say this um you know we don't even really have to do the like the qualify like we have yeah we have gay family gay friends but hopefully we've evolved past that point where we're gonna have to defend ourselves because we don't like a record that deals with this I mean, we speak about this all the time, about content uh, intent and content execution, right? Like, uh-huh. your intent may be a great message, right? And a message that I very well may agree with. Uh-huh. But the execution is what I'm rating here. Right. And I just want to say that this applies to not just this song in particular, but I think this is a good song to bring it up in that whenever it comes time for Macklemore to address a serious consequential weighty sort of issue, he does it in the most clumsy, unrelatable way possible. In just grand fashion, you have this song where, listen. Speak on it. This is a song where, if I were gay, I would be offended that the song was made for me. Because that's what I'm most interested in. Because I don't matter here. This, 
You know, I, I already I, agree with the sentiment of the. I want to know what the gay people think about this. What I think when I hear this is like, oh no, this is going to have the opposite effect. This music, this chorus, this is not going to endear the quote unquote homophobic hip hop audience to this cause. In fact, they're going to hear the music. They're going to hear, there's no beat. It's like, like we're on Broadway. Dun, 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 dun. It's piano music. Dun, I meant to dun, ask dun, you, dun, is this small penis rap? And then, oh God, is it small? Yes. Okay. She keeps me warm. She keeps me warm. I'm just thinking of some of my friends who are homophobic, who okay. I'm not excusing their beliefs or their way of, of being, but it's just the way they, they, they've been raised or whatever. It's just how they came up. Like I have friends that they're not homophobic to the extent where they like, you know, commit hate crimes on people, but gay is still like a bad thing to a lot of, like a lot of people in New York, like, you know, gay is still like, you know, it's how the people talk like, oh, that's gay. Like a lot of people still haven't broken out of that. And Malcolm Moore actually gets into it in the record. But this is not the way to approach this subject matter if your intention is to try to endear the hip hop listening base to the idea of accepting this because it sounds kind of gay. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to let Mules, <laughs> I'm going to let him deal with the, with that. That was his statement. That was his statement. I know what no, you're saying. I'm not. I'm, I know what listen, you're saying. I'm I'm just thinking, again, from the. About the hip hop audience. If not. And if, if this your goal record, is to. If this record is, if the goal of this record is to preach to the choir, then it fails miserably in that regard as well. Yes. I agree. If the goal of the record is to endear a listening public who does not accept homosexuality as of a valid choice in someone's life, they're not going to listen to this and go, you know what? Macklemore has a point. They're going to listen to this and go, that's the gayest shit I've ever heard. Oh, man. I don't know what effect people are. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy. Uh, I'm going to sound full of myself with this. People are generally cheesier than me. So I always have to think about, you know, this could actually affect someone. Like, it wouldn't affect me. But, like, I got to think about other people. Like, if say they were homophobic and not a rap fan and heard this. Like, would they, would they, would they be like, huh, maybe I've had this all wrong? No, because you know? it's rap. It's still rap. Right, but, but it's barely rap because exactly. it's Macklemore. You know? Hmm. I think it fails miserably in that regard. I think it doesn't, I don't know how that message gets across to people. And in some ways I feel like this song might've took off as an example of just like, yeah, the message is what it is, but is it a good song? Who's listening to this? Here's the thing. People who are still using gay as an insult in 2020 or in 2012, even when the song was released, they're not going to hear the song and be changed by it. And they wouldn't. Be I mean, in I would say I doubt either. they would, but I actually don't know. I just know, like, I don't have that problem. I know because there's still people I know who who talk like this. You know what I mean? Right. So if there's people, and listen, 
We li- we listen to Rock Marciano. He gets one gay pot shot in per album. Uh You know, like I'm still hearing homophobia in 2020. We hit that Triple H drop how often? I mean, I'm actually going to hit it during the song. Yeah, funny <laughs> right. enough. Funny enough. And that's another thing. When I'm talking about being so clumsy in his execution of this subject matter and why if I was gay that I would be offended by this song. It's and again like this like this heavy-handed way he has of taking everything and turning it into what sounds to me like a total performance. Well, here's here's what really all I have to say. And I wrote this up top in my notes. It's I wrote up top. I'm not gay. So this isn't for me to comment on. But what's interesting is neither is Macklemore. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, is he even the guy that should be making this song? And then I'm like, okay, it seems earnest enough, but who is this for? It's not, I don't think, like you were saying, the gays would be offended by this, I would think. This is why I want to know. I need to ask somebody, I guess. You know, I wouldn't want to bother him with this question. Do you think Macklemore's Same Love is a good song for for your people? You know, I'm not going to do that. But this is literal Broadway music. And here's the thing. It's a meme at this point. This whole, when I was in third grade, I thought I was gay because I could draw. Okay? Meme aside, I've never heard that stereotype until this song. I didn't know drawing was gay, dog. <laughs> like Macklemore, that must, again, must be some Seattle I, stuff. I also didn't he, know keeping your room straight was a gay thing. Either. Which I guess is supposed to be some some wordplay, too. Because like, I could draw. My uncle was, and I kept my room straight. I told my mom, tears rushing down my face. She's like, Ben, you've loved girls since before pre-K. Tripping. Yeah, I guess she had a point, didn't she? A bunch of stereotypes all in my head. I remember doing the math like, yeah, I'm good at Little League. A preconceived idea of what it all meant. Of all of the gay stereotypes, I've never heard drawing. I- I'll tell you what I did hear growing up, because purple is my favorite color. People would tell me, oh, that's a girl color. I'm like, word? Well, one, I don't care. But two, I mean, it is? I thought I heard pink. I thought pink was a girl color. Look, I didn't I'll tell you back in, back color. in like, now I graduated high school in 2005. Okay. And back in like high school and middle school, the only way that we really knew or had any indication or inclination that someone who we were going to school with was gay, they either spoke in a more feminine affectation. Uh Uh-huh. Or they sat with, like, it was like the one boy that sat with all the girls at lunch. And we're like, all right, yeah, he's probably gay. Right. Otherwise, my best friend growing up was gay. My friend that I wrestled with on the trampoline all the time. And, you know, I never knew he was gay until, what, we were like 22, I think, when he came out. And Mm -hmm. people would tell me, like, yo, Kevin's gay. I'm like, there's no way he's gay. He has Trish Stratus posters on his wall, you know? Right. I was, I mean, like, I had no no real gaydar aside from the fact if someone sounded quote unquote gay to me, then I knew they were probably gay, or if they exclusively hung out with and talked to girls. Right. That was it. That was the only way I had any clue. And what ended up happening was over time, you know, people that I went to school with were gay and I had no idea. Mm hmm. You know, because of a preconceived idea of what I thought that was. At Including any time did that include drawing? 
<laughs> no, no. In fact, my friend Kevin, who was gay, you know, eventually he came out. Um, his brother was really good at drawing, and his brother was a total pussy magnet. I mean, <laughs> complete opposite. Uh, the maybe one of the least gay men. Listen, the song is infamous at this point, you know. So I mean, we had to get, we got to do what we got to do here. But just <laughs> we've we've pretty much covered it. It's like, why are you the guy making this song? Doesn't don't you kind of feel? <laughs> can I can I tell you the line on the song that I hate the most? Maybe because I <laughs> no 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 shut up bro shut up shut up bro <laughs> you know I'm not going that far I I will okay. say that something might sound gay to someone who would say something sounds gay I'm not gonna say that word all right so yeah. no that's not that's not it it's the beginning of that verse though if I was gay I would think hip hop hates me oh yeah yeah I hate it. I, well, I, I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna get into that. Line I hate how he opens the verse with it too. I'm gonna get into that. I'm gonna get into that because because yeah, there's a problem in hip hop with home. We point it out all the time. You, you play know, a I'm drop about to for it. it out again. Yeah, we got a drop for it. It's coming. You're gonna up. hear it in just a few seconds. I'm sure. Well, and and, and yeah, but maybe like a few seconds, minute, you know. But I'll say this. You know, he's talking about right-wing conservatives think it's a decision and you can be cured with some treatment and religion, man-made rewiring of a predisposition, playing God. Oh, no, here we go. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. You ain't saying nothing wrong. It's just dramatic. Like, you're he also, makes you're decent not points on the song. that we've never heard before. Exactly. It's, it's the delivery, a crucial misstep, which I'm about to discuss, is what makes me remove the cosign on a record like this. Not that it was ever there, but it's like, I can't get behind this. I can't flaunt this as like a, an example of shining beacon of social justice and, and, and equality and, you know, understanding. Come on. You know, now here's the thing where we're going to disagree. Um, we were making fun of this hook, this, this uh, fake Adele. You oh, know? yeah, fake Adele. You know, she keeps me warm. Yeah, okay. Um, here's the thing. I'm going to be real. I actually like Mary Lambert on here. I think she sounds good. I was even I was even a little bit emotional. You know what line got me? It was the mm-hmm. even if I wanted to. That was what mattered. Because the whole I can't change even if I tried, I'm like, that's feeding into the idea that they, they want to change or they feel bad. But even if I wanted to is what got me. You know? My love, my love, she keeps me warm. Okay. All right. Okay. I like it. I got emotional. Okay? That was fine with the hook. I'm actually fine with the hook. But then he gets into that verse too. If I was gay, I would think hip-hop hates me. Have you read the YouTube comments lately? Man, that's gay. It gets dropped on the daily. We've become so numb to what we're saying. Our culture founded from oppression, yet we don't have acceptance for them. Call each other. Wait, hold on. Time to play the games. <laughs> on this very song, I have to play the Triple H drop, the hip hop homophobia, because this man says the redacted word. He yeah. says it. He Call each F, other redacteds behind the keys of a me- of a message board, and he Bro, doesn't just say it. He goes, <clears throat> like you know, like he he like says it with the with the with the with the with the huspa with a with just, a real with a real gusto. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like he's been waiting years to let the word out. You know, and, and I'm like, did you setting. forget that you're straight, Macklemore? 
You can't say that, bro. Even in the context of the thing, you shouldn't say it, rather. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't mean you should do it. Now, it was a six plus until that, and then I took the plus away. It wasn't that he draws or that he's making uh, uh, declarations about hip-hop homophobia while talking about our culture, you know, when we all know. And you ain't black. You know? It's it's this. It's using the redacted word in this song. Like, bro, get out of here. Come on. Come on. You know, you should know better. You should know better. You know? Now, like everything else in the song, you know, the when I was at church, they taught me something else. Should have went you, to fake Adele. Well, why did I just throw my glasses? Because uh, you're whole song, this man. The whole song should have went to fake Adele because the music doesn't sound like a beat anyway. This could have been just a song for her instead of Macklemore being involved with it. Look, man, um, I'm cool with the stuff he says about I think it's good stuff talking about when I was at church, they taught me something else. If you preach hate at the service, those words aren't anointed. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. All that. It's also um, him Trojan horsing himself into the game as a regular rapper when he's letting the cracks like the in the cracks we're seeing glimmers of Christian rapper in there we've seen this with Kendrick we've seen this with Chance the Rapper they don't want to take the Christian rapper label but clearly there is some uh, sacred content in this music we'll talk about it Um, here's the thing man verse 3 we press play don't press pause progress march on nah mackle i'm gonna press pause because i love it and i don't use it exclusively for same sex stuff i've never used it i use pause for all innuendo because being accidentally sexual is funny to me it doesn't have to be gay you know like i just (laughs) whenever something's vaguely sexual i say pause Remember when everyone made their Facebook profile picture the equality equal sign symbol? Yeah, I remember. This is that in song form. It's, to me, like, like you know, it's like a nice gesture, but what does it ultimately amount to? Yeah, look, I, it's cool that he shouted out his uncle to the day that my uncles can be united by law. Kids are walking around the hallway plagued by a pain in their heart. The world's so hateful, someone would rather die than be Wait, So it's not just a Grammy bait. He has a legitimate, um, you know, he has a Life legitimate vested, has family that, that, vested interest in the, in the matter itself. It's not just let's go for the biggest heart-wrenching subject matter we could go for. Yeah. But it's but also, thing, it's man. not, let's not do that either, you know? He's like, a certificate on paper isn't going to solve it all, but it's a damn good place to start. And I said, okay, fair enough. You ain't gay, though. Which takes me out of it. But I guess that's supposed to be the strength of it, too, because he's speaking up, right? Despite not being gay. Look, uh, I've got nothing else. Um, the outro's whack. Uh, fake Adele lost me. I like the hook, but the outro's whack. That well, is maybe it shouldn't have went to her then. I don't know. She keeps me warm, you yeah? know? She keeps me warm. I do love she keeps That's, me warm. You know, you know what else uh, I say that to? The new KFC console. I actually finally saw that thing. I don't know what they're doing. I'm tired of these brands, bro. It has a chicken warmer in it. Keeps me warm. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's what the, that's what the uh, chicken tenders are saying inside the, uh, inside the little unit, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Little little all humor right. for you on this review. 
Yeah. Well, can we continue? Because I feel yeah, like we, we're going way too long. I mean, yeah, geez. Yeah. I'm down to like, listen, this episode, we don't like this album. I'm, I will pick up the pace. Okay? I mean, you're, the, you're the one going the line by line. I thought we were, oh, I thought you, well, well, here we go. I let's, mean, let's you're going go. in with more notes than a Drake review. <laughs> well, it's the Mackle, you know, so we got to, got to, you know. All right, well, let's move on. We're, we're leaving, uh, we're, we're leaving where we saw the, 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 the jail relationship. Moore says we, we were, we were doing an appeal, right, with the judge. And we, yeah, the judge said, get your asses. Ride. Get your asses back, back to jail. Um, <laughs> so now we know we're in there for the long haul. We got to make the money. So we got to start doing deals with the we people. We got to start jail. doing deals and make the review Fluff go up faster. The commissary. So here we go. Yeah. Track six. Make the money. We got cigarettes. We got honey buns. We're going to make this happen. Uh, Well, no, we're not because make the money's a five plus. Oh, man. We could have connected. Five minus. All right. Uh, listen, by the way, I'm no, a- we didn't get any fake artists on this one. Yeah, we didn't. But we got a fake beat. This beat is oh. fake Kanye. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, Okay, hey. that's interesting because I wrote this sounds like Audubon Ballroom by Lupe Fiasco. Well, what is um, Lupe Fiasco if not one of the things that fell from Kanye's nutsack? Uh, well, he's a much better rapper than Kanye. Oh, I'll, I'll give sure. you that. I'll give you that for sure. I don't think maybe, – maybe Kanye – Made him feel more comfortable, but I think Wu Pei was enough of an individual that he no, didn't but need you know what I'm saying. To take cues, you know what I'm saying. You know? He he put him on the song. He fucking well, yeah. And yeah. he's got the fucking little cartoon plushies dangling from his belt buckle. You know. Well, I'll say this. Um, made him feel comfortable another, to do that. Another piano driven beat. The production to me hasn't gotten completely. Every beat yet. is basically a fucking piano beat on this thing. Not a, not every beat. Feels They're like there in a lot of pianos. I'm fine with it. Here are my issues. The content. Um, he comes in with that Broadway flow again. Uh, it gets worse on verse two. Um, but he comes in now. This is my job. I will not quit it. Pulled me out of the depths when I thought I was finished. All right, listen. He's talking about. He ends with, "If I'd have done it for the money, I'd have been a fucking lawyer." All right, cool, bro. I feel you. But lawyer money ain't even guarantee you these days. Listen, I've been an artist. I am an artist. I know what it's like. Yeah, I, I, if I would have done it for the money, I would have been a lawyer too. I know what you're saying. But like, I just, come on. Can I just tell you the thing I hate about this song the most? What's that? Uncle Sam is the pimp when he puts me on the track. Oh, yeah, and he repeats that too. Uncle Sam is the pimp the when repetition. he puts me on the track. Yeah. Oh, God. That's the what? worst line on here for me. Um the hook is so generic. Make the money. The hook, yeah, don't let the money I wrote make so you. vanilla. So change vanilla. The game, it's a bad hook. Don't let the game change you. Stay true. Stay true. Forever remain faithful. Did this was this created like by an algorithm? Did you analyze the choruses so of the vanilla. last one hundred rap songs to go number one? Like what's going on? So vanilla, and I'll tell you this. I just want to play this because this is the best example, maybe, on the album of this flow, this Broadway stuff that I hate. The start of this verse, too. Let me find it. Here's that, here's that generic bad hook. Just forget about the fame and the fortune and the mansion sitting in like 
Okay, I'm just continue. I'm just continue. So, so much drama, you know. And the song is about like don't get caught up in the fame, right? Okay, yeah, it's so generic. Um, so it's, yeah, you keep the, the issues, most you take away the drugs, had to find out version of this kind of song that exists. Maybe had to find out who I really was. So sick of who I was becoming. Yeah, tired of running. Time to look at the man in the mirror until I can learn to love him. So much drama. All right, I'm not even mad at the cinema. It's the delivery and it's the writing. Okay. I don't mind the beat, it's, to be honest with you, but everything else is the shits. I just wrote bad advice. Stop telling these artists. Artists are poor. Okay. You need to teach them how to make money. All right. You're, you're, you're getting them to commit to this, to this bad philosophy that will keep them pro- broke. We live in capitalism. I hate it too, but it's what, it's what we, it's what we do. Stop setting these artists up to be broke and die. Okay. Um, Bad repetition that Uncle Sam is my pimp when he puts me terrible. So bad. Uncle Sam is my pimp. Fuck you, dude. This is yeah, like base level observation of the song. I'm like, this is all you got to offer. I will end with this because there's a there's a, a litany here of, 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 of genius.com comments. Wicked Ninja five years ago. The Goat Max song. D Nero four years ago. Grammy goes to dot 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 clapping emoji. <laughs> five years ago. Coos on the Don. What a song. Uh, Hasma Master four years ago. He deserves more respect. Four years ago, Big Man just says this song should be everyone's slogan for their life. Does anyone say this song isn't that good? No. Or I like it uh, decently. Because no one would bother going here to say that. Sure. You know, I'm done. That's all I got. All right. I'm going to send you my notes for the next song. I don't even want to, and you can announce who the fake person is. Okay. These are my notes. I I was, this one pissed me off. Wow, wow. This isn't the, this isn't the worst song on the album to me. But all right, so we're in we're in Macklotraz and we're learning how to make prison wine. So, track seven, Neon Cathedral. I'm, I'm gonna, go, Alan I'm gonna Stone. go figure out how to hide a shank in the lights. <laughs> featuring Alan Stone. Um, so I'm just gonna read Mules' notes. Uh, <laughs> here's his rating. Four. He wrote vices, drinking, Jesus, God, cornball ass, Adam Levine, ass hook, fake Levine, dramatic strings, slow ass Drake 40, Noah beat. <laughs> That's it. That's all Mool's has. That's all I got. I, I, okay. I'm, I'm, I, I must say, I'm beginning to be broken at this point. Well, you know what, Mool's, um, I really don't think we need to argue, but I might shock you with this. This is the only other song. Spoiler, I don't care. It's the only other song I like on the album. I like this song, Flat 7. Wow. Well, it does. It makes sense because you love Adam Levine and you love Drake Noah 40. I guess it does make sense in that, in that, in that based on your notes, it makes perfect sense. And now, then, like, Vices, you were on a song called Vices, Drinking, you like... Uh, right. Red Bull, That's... Jesus, God, you know Jesus and God. Uh, Adam Levine, yeah, there we go. Dramatic strings, come on, you're the string man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Just tell me I, what you like about this because I don't like I'll a single thing like, about it. We can get out of here. Um, I said sounds like an organ. I'm liking the lament of the music, the the mournfulness. It's not too bombastic, which is a nice change for me. I mean, not that we've had like bombastic beats the last couple records, but you know. 
what makes this work for me against all the other heavy handed songs is I think this is well executed. It's the right amount of drama and detail for what's being discussed. I think this is a decent enough concept of the neon cathedral, obviously being like a liquor store. Um, Lines and, you know, like, you know, with, with the allusions to Jesus and God, because of course, it's Trojan horsing his Christian rap into the non Christian rap space. Well, I'll say this I'll, I'll say this. Um, when he gets into this, you know, well, first, I'm gonna say the nerve to evoke Pac actually worked for me here. Hail Mary, come with me, feel like Pac when it hits. He's talking about this alcohol, I only got him feeling like Pac. But, uh, Ma- but yeah, Machiavelli, uh, relax, relax. I won't, eat. you know, actually, no, I'm going to have to do that. Cause that was nuts. Um, but yeah, I'm a fool when I stay here. Hope these problems drown themselves. I die and wait here. One more, four more, fuck it. A nightcap service starts at five tomorrow and I'll be right back. Addiction. Look, I think if people have ever struggled with the evils, if you will, you might have a good chance of feeling this, but he isn't even, this isn't even the part we're getting there. First of all, I'm going to say, much like the same love hook, I think this is a good hook. Ugh. I like this. Hook. Where is this? Ugh. Oh, here it is. Let me, let me see. Go ahead, Mackel. Nightcap. Go ahead. Here we go. See, I think that's a good singing. I think this Alan Stone, when he hits that, there's a battle between pride and shame. This is good writing. Get okay? this out of my but rap I've, music immediately. I, miss, <laughs> I misplaced that sense of pride. The crown of thorns is perched atop my own. Just no, go and listen to like One Direction or something, man. Stop this. I wonder, don't do that. Now, here's the thing, bro. Verse two. I read the Bible, but I forgot the verses. The liquor store is open later than the church is. That's the world, bro. It's messed Wait, up. You, you forgot the verses. You were just talking about Jesus on the last song about the gay marriage, bro. He ain't say nothing about no verses, though. Well, you forgot we the verses. You dropped the verses EP, seven tracks. <laughs> All right, I'm going to speed through this. 11 a.m. in the morning, you can't get it off. You call into the preacher, but it's like the pastor isn't talking until the store opens and I can re-up on that doctrine. The people close to me say that I'm in need of a doctor. Think that I got a problem, but these are not the apostles. This is the drink of the Lord. That's according to my gospel. Open interpretation. If you're judging it, I don't want it. I got sins that scar like my throat when I hit the bottle and I'm sinking and that's why I keep on drinking. I need a refill far more than once every weekend. Sweet Jesus, I'm getting amnesia, shaking, shaking till I get my taste. My faith is having seizures every time I walk away and try to leave it. Every time I walk away and try to leave it. Aside from the repetition at the end, dare I say Macklemore snapped? No. Yeah, dare I you think say. He yes. snapped. Dare you say. I think he snapped. Yeah, <laughs> dare I say. But here's the thing, folks. That is literally the only time you're going to hear me say that on this review. So this is better than at least five songs on Illmatic. I said what I said. Okay? Say what I said. I think for the subject that he's talking about, I think this is a an effective depiction of that struggle. I don't think so. And I appreciate the metaphor and I'm fine with it's it. It's not it's the most obvious slap you in the face metaphor I've heard uh, so far. Don't come to the Neon Cathedral, man. We don't want you. Me I don't and Matt are out there. Cathedral. I don't like drinking alcohol and I don't worship that. I guy. don't drink alcohol at all. But I'm hanging out with Mackle at the knee. I'm I'm that guy. I'm the guy that's gonna get him off of it. Cause like I'm the good influence. 
You know, so he sees me at the store. Because I'm in there, like, buying Red Bull and, like, Slim Jims, right? Yeah, and then he's going to rob like, you. Yo, Mackle. He's going to rob you so he could buy more alcohol. Nah, and then he's, he's not gonna, a robber. He's yeah, because just... he texted Kendrick, and he's going to tell you, Mel, I'm sorry <laughs> I robbed you. <laughs> All right, man. Um, I like the record. What can I say? It's it's one of the only records on here that's trying to 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 discuss something of weight, and I think it works. So flat seven for me. Pass. We can move on. Four. All right. Uh, all right, now I don't even know how to work this in. I guess this is just we're having a fever dream at, at night and 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 uh Mackletraz. Wolves and Mel so, fell asleep. Mules and Mel tried the uh prison moonshine. Now I know I said we don't drink, but we're very deftly afraid of being beat up by the prison gang. So we just they told us to drink the the moonshine to make sure that we weren't cops. Right. And what did Wayne uh, Brady say? This is not an option, nigga. Something like that. You know? Yeah. So we drank the moonshine and we're trying to get to bed on our first night on the the jail cot and we're having crazy nightmares. Yeah. And that's where you get track eight bomb bomb, which is an instrumental track, apparently featuring the teaching. I don't know what they did. Uh, this might shock you too. six plus. Mules and Mel connect six. Oh, plus. really? Six plus. And by the way, the teaching also known as the Alibaba. Yes.com version of Fela Kuti. <laughs> all right um i'll say this it's an instrumental track for what it's worth i'd like to take this moment to talk about the production on this album ryan lewis is a talented man may not always be my type of music but i think it's a good pairing for what him and mackle i are almost feel like he just shouldn't be making rap music specifically he's clearly a talented musician if he was a pop producer i think he would be one of the great pop producers there you go you know and this it's, music i love how this music builds i find myself it's a nice instrumental through, track like, i just give it a six plus because i don't think i want to ever return to it yeah and that's and know? that's the thing is that it doesn't come out of a song i like it doesn't lead into a song i like right and it's just kind of there that on a better said, album, this might be a seven. This is the closest any other song on this album came. Spoiler alert, I don't like any other songs. Uh, <laughs> this is the closest a song on this album came for me to liking something. And, like, shockingly, or not shockingly, I guess, Macklemore's not on it. I like how the music builds up. I, I get into it about halfway through when I notice what's going on. I would yeah, never I mean, I actually this. like it as a never listen to track. it just outside of the context of an album. But if this was on a better album, it might get a seven minus from me. We rate albums. I, by the time I get to this track in the album, I can't even appreciate it. You no. know, and it's not so good that I'm like it transcends the rest amazing, of the crap we're gonna get. It's 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 certainly not like a sedentary sounding instrumental though. It, it moves and it builds and it grows. And it does get pretty bombastic towards the end. Yeah. Um, so I'll just, I'll say, though, this is when the album, after this point, the album starts to become unbearable for me. And I wrote um, in my, my first listen, I'm like, this should be the end. Because it's been so heavy handed. You know, we've left the Neon Cathedral, same love. You know, I'm exhausted, bro. 
Okay. Um, for me, this thing doesn't go off a cliff for two more songs, but we're getting there. Okay, we're going, this is when it goes off the cliff for me. We're going down to we're going down to to the depths of hell soon. So, okay. Well, can we continue? Please, I, I really need to get out of here. I'm I've yeah. been locked up for so long, and I've only yeah. been for one night. Hold on. Well, so we're continue. waking up. And now we're waking up and what happens is we get recruited into an Aryan gang, but they all think that they're black. They think they're black. Yeah. Do they think, do they know I'm Jewish? Uh, no. Okay. Cause they're confused people. Okay. Um, so they must how we I'm, get, if they think they're black, they must think I'm Christian or Muslim perhaps something, but it's how we get track nine white walls featuring schoolboy Q and, Hollis. Okay, why? Because we have to wipe. We have to wash the walls during the day or something. No, because they're white and we uh we uh we uh when when they're when they're when we get initiated, they have us stand up against the wall and they you know do things to us. What do they hit but, us uh, with? Wet towels. Yeah, something like that. All right, all so of they it hit us with wet a, towels. Yeah, and all of it amounts to a five plus. <laughs> Okay, I went ahead and gave this one a six minus. Uh, We're not too far off. So, do you know who the fake artist is on here? Because uh, we have Schoolboy Q, a real artist. We actually, well, I, I, I know show. who it is. I know what it sounds like to me. I'll, I'll, I'll say this because I don't know the artist's name, but I wrote that this chorus. Once it comes in, I'm like, so this is hands on the wheel for white hipster Dude, parents. My notes. Schoolboy hands on the wheel ass hook slash song dot dot yeah. dot algorithm ass artist, which I think I'm saying in my notes like this guy is just the human out like he's looking things up and he's like, oh, this is a big song. I want one of these. So let's get a fake uh, hands on the wheel girl and let's get the real schoolboy cue and let's make like almost if hands on the wheel driving drunk all this stuff that was like a rated R. Let's make a PG 13 hands on the wheel. Look, man, this song is so white, okay? Um, and it's crazy because he, I say after the last track, all right, I'm exhausted. It's been so heavy-handed. So we get this song that's actually white-handed, I guess, but in the worst way. I'm just like, bro, I don't think this, this is chorus, like light-handed in the sense that like, this isn't like a thrift shop or like what's coming up later, Castle. This is very- but it's supposed to be like a flex- sort of like carefree record and i'm just like this it's too white this isn't small penis rap this is wpr this is white penis rap okay i can't deal with this he's coming in here spelling out cadillac i'm like that's what we're doing on this you know can't see me through my tents i'm riding real slow in my paint wet dripping shining like my 20 foes i ain't got 20 foes look and you ain't black and don't do this over a beat like this, okay? I'm rolling in that same whip that my granddad... Another with the granddad talk. You know, hello, haters. Damn, y'all mad. Yeah, I'm mad, because you did this granddad thing already, okay? And then we got the fake hands on the wheel chorus. I'm groaning, you know? Oh, how about, and then this, how about 30K on the caddy? Now, how backpack rap is that? You not backpack rap. <sighs> You might have hung around some backpack. You might have made that that shit when you were Professor Macklemore, but this does not resemble backpack rap at all. Maybe that's what he's saying. This is pop rap. 
This man talking about, man, I'm lounging in some shit Bernie Mac would have been proud of, looking down from heaven like, damn, that's stylish. Man, Bernie Mac? <laughs> Don't mention the late, great Bernie Mac on this album. Side note, this is a question for the audience. Call in 718-635-0743. Am I allowed to appreciate the sentiment and message of same love and also still enjoy the milk and cookies bit from Bernie Mac? Am I allowed to do that? You know, is that is that okay? Him downstairs. Can I still find that to be funny? And also, I just want to know. I just want to know because I don't know. You know, um, whatever. Schoolboy Q does nothing Waste to... Waste of Schoolboy. Does nothing to improve the record, though, to be he honest. He doesn't. He's fine, but it's a waste of him. I can't focus on him on a beat like this. And yeah, Hollis is the girl that did the hands on the wheel Kitty Cuddy thing. Yeah. She I've, could, I've got she must else. have. I, I'm going to go as far as to say Hollis is probably more expensive than the hands on the wheel girl. I don't know either of them. I just know I don't want them on my records. You know? Fair enough. So. Can we? I'm done here. I'm done with White Walls. We can move on. Can we move on? Yes, I guess. Okay, so what happens now is, you know, we get jumped into the Aryan gang that thinks okay. they're black. And we so get a not, call. So they're not Aryan. They think they're, they're a, a black gang. Yeah. But they're the Aryan. <laughs> they're, they're very confused people. Okay. I don't even know how they work. But but what happens is we get a call because they know Mules and Mel. You know, there's a lot of interest that we've been locked up. Okay. And Macklotraz. So they know we, we've done some things in our career together. We get a call from Jimmy Iovine. Oh, he's, Jimmy. He's thinking about freeing us. Folks, Ooh. you won't believe what Jimmy told us. On track 10, Jimmy Iovine, featuring Absol, apparently, which I didn't know until I looked up the credits. Well, because he's barely on it. Yeah, at the beginning. I didn't know it was Absol because it sounded like football highlight music. Okay? And he has, but, no, again, complete waste of a good MC by just throwing him in the top of a song that well maybe it was for the best yeah well here's the thing another five plus another six minus um look man i'm at, I'm at the point where like i'm i'm speeding up so it's like musically i kind of like the manic energy but it's the whiteness of it all bro you know and i'll say this <laughs> this is my pass here because I do this for every song. It's not even a pass with story songs. You know what I like to do? I'm like, I'll leave that to the, I don't want to spoil anything, but what I will say is that even on music like this music with this kind of energy, uh, however white it may be, Mackle couldn't help, but get dramatic by the end. Perhaps a more humorous approach to this story could have gotten the song a six. Well, I was you know? telling you while I was doing my first listen of this, Imagine a song like this in the hands of Eminem or Charles Hamilton. Someone who you know, could take, something like that. We we know they have a relationship with Jimmy Iovine. We know they they would run with a concept like this. This is a great concept. That yeah, it gets heavy handed in the end. But let's not focus on that for right now. You know what? I will spoil it. Let's let's. let's here's the thing. Very rather be a starving artist than succeed at getting fucked. Okay, you could have saved us all the time so the, of this record and just thing, said that. The whole thing is basically is a, lead up to like that. a lead up to Jimmy Iovine offering him a deal and him turning it down because he'd rather be a, quote, starving artist that calls Warner for promotion and <laughs> hires them to do promotion for him uh, than getting fucked in like a 360 deal or whatever. Let's not get to even into that. The concept of trying to 
like get into the Interscope building and have a meeting with Jimmy Iovine. Could have went make, somewhere. Could make for a very interesting song from a artist who would be able to run with this subject matter. Whereas Macklemore, I think this is a great concept in theory that is fumble. Like he goes, he has the ball and he just falls down the stairs with it. He doesn't see that there's a flight of stairs in front of him and he just goes tripping and falling down. Yeah, the over stairs. this football highlight music, he fumbles. Okay. Yes. So um, I mostly give it to the concept more than the record itself. I like the, the concept. execution was off. I don't like where he went with it. And personally, the music doesn't bother me. I don't think it's a especially great beat, but it worked for the subject matter. It worked for the tension that you're supposed to be establishing in the rhymes. But Macklemore does a shit job of taking this concept and really making the most out of it and maximizing the concept. It's just, he gets there finally all out of breath, big, big to do. And it's just, Hey kid, I want to sign you. Well, I'd rather be Macklemore LLC than get fucked. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. And in the story of Mules and Mel and Macklemore, basically Iveen didn't even have enough money to free us bail us out so we're stuck we're stuck stuck here we got to keep going and jimmy you jimmy is a good dear friend of ours so and dear close um, personal friend yes and he told us that he heard the song yes and uh his reaction well we have a drop for that if you could bring sister doja in she's our uh, one call we've decided to use well i was gonna bring her in for the next record oh we'll bring her we can bring her in again so we got two phone calls. This is just what Jimmy Jimmy told me. Oh, we me do, because there's a Moose call and a mail call. Right. Right. Okay. So <laughs> So we Moose asked him, can you can you have Doja Cat call us? Because we're lonely and we want to hear the voice of a woman. And this is what she had to say. The song, however, I agree. The worst maybe the worst song in the entire world. Not good. Lyrically, lost. The worst song. The lyrics in the song don't make sense. So, yeah. All right. Should go. we continue this oddly paced review? Yes, we should. With uh, So what happens is, you know, our, we're, we're, we're settling into Macklemore's and... You know, we're making some connections through we're our kinda, game. You know, just... we're, we know the ins and outs of the jail life now. We're In a way, you could even say, even though we we hate it here, as the kids say, we're we're kind of uh, adjusting to we're our surroundings. We're learning how to, yeah. And so what happens is one of our friends, he, he comes upon some, some, some nice shoes. You know, his family sends him, he has the best shoes in, in the lockup, you know? And uh, unfortunately, he gets murdered over them. So oh, what shit. we have no, here. I just realized something. What's that? Remember track seven? I was saying I was gonna learn how to fashion a shank and get it in up in my light, my light yeah. fixture, so I could have a shank on hand. Uh-huh. It looks like my shank was stolen. I made a shank out of, <laughs> you know, the eyeglass repair kit. Yeah. It looks like it was stolen. And uh unfortunately it took the life of this man. Shoes well, is he's murder. dead. Shoes is murder, also known as Track Eleven Wings, also known as the worst song on the album. Well, 
almost for me, but folks, the song liker has logged off four plus. The song hater is very much in the building. Um, the worst shit on the whole album. Let's give it up for Shoes is Murder, a.k.a. Wings, with a three minus. Almost got that. Okay, two, almost got that, too. If um, I'm not mistaken, I believe my dad sent me this song around when it came out. And I was like, OK, look, I'll allow it because my dad appreciates a good message. But musically, listen, I'm 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 making my phone call now from from McElchaz. I call up our other dear close personal friend, Doja, and she has some words for track 11. The song, however, I agree. The worst, maybe the worst song in the entire world. Not good. Lyrically, lost. The worst song. The lyrics in the song don't make sense. sense. And I'll say this. It's barely a song. It's not a song. This is not music. This is the single most Broadway song on the whole album. This is Broadway music. It's not good rapping. It's not music. This man's talking about, I was seven years old when I got my first pair and I stepped outside and I was like, mama, this air bubble right here, it's going to make me fly. I hit that court and when I jumped, I jumped. I swear I got so high. I touched the net. Mom, I touched the net. This is the best day of my life. Does that sound like rap to you or is that a stage performance? That's a stage performance. That's a stage performance. That is that is the high school royal crown players. Okay. And all of that to get to the And then my friend Carlos's brother got murdered for his force. Boom. Whoa. The music. Boom. Whoa. It's not that dramatic, bro. In real life, the situation is that it is dramatic. But you, you, ooh, Mackle, you. you have, he had to set the score. He had to, he had to set you the You really scene. ruffled my feathers with your approach then, to these topics, dude, bro. I'm sorry, but I know this was not the intention. Maybe I'm an asshole for doing it. When he brings in the children's choir, I couldn't help I, but bro, laugh. That's what why am I, I in a third minus. grade play? I mean, I was going to give it the two that Sex Drive got, and it was going to be the second two in the history of rap rankings. And then the children's choir came in, and I got a good laugh from that. I'll fly on wings, and I'll fly. I'll fly with my wings. (laughs) Honestly, if this was in a play, I wouldn't mind it because it sounds like it should be in a play. If this was in a play, I'd probably cry. You know, (laughs) you feel me? You feel me? Exactly. But this is a prime example of a valid message not making for a good song. Okay. This is a conceptual failure. I don't want to talk any more about it. Musically and lyrically, it belongs on Broadway. That's all I have to say. One of the worst songs we've ever done on this show. It's up there with Sex Drive. It's up there with God by Kendrick. I think it's I don't truly like terrible. I, I, I actively don't like it. It's a four plus for me. Well, the song liker is logged off, folks. Although, yeah. uh, you might want to stay logged off for the time being. Well, I think I will. So here's what happens, man. Uh, the guy gets shanked in, in, in uh, McElchaz. He does. Uh, they stole Mules' shank from the light fixture. And, the, and so, right, he dies. And so now in prison, we have to have track 12, Awake, uh, featuring oh. Evan Roman. Now, Evan Roman, 
is the rare feature on this album that is not someone else. He's Evan Roman, the guy that was making songs with Macklemore before Ryan Lewis. He right. brought him you know back that. and gave him a feature to show what a great guy he is. Isn't that nice? <laughs> um, uh, no, it's not nice. In fact, Wolves, it's a five plus. I got to go get a drink of water real quick, but I just want to lay this one on y'all, and then I'm going to be right back, right here on Rap Rankings. Four minus... White privilege, white guilt at the same damn time. LOL. Optics are bad. So, so, so bad, bro. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> Talk. Say what you got to say. I'll be back. Okay, sorry, folks. Uh, Moles is actually still gone, but I was interrupted as he was gone. But I'll do what he said and uh, keep talking while he's away. Uh, musically, I'll say this. Actually, I'm okay with the, the beat deserved better. This is a decent pop beat. But macklemore and evan roman just stunk it up so verse one mackle's back they say 30 is the new 20 and 20 is the new 30 shit i guess makes sense because 15 year olds seem 20 and 25 year olds seem 10 okay captain is mackle, uh mackle now nah, hold up because i'm about to hit this. shut hard. up shut up bro shut right. up bro what's going on shut up my nigga shut up hey calm down. Hold that on, wasn't on, for you on. that was for mackle uh, i was just got some water the captain was a little parched no, you're fine. It's Mackle who's talking about ages and 25. Listen, uh, Macklemore. But hold up, let a real nigga talk I'm, for a minute. 30 is the new 20. <laughs> and 20 is the new 30? 20 is the new 30, and it's because they sign people like Bad Baby and whatever at like 12 years old, okay? And you're expected to be a complete success by like age 20 these days like the world in tech it moves so fast that i felt like my life was over at 23 okay so yeah 20 is the new 30 but 30 the new 20 uh, i don't think so i don't think it is i think 30 is the new 40 what happened you get into white white privilege white guilt at the same damn time i haven't gotten there yet okay i'm glad talking to my brother i'm glad that we're uh we're back oh your brother came in he made an appearance yeah well he got cut out but yeah he was here Okay, um, so you're back. So, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, no, 30 is the new 40, actually. 15 year olds seem 20 sounds kind of sus, bro. You shouldn't be feeling that way. 25 year olds seem 10. No, everyone seems 10. Because to quote one of my good friends, Robert, uh, in high school, he was like, adults are just grown children. No one ever is an adult. Everyone's a child, you know, like, no, it's, there is no maturity here, you know. Everybody's stupid. Everybody's still 10 years old in some regard. So, he, he continues, our generation isn't the best on safe sex. We forget the latex, becoming Planned Parenthood patients. Like, it starts out as cynical hipsters with long hair and cocaine problems like my music. It's not my issue. I can't solve it. Shut up, bro. Like, no, just... They say, verse two, they say, it's so refreshing to hear somebody on records. No guns, no drugs, no sex, just truth. Shut up, shut up, bro, shut up, bro. Shut up, my nigga, shut up. Oh, the YouTube commenters. They're they're enabling this crap. And he's putting and I mean, it he's, in the he's lyrics. He's making fun of them. He's but making he's putting, fun of them. Yeah, but he's putting it in the lyrics, and it's like, dude, don't give any shine to those people. Saying that it's poetry, you're so well-spoken. And then he says, stop it. I grew up during Reaganomics, where Ice-T was out there on his killing cop shit, or Rodney King was getting beat on, and they let off every... Goes on and on and on, and on and on and on, to say what he said about, you know... 
white white privilege, white guilt. I, look up the lyrics. I'm going to say, glad you're aware, bro. This is not for me. Literally not for me. I don't need this. I'm black. Okay? I hope the whites learn something, I guess. Can we move on? White That's America White America does this so much better. Yeah. Shout out to Eminem. Five plus. Uh, all you missed me saying was like, I think the beat deserved better. I think it's a decent pop beat. But hmm. Good for Evan Roman to get... Uh, Shout out know. to Evan Roman. Macklemore is just such a good friend. All right. Um, are we moving on? Because I would love to move on. Oh, I would... N- nothing more than to... Oh, no, not this. Oh, yeah, this. So what happens is uh, after the wake, uh, <laughs> we start digging. We can't take it anymore. So we dig a tunnel. We gotta uh, get out. And Macklemore tries. We got to break, break, break out. And as we're digging a tunnel, we strike track 13. Gold featuring Gold. 84 Fly. Wait a second. Um, Hold on. These are gold dreidels. Oh my God. What is Billy Boards' connection to Macotraz? Why would these be, why would these be here? Wait a second. Thrift Shot went number one. Uh-huh. Can't hold us. Went number There's one. There's a conspiracy afoot here. Oh my god! And then he never had another hit, despite these songs oh. being colossal hits. He performed "Same Love" at the Grammys. Wow! My God! I think Billy Boards was imprisoned against his will <laughs> for not giving Mac another hit. This guy, this great guy, Macklemore, who stands for all these good things, he puts people in here. He puts people in Macklemore's. He must have found one of these gold dreidels on his way out, and he took one. For the no road. wonder. So he he really loves you. He gave you a keepsake. Sure, okay. but, in a, but in a way, he kind of regifted something. You know, this wasn't a. You know, he didn't get this for me. Listen, I don't man. know about melting it down, though. Now it feels like it has more significance. I, I feel better about Billy Boards now. He's just he's scarred from his time in Macklemore. Billy well, Boards was was imprisoned in like against his will. Well, I understand. I understand. But that that just hurts the song more. We're out of five plus territory. Now we just got a flat five. Mules and Malconnect. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. Um, listen, man, uh, this is all I wrote. The tritest metaphor. I'm so bored. This is filler, if you can imagine that, on this album. This is the white and bad version of mm. I'll Take You There by Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> Beat is actually obnoxious once that second verse You know hits. who the fake guy is on the hook? Who, 84 Fly? Yeah, fake Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> you know who the, guy, the fake guy rapping is? Uh, who? Fake Big Sean. Oh, there you go. This this chorus, yeah, we like gold, twenty four karat gold. This sounds yeah. like it was off Wiz Khalifa Rolling Papers, okay, his first album, like some, it, I mean, something it Atlantic Records album too. So. Yeah, it's like sounds like something Atlantic Records or Def Jam would mandate their artists on their first album to do. I'm, I'm, um, you're not on a label; you're independent. You don't have to do shit like this. Um, I just wrote a few things here in my notes. I, I give it a five. Oh, yeah, I said that already. Uh, I feel absolutely nothing about this. 
I'm supposed to feel celebratory. I don't. I want to get out of here so badly. Some lines that I hated on here. Flying on a bald eagle. He has a mullet and it's gold. This whole extended thing about a bald eagle. Uh, then he starts talking about golden girl titties and Betty White. And I'm just saying, get up off. You got to get up off of Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Betty White? Yeah, exactly. Come on, bro. You, yeah. you covered it. A, a, a bald eagle with a mullet? Even your imagination sucks. <laughs> I'm done. Can we can we move on? I'm done. We're making a good this is a great pace. So we're digging our way out. We got some gold dreidels here. But but here's what happened. We we hit a wall and we we had we we didn't make it out. So what we had to do was channel back and go with track 14 starting over. Oh um, man. So we're back feed, we're back we're in Malcoltras. We're back. We didn't make it out of Malcoltras. But, but we got some we got some gold dreidels. Right. Uh featuring Ben Bridewell. Bridwell. Um yeah. I'll give it this though. This is the best song that's happened in a minute, even though I still don't like it. Flat six. <laughs> Come on, you, you you gotta you gotta sell the people. Yeah. Um. So, I I gave this a five. Um, this is what I'll say about it. Good. It's when so so I heard that song. Other side that's mentioned on this song. Okay. Other side is the song that kind of with the red hot chili peppers be you know how long how long uh-huh. so i heard other side i think that he tackles addiction well on that song there's songs on this album uh, like something like a neon cathedral that i think it's very heavy-handed um in general, I don't think that he tackles the subject that well on this album. However, um, I like Macklemore on here. I think that well, when he's... I do too. It's it's rare that when he does the thing that he most often does, which is do the theatrical, you know, uh, like word shit that he does, like the word salad where he's just like, is almost like conversational rapping, but very theatrical and stagey. Um, I felt the emotion in this song, whereas previously I was supposed to feel the emotion, but I didn't. So I, it's weird to give something a five where I don't feel nothing. I feel Macklemore on this, but I don't like the song. I don't like the music. So it kind of like, like almost Macklemore is like a six to me. We feel the same way. And the music is like a four. Like I don't like the music and I don't like the singing. Yeah. I mean, you you pretty much covered it. I wrote music is boring. Conceptually. I value this. It's actually important. No hashtag. It's actually important. We should cover failure when we fall, when we slip, the music is what hurts the song the most. I have no issue with the content or the delivery for once i feel the pain i feel the conviction uh it's a story I do have record one so I, 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 with I, it. 
What's that? Specifically, what comes next on the album? It's just an odd sequence of <laughs> well, events. Well, we're, we're, we'll we'll speak about that in a second here, but uh, I I won't quote anything. I let him tell the story. It's a story record. He does do the repeating lines again. He didn't need to do it. It was good enough. Just put a delay on it if you must. You know, like you don't have to. You know, you don't have to do this. So that's all I got to say. And if you and, do and it, the concept, you, don't, you don't want it to become a trope in your well, in it's your, too late. Like, skill set. I know, but I'm just saying, like for future reference for people like if you want to repeat it first of all make sure what you're repeating is really worth repeating and then don't employ that tactic 17 different times on an album if you can help it this would have been fine just once i think it was profound enough once but um I'm more invested in the McElTrash storyline, honestly. And I think what happens here is we start over, we, we we dig a different tunnel. And this time, we break out. Because think about it. Track 15 is the final song on the standard version. Yes, right? that's right. So, and here's the thing. Cowboy boots, right? We, 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 we pop up like Bugs Bunny above ground. We're on a ranch. Oh, okay. It's Ochoa's ranch. Ochoa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he lives next door to McElTrass. <laughs> Makes sense. Yay! You know, so that's, uh, folks, that's how we brought in uh, Daniel Ochoa for the next track. Uh, track 15, Cowboy Boots, coming up uh, in a second. Yo, it's your boy, uh, Young Antonio, a.k.a. Young 88, a.k.a. Uh, you a bozo, that's on me, shirt connoisseur, you know what I'm saying, here on today's rap rankings, you know what I'm saying, to listen to this uh, fabulous music that we got going on. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I'm live from L.A., you know, live from the room. I'm drinking. Uh, don't ask me what I'm drinking. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm uh, I'm ready to give my uh, put my foot in this uh, in this in this uh, what? In this fucking album's ass, man. I'm ready. How dare you interrupt my line, Ricky? (sighs) State your business. What are you doing, man? We're supposed to introduce you first. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I just had to jump the gun. Oh, we don't know what you're saying. You can't come in here with these rapperisms. I I know what I'm saying. We don't even know what this dude is saying that we're reviewing today. So how are we supposed to know what you're saying? I'm discombobulated, man. This guy, listen, this man, you like this guy a lot that I'm about to hit, uh, Mool, so you should feel it. When it comes to Maglemore. That shit is crazy. I, I, don't, I, I really don't. <laughs> it, 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 didn't, it didn't even finish. The drop didn't finish. What What's happened? going on with the echo in here? I don't know. Daniel, is that you? Is it me? No, 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 no. I, I adjusted my settings. Why are you adjusting your settings in the middle of the scene? You got us echoing like the end of a DJ Who Kid mixtape. Who Kid? (sighs) This man. Daniel, Antonio. What are you? What's the status on our money? Are we getting our money back? Well, he paid for that Crib Keeper drop. Okay, what was that? Like 50 bucks? It was 100 bucks. All right, well, you got you. It's not enough. We need three hundred more. We need by the way, more. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing the kind of sales on the Uabozo shirt that I'd like to be seeing right now. Do we got I more than ten? 
I don't think it's I don't think it's Daniel's fault that it's not it. selling. I you think too. Dan Wolf said we need to step up the graphic design. Bro, Daniel, you you, you got the shirt. You got the U of Ozo. I mean, speak on it. What do you think? I think it's one of the best shirts ever, and I don't think you guys are advertising it enough because I'm a smoker. Feel what I'm saying? Four two four twenty blazy type shit. And so what I like is that I have a shirt that also smokes with me. You feel what I'm saying? If you put <laughs> y'all remember that video of Gucci letting his Bart Simpson chain smoke? That's exactly what this Urobozo, it's on me shirt does as well. So I think you need to advertise that part of it first. Um that the shirt get smokes people. weed? Yes, with me, with the person, right? With you. With with yeah. the person. And that's right. supposed to help us sell more shirts, Daniel. Yes, because you want people to smoke weed during certain albums. We don't want, we don't want people. We don't want people to smoke weed. We want people to buy T-shirts and sign up to Patreon.com/slash Rap Rankings. What if there was a Rap Rankings like branded weed? Would you guys sell it like an eighth? I'd be fine with that. I don't know. How do you feel about it? I don't do marijuana. Well, regardless, and we're talking about something that's becoming, uh, you know, federally decriminalized. I'm, I'm personally, I'm more into narcotics. I think uh, if I was to get in them, I want the hard stuff. It's weed. It's, it's too, it's too mild, man. I need that stuff that's going to like ruin all of my relationships, you know, make me like unable to actually participate in society. I need that. That's what I need. That's what I want. Wait, you're not already on that? No. Oh, okay. Because I was, I, I don't know. Sometimes those ratings make me think, you know? And the the <laughs> mail <the laughs> <Mel> pack <laughs> is in the air. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here, you motherfucker! All right. <laughs> I don't do drugs, but I might start. But that's neither here nor there. We're here. Actually, no, it is here or there. It's here specifically because this Macklemore, all right? This is the kind of thing that makes you want to do drugs. All right. To Listen, escape. We've, we've been at it now at this point, probably for hours, trying to be constructive and failing miserably, hurting this man, breaking bones, bruising his body. If you What's, know us, you know, we never go into these episodes with the intent to tear someone down. You know, that's not what we do. We're analysts, not not critics, not not detractors, not haters. But occasionally you will hear something that you have a little to nothing good to say about, you know, just, and we can't avoid it. We have to do every hip hop album in history. It's, it's, it's what we do. It's the mission. I was just under the impression that we would hear it and we would actually be able, because Macklemore hating Macklemore is not a unique stance to take. It's not. I was, I was hoping we could come in here and be the yes. contrarian about it. I thought that maybe if we actually gave this thing a chance and and really just sat and listened to the whole album, that maybe there was more to Macklemore than meets the eye. Maybe, you know, people maybe. were wrong about him and he'd been unfairly castigated by the rap audience. Maybe. But he wasn't. Yeah, he, he wasn't properly castigated by the rap audience. <laughs> See, I this, completely this. agree with you, honestly. <laughs> there wasn't enough... I mean, for all the vitriol that I saw projected onto this guy, maybe it wasn't enough. So uh, what is the song? Cowboy Boots? Yeah, you know how the rating is... system works, right, Daniel? 
yeah, yeah, he knows how it works, but the people might not. And you know, in case yeah, they're right. listening, Give in case in case our our pal here, Daniel eighty eight Antonio, brought in some new listeners. We usually do this on the guest spot. I'm just gonna go through it, folks. This is the rating system. It's simple, you know. Each song is rated on a scale of one to ten. These numbers do not reflect the quality of a song, as that is indeterminable. Instead, each number reflects a level of enjoyment. In short, here's what each number means: ten means it's a perfect song to you, one of your favorite songs of all time. Nine means you love it. Eight means you like it a lot. Seven means you like it. Six means it's I. Right. You don't dislike it, but you can't say that you like it. Five means you feel practically nothing about it. Four means it's not the worst thing you've ever heard, but you dislike it. Three means you dislike it. Two means you hate it and one means you absolutely can't stand it one of the worst things you've ever heard and when you hear us talk about pluses or minuses you know in addition to these numbers just know they have no statistical mathematical value they're just indicators it lets you know hey it's like a strong or light version of that number or hey this rating could go up or down in the future you know because these ratings aren't static blah 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 all right Lastly, can we get into this can we can we just get can, bobby Huh? How do you guys? What? How do you guys want to do it this time? I mean, you know, you can go. I can go. This Macklemore, bro, he's got me. He took me all out of like I'm. I'm out of sorts. I'm discombobulated. I'm disassociated. I don't know what's going on anymore. All right, I just know so, cowboy boots. This album me- and and song and artist and decision to cover uh, to punish you by covering this project and making you come on for the review ended up being a bigger punishment for Mules and Mel. We right. we wanted we, to bring God. you on for stealing $400 from us last season. So we're like, yeah, throw him on that Macklemore. That'll teach him. Well, listen, we all got taught. Okay. We all got taught we for all, sure. This is the jokes on us. I'm not having fun. This, this can wasn't I no start, fun. Can, can I start this? Can I start by like, you want to give you a rating guys? First? Oh, we're ready for that. I mean, we 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 like to start off like that. Yeah, I'm giving this song a one. <laughs> First time ever in the history of the show. Oh my god! Are you absolutely <laughs> nothing worth of substance? It would be a zero if, like, I'm a creator, so by default, I'm gonna give you one point. But, All right, but well, here's 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 his buzzer. This man gave the first one in history. Listen, I've look never heard you. a one on this show. You're you're literally the first person in this show's history to assign a one rating of a one. So you you're saying you absolutely can't stand this. It's one of the worst things you've ever heard. Ever heard in my life, and that <laughs> I mean, we don't get past a four on this whole album. I disagree. <laughs> I, disagree I disagree too. But all right, listen. I don't like this thing. But, but I don't. Mean, for, but I disagree. But don't force me to defend him, please. Don't do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I can't in that position. That's not. I don't so, give it a one. So well, I'll first listen. You know, I gave it a one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I was like, you know what? Let me just do some research because, truth be told, I don't know who Ryan Lewis is. That's, you know, that's like responsible. I, I've never heard of anything like I. I thought it was the football player. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh shit! I don't. You know, because hey. he's the Ryan Lewis. Uh, he's in the. He's a cornerback from the Giants. I mean, it's a very common name. I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? And he's 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 one year 
younger than me. So, I, you know, I've kept up. I like football and shit. And so I'm like, damn, he goes in the stew and, like, does this shit too? That's fucking cool, you know? But that wouldn't have made any sense. So I found the real Ryan Lewis. Um, okay. And and I was reading a little bit about, like, how they came up and whatever. Yeah, bro. I don't I don't know who who gave these guys a Grammy. <laughs> who supported these guys, yo? They don't they don't just do they don't do anything, well, man. Even from a production standpoint, I just can't I, even I'm fucking positive at this point in the game. Uh Mel and I have already discussed this, but Daniel said familiar, they don't do anything. <laughs> are you familiar with the concept of Oscar bait around award season for films? Man, who okay, the powers that so, be did that to this? Well basically you know, for those of you who are listening that don't know what Oscar bait is, um, it's something that's released, a film usually, uh, it's Oscar bait, and it tackles very serious subject matter in a way that endears itself to critics and the people who vote on these committees. So usually when you take weighty subject matter such as uh, Sean Penn playing a mentally retarded person in I Am Sam. That's Oscar bait. Crash, the 2006 film, where it talks about how basically all lives matter, is (laughs) definitely Oscar bait. Green Book is Oscar bait, right? So a more recent example. But this album and this artist, apparently, is... Oscar bait in musical form. It's Grammy rap. bait. Yeah, it's, right? Grammy it's Grammy bait. bait. It's you know it, these are the things you get the sense that they're created. Now I, I'm not saying Macklemore set out to win. Maybe I wouldn't call this Grammy bait because I don't think he intended to win a Grammy off this. But the content is Grammy bait. It's this idea that like you're saying something hashtag important hashtag weighty hashtag relevant and it's so musical it almost sounds more akin to broadway music than hip-hop traditionally sounds which helps him in the eyes of a committee like the grammys well, who guys you get the hamilton. sense don't really respect hip-hop you look know, at the success of something like ex- hamilton though exactly that's listen, this, is how, rap, is, you, this is how rap is best translated to a casual read white audience. Yeah, that's why I just hit the sound. And you ain't black. Okay. This is and you ain't black. I love I love Hamilton, dog. (laughs) Well we appreciate you being honest here. I haven't seen it. I love all musicals. I just know what it represents. I don't speak on the quality of it because I haven't seen it. I know my I know my not particularly interested in seeing it either, but I see the kind of of people it attracts. He's a fan of the La La Land, this man as well. Uh, Bro, I'm not gonna lie, I love I love La La Land, dog. I watch that. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you. I like it. I wish the songs were better. Les Miserables is another one that's amazing. Les Miserables. You know what I'm saying. Uh, hey, so hey, so going back to these fuckers, they fucking they they split up, huh? Oh, did they? Did they? They split up in 2017 because uh, this is according to bleep this out. Um, 
The decision was in part due to the black lash, backlash that they received after being <laughs> the black lash. Yeah. <laughs> they received. <laughs> they received after beating Good Kid, Mad City in the best rap category. The split was uh, confirmed. It was <laughs> so Ryan Lewis is racist, bro. That's what it really. Well, happened. no, That's he really what he. It is. It, it might either that or he looked at Macklemore like, "What are you doing, dog? You're being a, you're being Apologist? a matter." Yeah, you're like being, you're, being a, you're you're being a fool boy, basically. You're just being you're being you're doing too much. You know, it's like the whole controversy with Macklemore. This is what happens with with a lot of with a lot of white people who fancy themselves allies. They end up doing the most. Their heart is in the right place, but it's like, bro, you're white in hip hop. Either own it or leave. You know, so like, you won, you won. You know, don't don't throw up the thing and be like, I'm sorry, it should have been you. Hey, did Eminem ever apologize for all those Grammys? Well, Eminem's up? Eminem, though. He's good. Yeah, but but Macklemore you know? is, is Macklemore. He's supposed to think he's good. As a rapper, right, you're supposed to just, which is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you're not Eminem. Yeah, the album I mean, sucks. But know, just, you won. You don't apologize black. for winning. We, we know, it's obvious, you ain't black. But it seems to me, you ain't rap? <sighs> Well, I don't. <laughs> well, this song certainly ain't. This is. I want to. I want to talk about the 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 oh, whatever whatever you want to call this. Um, the black lash. Uh, well, no, uh, before we get the, carried the... away, I, I'm gonna tell you what I want to call it. I want to call it a five plus. <laughs> I wish we could connect on this one, Mel. I wish we could so connect on it. Well, what's and up with you? What are you men? You know the men who connect. I don't know about that. I, I, I what Dame Dash say? I, you talking about connecting with another man? I can't do all that, man. Um, all right. What's your rating? So, I so wish we could give the audience what they want and connect. I don't think fellas, we have an audience for this one because I don't think they want Macklemore. Fellas, I give it a five minus, and <sighs> I would have given it a four plus. I was, I, I mean, I was. It got worse with every listen for me, but it kind of capped at a five minus because it's so bizarre. That, yes. It's bizarre yes. to me in a way that, I mean, a lot of his songs are somewhat bizarre to me, but this one, this is why I wanted you to come on for this song, Daniel. I wanted you to come on for the what I think is maybe the weirdest song on this album. So um, it's a, sounds like an Irish folk song that like or like a pub song like a song yeah, you drinking sing in the pubs. songs it's yeah yes. musically it's, like it's a, a drinking song with 808s it's very okay. strange it's a it's not a, <sighs> but it's musically it's not irish musically it's country and bluegrass it's freaking it hoedown music yeah it's like not it doesn't sound like bagpipes and like old irish drinking music it sounds like that in the delivery Sounds of the city in Capitol Hill, the way that it's recorded with the check, almost check, like check a, it out, check it out. I think that there are songs like I like making playlists in my head about like um, what songs white people like know every <laughs> word to, and so we throw up you know Wonderwall up there. If you oh, were sure. young, Mister Brightside. 
don't, uh, don't Stop Believing, Eye of the Tiger, right? There's a certain list, like a top 10, top 20 list that like you go to a party, you play this, the white right, people you go to, You got Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi, you know, the great, the classics. You got some classics, right? So I think that they wanted to contribute to that with this song and just failed miserably dog and i'll tell you where they failed miserably yeah you're talking about all the sounds and stuff yeah it sounds like uh it sounds like awful music but here's where they fucked up they fucked up and i'm gonna sing it for you songs on the city of oh wait songs of the city on capitol hill where i question if what i'm seeing here is real cowboy boots doing lines at the bar so, have you seen that in, in live action? So, uh, this is first, like, the phrasing of it is very odd, because it's like, cowboy boots doing lines at the bar. Like, is there supposed to be a comma between boots and well, yeah. doing? Yeah, because, I would assume so, as a I writer mean, and as a former rapper, yeah. It's like, so what, I know what he's saying. I'll tell I don't you, mind the no, what is he? Here. What is he saying? Because there's two two sentences well, here. You could, what is you he could saying? Take it, you could take it as, uh, like, cowboy boots d- literally doing lines, like, Cow- and cowboy, cowboy boots, boots can't do cocaine, so well, we know no, what he's well, saying. I, we don't. Well, we don't know that. This could be Wait. like surrealist, surrealist writing. You know, it's it's odd phrasing to me. But what's bad? What's especially bad about it is the song can never decide on what it is. So like, there's a eight oh eight beat. So that's rap. The delivery, the cadence is definitely Irish. The music is country bluegrass and then the lyrics like the actual words it's not like irish folk or country it's <laughs> well, the it's, content i feel like he's mixing americana with like bro culture okay it, you know so check what this it out. is it's check i'm it. telling you it's um what do you, what do you call it it's it's hipster stuff pbr cocaine thank cowboy you thank boots. you hey macklemore time does not go slow with pbr <laughs> <laughs> ever I mean, that's it that's it ever like, i've never listen i've drank some pabst don't get me wrong <laughs> okay i've drank some it's one of the worst beers and it's always the cheapest one at the at the 7-eleven right so well, i think that's part of this culture he's describing oh, i feel like he's talking about the thrift shop the, it's it's all it's the seattle a hipster scene this well, is he's talking about 20 somethings you know but you, you know, know what's worse, Mel? You know what's worse? This what? fucking song comes right after the last song where he's talking about relapsing and getting sober and everything like that. Like, what is the what is the uh, big idea behind the sequencing here? What is the big idea behind this entire album? <laughs> All right. I mean, there was a little bit even of even past the chorus, by the way. No, we've been <laughs> discussing the chorus the whole time. This no, I'm saying. We haven't gotten past it. We haven't even gotten into the lyrics. We haven't even talked about Macklemore yet. I mean, truly, when you read the lyrics, no music or nothing, this is a goodbye call. This is like someone saying goodbye well, to everyone. And I, I feel like it's a little bit of foreshadowing. So, like, What I, what I interpreted it, it as, and this is what I meant by like Americana mixed with bro culture, it's very much like a, you know, reminiscing about good drunken times with friends like just being wistful and you know like we're all growing up and going our separate ways and doing different things but i'll always cherish these times you know like 
But to what you're saying, I mean, he's like, now here's to the assholes and the last calls, which, you know. That's just Kanye. I wrote Kanye influence, you know, like. We didn't start shouting out a-holes until he came around on freaking Runaway, you know. And and Um, the last calls, you know, last call, the last song on College Dropout. Well, I wouldn't go. You you sound like genius right now. I thought you meant last call for the bar. Well, yeah, last call, but you don't even ask me how. Don't even ask (laughs) me how. I won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just like the the whole thing is all over the place to me. Not because the music, I get it. Like, it's a combination of, I suppose, the 808s are really the only hip-hop quality of this thing. And then there's, like, all this other stuff going on. Dude, I'm not really Michael so much Moore's put off like... by the music. I'm not even put off by the content. Because the content, I understand. Like, I suppose, you know, who doesn't have friends that they've made memories with i mean the song is not lacking relatability there's nothing wrong with what's being said honestly my main issue i think it's lacking a certain musical relatability i don't know if your average i'm gonna disagree with you (laughs) You i was gonna say i'm disagreeing with you mel i don't think that this has any relatability bro i grew up in i grew up in mid-city los angeles bro i i I don't drink pbr you feel what i'm saying like (laughs) and now if he would have said in la where you gonna hear bluegrass guitars and irish drinking songs right if he would have said cowboy boots just that though cowboy boots doing lines at the bar where the time goes slow when you're drinking modelos like that would be at least you know what i'm saying some (laughs) Well, can, like, can anybody call attention to the fact that this man, this song sounds like he's from Oklahoma, but this man's from Seattle, you know? Well, and so I don't Hill even know where Seattle, these cowboy right? boots are coming from other than than hipsters. They're but coming from Urban he, Outfitters, bro. I guess, but he, he says we're city kids in the song. So, like, is the point of this song that, like, he's talking about the city, but it sounds like he's, like, in freaking, you know, the the, the, the heartland of the country? Like, what is... Like what is what is weird? Why Macklemore? Why? It's a weird song. It's just it's bizarre. But like no, I don't find the reason I say it's it's relatable. I mean, come on, who talking about uh you know uh streets were ours that summer? At least those two blocks reminisce on those days. Some grow up, move on, close a chapter. Twenty something confusion before the hold on a second. You can relate to that all across the country. Slow down, Mel. These aren't raps. None of that rhymed. Well, well, no, I know that, and I'm getting there. I'm just talking about the actual what he's actually saying. I'm fine with. It's my whole issue with him, and really the the majority of this album is the way in which he says it. That this maudlin, dramatic, dramatic oh contrived Broadway esque way of delivering what are supposed to be rap lines. You know. You know- Hold on to what you were. Forget what you're not. The streets were ours that summer. At least those two. Like, why? Why are you, like, dragging out and, like, slurring everything? It's like, this Lin-Manuel Miranda bullsmith, I just, I can't take it. All right? Lin-Manuel does it better than this, though. I'm sure he does. Here's the thing. I would be fine with this if I was at a play. If I was in a playhouse, because I would expect this there. (laughs) This is playhouse music. This isn't music. This album doesn't register as music to me. It, it, it registers, it reads like like a script. Yes, like a highly produced, it's stage like, spoken music. word poetry with background music. Yeah, you know, um, I'm going to say this. Uh, after listening to it, like, 
I would expect him at the bare minimum to be able to hear this during playback before he turned the album in. Like, yo, I don't even – I wouldn't want to be his friend to drink PBR with. You know what I mean? Like, it did nothing about this song. Well, bro, according to the last song, he say he's not drinking PBR anymore. He's trying to get sober again. All right, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna go a different direction. I was gonna question, you know, how. Uh, I don't believe that story. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It a, I'm not. It's not lacking believability to me. It's Oscar it's bait, like, as uh, as Mules put it. Well, it's Oscar bait, but nevertheless, you know, the bait could be well, from a real place. The bait. It's. It. This is one of those records where. And listen, I can say this because I just came off of. In my in my past life, I ended my past life on a very much an album. That's supposed to invoke feelings of Americana and, you know, like, you know, this, this, and this blending uh, genres. I mean, blending Americana. Right. And that, kind and I'm of... not here to say like, oh, I did it better. Or like, I know what he's trying to do, but he failed. But it's like, no, I'm fine with the content. I'm f- really fine with everything he's saying. I don't really think there's anything wrong with saying, you know, um until you this is actually good to me until you felt that altitude you don't know how high it feels party mountains some don't ever come down from around here i think that's fine i think that's Still good doesn't rhyme it's not a it's, rap it, what is this what, what i'm saying is the delivery takes me out of it like every time but the bars aren't good if there was a if there I was think a, they're fine i think dude, what he's saying look, here put is a beat fine. on put a beat on right now any beat any i don't care who it is any beat. We're, we're saying the same thing put bro. a beat on for me and try to we're rap saying those the same lyrics thing. on the beat for me we're saying the same thing though like it doesn't translate to good rap music it doesn't it sounds like anti-music okay i don't it's know the what dude's it sounds delivery. like it's, it's his it delivery it sounds like a bunch of shit at once he's doing irish He's doing cowboy. He's doing hipster. He's doing rap. I mean, what are we all doing? of that's fine if it sounded like he was rapping and not doing a monologue on stage. Close the chapter. Live separate lives. I'm like, what? What are you? What are you, you know doing? Who's, you know who's good at it? Why? Like, good at doing those sort of inflections while staying on beat and still making rap songs is Slug from Atmosphere. And that's who I Anyone hear else. a lot of times <laughs> when Macklemore raps is like. If you took Chance the Rapper, Lynn Miranda, and fucking Atmosphere and threw them in a blender, you'd get this guy. But all of those people do what they do. I'm pouring that concoction Macklemore. right down the drain. Okay. Yeah, this 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 ain't it, dog, at all. And then the, it, contextually within the I album, don't even think just... at all, but it definitely ain't it, as the kids say. I mean, I feel practically <sighs> nothing with the five plus... The plus I think is there generous, because man. it's so bizarre. I don't well, think so. Gener- well, they call him Generous Mel. They yeah, do call me Generous Mel. But the thing is, it's Mules, you're saying it's bizarre, it's goofy, it's memorable in that way. And I really don't have a problem with what's being said, other than the chorus, which is, I, I can't defend the chorus. But the actual I, verses, my issue with the whole is the delivery, the approach. Not what, well, what he's going for, not and, what he's trying to way, convey. No, Ed Sheeran does this whole thing a lot better, and he's not even really a rapper. I mean, he raps verses on some of his albums, but he has songs like this, and he's better at this, and he's not even really a rapper. When you guys look at this, um, at the track list for the album, can you remember anything other than Thrift Shop? Yeah, I can, unfortunately, because it scarred my brain. 
right. I mean, I can remember two other songs from the album. I don't like any other songs on this album. And and I still think <laughs> I think Thrift Shop has its problems, as I've already discussed at this point. What'd you guys Daniel. give that? I gave it a seven. <sighs> I gave it a six plus. You guys are so nice. Yeah, man, I don't think you guys will ever fucking get to a point where you're going to give it past anything below a, a four. Are there any recorded threes on here? There are. Dude, I on gave that a two a on the... You mean are on this album? In On the platform. Yeah, yeah. I gave out a two on the Schoolboy Q episode. <sighs> yeah, see, that's when I cut it off, man. But we don't oh, wait, talk you, about what, that. What no was your rating on Sex Drive, Daniel? Uh, It was better than this shit. Well, it is, but no, it's, to me, it's to me, it's not. It's definitely not. <laughs> <At> least... <laughs> you're you're too nice. Okay, you're too fucking nice. Nah, that would have been a four for me though, for sure. No, no, that shit sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Just... How about Mel giving Nightmare on Fig Street a six though? He doesn't know what he's it's talking I, about. It's I. I didn't. Y'all act like a six is a two. I don't it's hate fig, it. It's fig side. Honestly, I don't know okay, what. Okay. I, I don't know what songs you hate. You have been on that street. Have I? Yeah, when we were in downtown. <laughs> um, I don't recall being on that street. You don't recall much, man. I know. I recall a lot. As a matter of fact, I got a drop, a new drop. For just how much I uh, I recall. You, you ready for this, Daniel? This cause 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 here you go. You know, I ain't that old or nothing, but I got a keen memory, you heard? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do this. <laughs> and, you know, our times in LA were they're fine, but I don't I don't I remember sweating at the dope house party. Two dope uh, boys. Shout out to Dope Boys. Yo, uh, shout out Post Malone. <laughs> I was chilling with him that night. I didn't even know who he was. This was 2015, so this was shortly after like White Iverson. Uh, I didn't know, he, know what that. Was. I didn't listen to that shit. I don't he wasn't a countrywide. <laughs> he wasn't a nationwide pop star by that point. He was still coming up. We still thought he was a rapper at that point. I just thought, damn, this motherfucker is an ugly dude. I'm gonna post up next to him. Relax. No, I thought I'd make myself look better by comparison. You know, the hot friend, the ugly friend. <sighs> Who's the hot one? Who's the ugly one? Well, I'm the hot one. Post Malone's the ugly one. I think he revels in his ugliness. I think he'd be happy to hear this. I like Post Malone. He's all right. That's Big Call Posty. I've, I've been to big, I've been to mad big, mad concerts of his. Let me tell you something, Daniel. Big Posty is much better than this guy. This fucking clown, Macklemore. Okay. Easy call. Easy, 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 Ooh. easy. All right. This yeah, I didn't even know at the time. I really didn't know. Yeah, this shit's fucking Look. trash. I can't even get into like my bag of making fun of it because. The world kind of made fun of him, you know, like this is just. Well, to what you were saying, you were saying they didn't castigate him enough earlier. I was telling mm-hmm. Wolves after my first listen to this, I'm like, this is worse than I thought it was going to be. It's worse than I think people even were talking about. Because like we know the narrative is like, oh, Macklemore. But I'm like, I'm eager to get to the to the truth of this. We, but yeah, I wasn't expecting see, for this to be to worse. The narrative was was correct because a lot of times people overdo it. You know, they say J. Cole so bad, he's horrible, blah, blah, blah. Right. I feel and like he like, was this was worse than the narrative. Oh, uh, much worse. Like, I'm like, yo, I was here to, to I was looking to defend you, Mackle. And then you do this. You do this 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 cowboy boots. So I how can't do you defend def- this. How do you defend Not this fully. If you're Macklemore? 
How do you defend well, this if you're Macklemore? Play devil's advocate real quick. Like, I'm going to do an impression well, of him, and I'll show you. Daniel Moore, smell. You're right. I made a bad song. <laughs> Cowboy Boots was a mistake. But did you ever think that one day, maybe I made a mistake because I wasn't sober? <laughs> and one day we can all look at one another and say, I am clean <laughs> clean of all the inequities <laughs> this is ridiculous oh, bro fuck this guy dog it's <laughs> <laughs> awful bro <laughs> Uh, and I listened to the I listened to the whole album, man. Here Spoiler goes, alert! Here it goes. The, jump, the jumping has begun. We yep. we tried to we tried to Mackle. push him around a little Mr. bit. Mr. getting jumped again. This Listen is track fifteen. Do you know how irritated I was throughout this whole fucking album? Me the too. only reason I do. why I do. Oh actually. my god, bro! I listened to Thrift Shop. It's not as bad of a record as I thought. Nothing on this album goes past the four or five. Honest to God, bro. Same song is better than Thrift Shop. What do you give Thrift Shop? A five. That's okay. the high point. That's the high point of the right. album. And it's, it's track beat, three. Right? It's, it's a, a good. Tra- you like that beat? That horn. <gasps> I don't. Oh, <laughs> I don't okay. like that beat. That's a J- you know. I listen to that and I think J Lo. I like that song too. Get right. Yes. I like is that, that J Lo or is it Ashanti? <laughs> no, it's J Lo. Okay. Come on, man. See, now that's a good song. That might I be like, eight. I, what's wrong with the Maybe Thrift Shop beat? I'd like to hear J-Lo over Thrift Shop. <laughs> no, she should have. Because at the time, that was, a that was bro, what? Or what, or what about, what was it, 2013, 2012? Jason Derulo on Thrift Shop would be pretty hot? I don't mm. want Thrift Shop. No. You like the beat, Mo? Hey, who roasting marshmallows over there? What? What? You don't oh, hear that crackling? I think his fucking uh, blue red, blue tooth headset's dying. His, <laughs> his headphones are dying. No, it's me. It's me just moving around because I got I jumped up when I'm when I started trashing the album, dog. Yeah, bro. I can't I can't handle this shit. I'm actually, you know, when you guys first told me that I'm gonna do this, I'm like, all right, word, like, cool, whatever. Like, this is karma coming back. So yep. good. If I go strong on this, then you know, like we'll 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 sign up for you know season four, season five. Well, so you're like, already cool. locked in. You're in for you you you're already signed for season four. But we got to put put you through the gamut first. You know? Yeah, yeah. But then I'm listening to this and I'm like, yo, there's a reason why. I, I this this man sound like he on vinyl. This <laughs> shit. This? this shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is vinyl pop music. I don't man. He, he's with fucking uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. He's <laughs> in the fireside chat right now. He's <laughs> broadcasting through a shortwave radio. Jesus Christ. Hey, I'm trying man, to, you know what? Uh, it's all good. This is the Macklemore review. Ain't nobody listening. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like. C and CBG. <laughs> I'm trying to let you guys know. That um, there's nothing worth of substance here. Anything above a one or a two, well, come on, is, come on, Let's is, be it's rude. It's rude. Ma- Macklemore, if you're listening, my issue is not with the things you choose to say. It's 
It's with how you choose to go Wait, about saying. Hold it. on, did we do castle yet? No, that's later. Oh, that's next. Never mind. I'm not gonna bring that up. Jesus Christ, what's going on on the, on the other line? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on. What What do you guys hear? Because I hear y'all clear so clear. Sound like I, somebody dropped the needle. I hear fucking chestnuts roasting on an open fire, <laughs> and Nat King Cole about to get on the record. <laughs> what about that? Listen, he would have that... done better than Macklemore. Nat Nat King Cole, when we doing him? Nat 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 uh, Nat Nat Olmore. Don't. I was just trying to say, don't force it. And then there you go, Nat Olmore. Uh, look, man, Macklemore. You're, you're a just fuck. you're not you're, you're not uh, you're, you're not for me. You're not no, for you're me. a fuck. You're a fuck. You're, you're not for me. And that's fine. You don't have to be for me. Who am I? Who am I to you? You know? That's not the I don't Macklemore, your music depresses me. And that's okay. Because I know I mean look, I saw a bill I, I like can't hold us. Okay? And I saw it has a billion views. So it's not that you're incapable of making a good song. It's not that people don't enjoy this stuff that you do on this album. I don't. Okay. And it's really just in how you choose to go about making rap songs as if you're standing on a stage. Okay. Not, no, not a, he's not not a just standing performance on a stage, stage Mel. A, a playhouse he's, stage. He's standing on a soapbox as well on, on a stage. That's the problem. <sighs> Yeah, this shit's trash, dog. This is trash. <laughs> Comments are turned off on this video, by the way, on Macklemore LLC for Cowboy Boots. You can't comment on the YouTube video. Not allowed really? to make comments. No. Comments are blocked. Look, man. This beat good Kid Nat City on the on the Grammy uh yep. the Grammy nominations. Now I was block- saying, you know, about that situation, like I Without having heard the Heisa back then, you know, I can only say so much. It's like, I've never heard it, but like, I heard Good Kid Mad City and I thought it was great. Actually, having heard this now, it makes it even worse. You know, from an optic standpoint, it looked bad. Now that I've heard the album, I'm like, you gotta be kidding. But it makes sense. I was telling Mules when we when I was listening the first time, with each track, it makes sense why this won the Grammy. Because it's Grammy bait. You know, it's 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 important songs with like, you know, heavily produced, you know, like because, you know, it's the same thing with the the film community and horror movies, you know, when they're like they don't respect horror, they don't respect rap, you know, so you have to incorporate all this extra stuff for them. That's where you get the elevated horror. You get the elevated rap. Yeah. And this is elevated rap. Exactly. You know. It's it's, it's, it's goes, with the, the, listen. This goes beyond. You can't just say, "Oh, Macklemore, it's small penis rap." This is not small penis rap. This is like it's elevated rap, and that's not a good thing. Boutique rap. Like I don't know what this music is. I mean, again, try to spit these verses on a beat. This is the chance the rapper thing all over again for me. Like. And then those horns come in at the end. All right, bro, we get it. You hired some people to play some horns. Like, if I really wanted to hear this, I would listen to some jazz or something. You're saying the same thing that I told my friends 
when that fucking surf album came out like oh my god y'all are impressed by some fucking instruments grow up like <laughs> what? grow up they just like oh right. my god bro they love trumpets dog like come on bro love the i mean there are horns on this song at the end i don't know why yeah but you want there. some trumpets go listen to outcast man i don't know what to tell you this shit this shit was just that's, awful that's man. good stuff and he had the nerve to have a song at the end called Victory Lap. Like, suck my cock, dog. Like, this guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> All right, man. Listen, you know what, Moose? I'm going to take you up on your offer. Let's see. I'm going to try this. Oh, shit. All right, here Free we go. go. I'm going to try to, like, rap it like it's a real rap. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's hear it. So here's to the nights, dancing with the band, strangers and the girlfriends from a one night stand. Pour out a little liquor and turn up the Johnny Cash. You can bring a receipt to heaven, but cannot take it back. And this is life, this is real, even when it feels like it isn't. I'd be a goddamn liar to say at times that I didn't miss it. So deuces, I turn my back as I walk into the distance. Get my feet in every once in a while, just to say I visit. Yeah. Just to say I visit. Because, you know, I had to repeat it because that's what Macklemore does with the raps on this album. He says the line again. Like, that's going to make it harder. So know? sing the chorus now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. here we go. Uh, yeah. Sounds of the city on Capitol Hill Where I question if what I'm seeing here is real Cowboy boots doing lines at the bar When the time goes slow when you're drinking PBR Sounds of the city on Capitol Hill Where I question if it's Yo, we gotta give it to him, bro We gotta give it to him <laughs> Listen, that, it, it sounded better on a, on a real beat We gotta give it to him Songwriting's A1, huh? <laughs> hey, he made it He made it work in the beat. We got to give him that. Hey, the, you know. The words are whack, but the, he figured out a decent delivery for him. Do wings now. <laughs> nope. Hey, honestly, hey, hey, no me, cap, me, no cap. That can't be saved. Some, that can't be saved. Give me wings That's... over a Pete Rock beat. <laughs> oh, God. Listen. Mel- that... Hey, no lie, Melvin. You made that song ten times harder. I'd give that a five for the show. I'd give that a five for the show. That was, yeah, that was good, man. That was good as fuck. I didn't think you could do that. I was over here bobbing my head like, oh shit. Just based off the fact you made that work and you, you, you kind of like, you, you flip. Listen, that's that's what you get on rap rankings that you wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, and Macklemore, that's all we're saying is, is you know, you you he can't said, be rapping said, the way you be he rapping. He said, all right, well, if you know so so much, why don't you do it better then? All right, he just did. Now what? <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, Macklemore, if you like the way that you do things, keep doing it. But just understand, if you want to get a higher rating on rap rankings, you'll have to do it a different way. Do that. That's all, that's all we're do saying. Do that. Macklemore, come back and do that. Do You hear that? Do that and hire him. Do you want to <laughs> help POCs? All right, hire uh, him as your consultant. Okay, Macklemore. Macklemore needs to if he puts out a video to like he listens to this whenever this drops. Right, the, the following Friday, he puts out a little cover video, a cover to one of his songs, and it's to that beat, and it's the way Melvin wrote it and rapped it. <laughs> How do we sue for that? Uh, no, we don't sue. We we try to get in touch. We try to make a deal. For Ryan Lewis, he says not in the picture anymore. Well, maybe it could be Macklemore <laughs> and Mel. What's going on with Macklemore these days? Is he around? Is he, he put t- out he put out a little a little something something I noticed. 
Hold on, he got a. The, it's Christmas time. Okay, did he drop a Christmas album? The last thing that he dropped, according to Wikipedia. Let me. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I'm Gemini. At right now. Gemini. Gemini. He has a song called Marmalade featuring Little Yachty. I remember that coming out, actually. That went gold. Okay. Uh, in He's 2017, back. he dropped Good Old Days featuring Kesha. Shout out to Kesha. Shout out to Scooter Braun. What? No, no, definitely <laughs> not. No. I just watched that. Uh, I didn't know he was Ariana Grande's manager. I'm a Man, scrub, stop bro. Stop talking about him. Okay, my bad, my we bad. Don't, my we bad. don't like him because of how he did Taylor. All right. We we know about it. We'll him. talk about that another day. I think that's you gonna trust a grown man named Scooter. Listen, you better keep Taylor's name out of your mouth, or or those checks are gonna stop coming to Stilo Industries. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Good old days went platinum three times, platinum two times, platinum and gold. It's okay. Christmas time, 2019. But he he's got a new song now, Christmas. It's Christmas time. That came out in 2019. Well, it makes sense. He's a Christian rapper who Trojan horsed his way in the game by pretending to not be a Christian rapper, just like Chance the Rapper, because they're the same I, artist. Let me see what people. I just want to know what people are saying about this. Like, let me see. Gemini? Macklemore. No, this this new Macklemore. It's Christmas time. Okay. Okay. Did he disable the comments for this one too? Nah, we got comments here. Let's see. Uh, Let's hear a little bit. Wait, he disabled some comments on on some other videos on Cowboy Boots. I didn't. I wasn't able to see what anyone thought of it. No way. Yeah, he these are like the, the most. What's the word? Milk toast. These comments are the most uninteresting comments I've may have ever seen on YouTube. That's saying something. Usually people find a way to what make videos. What does it just say? Merry Christmas, Macklemore. It's like... Uh, thrift shop, shop at the thrift. <laughs> no, it's like um, <laughs> this video clip is pure art. Uh, true fact. Everyone who listened to this song is getting healed. What? Who is still watching thrift shop? Someone <laughs> got a new green screen for Xmas, apparently. These dudes' fans suck, too. Oh, come on. Don't do that to the, You don't know all his fans. He's got uh, millions of fans. You're going to go. Have you ever been? No, no, I got you. I got you. Hold on. Hold on. Lou Perkins, five days ago. Macklemore, never get tired of listening to your lyrical truths. Dot, dot, dot. Genius. All right. Yeah. Fans Melvin, how much, how much have you spent? What's the most you've spent at a thrift shop? Does, is, I mean, does Goodwill qualify as a thrift shop? Oh, uh definitely. yeah, definitely. Yeah, for I would sure. So. I think I got this. Uh, I got this jacket one time. It was all right. It was like I don't know how much it was. Wait, no, I didn't get it. I left it there. So have I, you? I did get. You remember when I was wearing all that denim a couple years ago when y'all was making fun of me? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I got that from the uh, thrift shop. That was cheap. That's. I probably got. I got the the jeans. Well, that's the, the whole shirt. point of the thrift shop. Is you know you. I got $20 in my pocket, right? $20. (laughs) Uh, I challenge you to go to a thrift shop whenever this whole COVID shit's over and spend less than $50. I do all the time. I don't buy clothes. so I I typically don't buy clothes from the Goodwill uh, with, with everything that's been going on lately, but I scour the Goodwill, all right, and put you all into some game for some VCRs. 
which are $10, and you can flip them on eBay for 40 to 50 Hey, you've been doing good shit with your eBay account, man. Uh, I've been listen, looking at your shit, listen. dude. That shit's kind of cool, man. You're, you're inspiring me. Hit to, me with uh, the talk to Mel. Hit me with the talk to me. Oh, man. Macklemore, we're talking about other things because if we keep talking about you, you're going to keep I'm, getting your feelings I don't want to be hurt. a mean man. I don't, I don't want to keep be... hurting your feelings. We said what we had to say about cowboy boots. We're just hanging out Grinch. Now. Christmas is in a few days. I don't want to be the Grinch. It's December 23rd. You know, we don't want to. Aren't you Jewish? Yeah, but you know, it's still you know, I still like the day off. I like the colors, the lights. You know, leave me alone. Let me do my thing. Okay. Yeah. 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 Of course. My bad. It's, be- just, it's better than committing like a religious genocide. You know, I respect other religions. Yes. 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 Here's your drop. Everything is for sale. Talk to me. I get everything you want. Anything you need. Talk to me. I get it right here, right now. <sighs> not not a lie. I'm actually getting ready to list some more stuff. Got that retro ring. Going up, that NECA carry bloody variant. What do you know about that? That shit's, man. When, when am I going to hop on to the Halloween uh, movies, horror movie podcast? Excuse me? I don't, I don't know if we're doing that. There, there are a lot of film podcasts out listen, there. We're having a, listen, we're having a, 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 our hands, our plate pretty full with this show at the moment. And the bonus content we do for our great patrons. I don't know if we can add more to the plate. I mean, we. I don't know if you heard, Daniel, but if we get a hundred patrons, we're gonna do shot A rankings. So I don't know if you you interested in that. You know, you need to and spread listen, the word. At a thousand, I want to do shot A rankings. At a thousand okay. patrons, we're gonna do the top one hundred tweets from rappers. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. Go sign up. What Patreon? Patreon. <laughs> Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash rap rankings. You know, it's like the OnlyFans, but for content. You feel me? Yes. For for exactly. for non. I mean, not all OnlyFans content is explicit. Name one. Oh, we no. might start. We might start to own a non-explicit OnlyFans. Mules and Mel, even giving you guys even more content. Maybe. Nope. Nah, they gotta they gotta consume this content first. Okay, this content is killing me. This content's right. killing me. You know, especially hey, when I it's wanna... shit like this. I'm going to go do something um, more constructive than the time I spent listening to this song, <laughs> which is go grab some street tacos. I okay. feel that. I feel that. What I mean, we've done what like we had to do here. Al Pastor? <sighs> this place that I go to, they don't got the best El Pastor or Al oh, Pastor, okay. rather. So you it, know what I'm saying? It, leave, it, leave it then. Leave it. Shit. Like that? By the way, nothing, uh, nothing worse than some dry El Pastor, right? That's disgusting, bro. And sometimes they don't even like cook it all the way, and it gets oh, yeah, no. nah, man. Yeah. You got to know where I to go for that. Yeah, for sure. I had no Al Pastor in a, in a minute because Al Pastor, you know, come on. I'm what do, what do you eat nowadays, Melvin? <laughs> I think he's living good, eating better, right? Like Drake's no, up. I've been uh, I've been a dag on Hardee's three times this week. Oh, all right, well, I've been at, are you at uh, least getting Dudley's. different things, all right? Nah, I got the superstar every time. Number two. Superstar. Yeah. Listen, we ain't doing the cool yet. If you are what you say you are, don't even ask me how. (laughs) I'm not what I said. I said I was a pop star for like a year. My favorite Lupe album. I think it's a lot of people's favorite, you know. Good for you. I don't remember (laughs) what it is. Hey, oh, you know what you guys haven't done yet, and I think that we need to do this right away. I think we we need to start done mad shit. To be honest, I think we need to start. We need to start the rap rankings clubhouse chatty house. 
room. Uh, we don't listen. have. We don't have. Me and Mel are not Apple users. Okay. If you if you want to start the clubhouse, I'm fine with that. I just ain't going. I don't want to be on clubhouse. I don't like people. I don't want to talk to people. Okay. I think I'd be. But, the, I think I'd be the only one in the room. That's the problem. Yeah, listen. What if, gonna, what if we, gotta, we, we take a little bit time. off of what you owe us? If you manage our clubhouse, you bring in Rap Rankings fans. Y'all have discussions about the episode, the album every week. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you could be the. Uh, we already got the third member. You could be the Rap Rankings secretary. On clubhouse, <laughs> you're already the already merch know. man. I you already know? know the first topic on there that I'm going to talk about in, in the Rap Rankings Clubhouse. We're going to talk about how Little Baby did a whole ass verse for Magnum Condoms. Okay. <laughs> um, that That is a perfect segue, actually, into uh... <laughs> the Rap Rankings you, Condoms? You, no, you saying that uh, we going to talk about and then what he was rapping about. All I got to say is let's talk about little, little dick, dick niggas. Okay. So if we talking about that in the clubhouse, you know, I'm right there. You know, that's my territory. <laughs> I know all about it. You know, so I don't know. We might have a rap rankings clubhouse one day. I, I'm not thoughts, a fan of Daniel, that. What are, you, what are your thoughts on uh, Magnum condoms? I've never fit one. <laughs> See, honesty. That's what well, you no, get on this show. He's saying they're too small, that he can't fit inside of it. Thank you. Oh, okay. Why? Wow. That's what we get on this show. <laughs> you know? I feel it. Anyway, uh, I've never worn one. Actually, I have, but not because of intercourse. We're not, you know what? Never mind. I didn't snitch on myself again. All right. Uh, makes clean up again. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I've been drinking again. Hold on. Let me, I got that. I got that drop too. Let me see. Hold on. Uh, we got a lot of drops, Daniel. Is this what I ain't gonna keep you from your tacos? I'm gonna just play this drop. What's uh, the size from, of uh, the drop folder at this point in megabytes? Are we I'll gigabytes? tell you. Uh, hold on a second. Straight for, straight out of Vice City streets. Here we go. Yep, I've been drinking again. So uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> this file, uh, this this folder is uh, 474 megabytes. Oh my goodness. When are we going to put that shit up? Files. When are we going to put that shit up and sell it like they, the producers sell? No, nah, they can't have our shit. drops. They can't have our drops. Nah. What if we sell <laughs> sell it for muck hummy prices? Well, then they can have the drops. Okay. We need money. Anyway. We, uh, can we all, can we, can you throw the you're a bozo that's on me drop on all of us for listening to this song? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I can't. You a bozo. That's on me. There it is. From the man and with, himself. And with that, I'm out of this motherfucker. Yo, sign me up for a better, uh, a better song, please. I, we will, we we will, because we we I apologize for bringing you on for this. I guess what we realize is when you try to punish someone else on this show, you end up punishing yourself. That's right. So track fifteen, cowboy boots. I'm taking these boots off. They stink. Five minutes. And it's not because of my feet. They they stink. They stunk when I got them. You know, but I had to put them on because I had to review the song. So the song's kind of funny. If, we'll if, see. At, at, at not minimum. funny enough. Not funny enough. We'll see. I hope this song gets. I hope this song statistically gets less than forty percent, or the album rather, at the end. Oh, of don't the, worry. Don't worry about it. You'll be, right. You'll be real happy when you see the rating. Beautiful. Right, I'm out. We out. We appreciate you, Daniel. We'll we'll continue with the review after this break. 
And we're back. We're back. We're back. Um, so, shout is out he, to Daniel. Has he redeemed himself? Yeah, yeah, I think so. He had to suffer through this album with us. So yes, I think I think he did. Well, he so was certainly f- amused by our our tales of uh, our time spent in that horrible place. Yeah. Um, so we're done, right? No, unfortunately, because we're doing the deluxe version as we do customarily. So. Fortunately, this man dropped the deluxe version. Now, are you sure he dropped it at the same time? Wait, didn't it say in the notes that it came out after? Hold on. Did it? Did we save ourselves to please God? Tell me. Hold on. Hold on. Um, On September 4th, they released a video promoting it. No, no, it came out on the same day. Oh, crap. It doesn't matter. The the numbers are already in. Let's just keep going. All right, fine. Well, so what happens is we, we broke out of Macklethras. So this this doesn't tie into the Macklethras storyline. These are just bonus tracks on the deluxe edition. Track 16, Castle. Okay, um, so this is what happens. We actually meet up with someone else who was released from Macklethras, and he is this British guy who tries to get us to take mushrooms, the drug, and some I was going to say he lost his mind in prison. And we don't want to do it. But, you know, he makes us do it anyway. So we're on psychedelic drugs now. Well, as that as what happens with those, sometimes you can go on a bad trip. And this is that for me. (laughs) This is actually the worst song on the album for me. Four minus. Okay, so. Malcolm, let me just preface this one. Macklemore. I like thrift shop. I've mentioned on this review, I like the, what is it, stay-at-home dad? He has Mm -hmm. a song that, I don't know if it's on a project or not, but he made a video for it, and it's called And They Danced. And it's not really a good song at all, but it's a pretty silly video. I think, like, it's a better video than thrift store or whatever. Um, Not really a great song. But apparently he had not had enough of doing this like medieval sounding voice, I guess, that he does on that song. Apparently he has an alter ego named Raven Bowie. There it is, Raven Bowie. So I guess the character from the, that makes sense because the character from the video that he did has like a, 80s like hair metal wig on and he just looks like really like glam rock and like I don't know it's stupid but it's you know it's creative in a music video to when you pull it out once I didn't know this was like an alter ego that kind of makes me hate this even more because this is like an actual character in the Macklemore universe and I know we're tripping on shrooms and LSD right now but I'm going to have to go and give this one a five minus. This is somehow the worst version of And They Dance, and there's no video to go along with it. So it, it it's that much worse. There's no, like, you're forced to envision what he, how, like, what he's singing. And it's basically a song. It's, it's the opposite of Thrift Shop. It's, Thrift Shop is let's get all these clothes from your grandma for $20. This song is, I live in a castle, fuck everyone who lives in a condo, we're gonna live it up, but it's not like a song about like 
falling out really at all. It's, it's white, man. It's no, so it's, white. It's we... it's epic. It's epic burger, epic bacon zombie apocalypse Reddit rap, basically. It's epic mealtime music. All right, come on. Like this man talking about like Dennis Rodman. I got a Rodman, long, long dong, and a soft hand. Pink palm, pink schlong. What's oh, all that's dance. the worst part. It's it's white. It's white. And I gotta say, I know it's supposed to be a joke. I, my only note is he makes me feel humorless. Mm. You know, he makes me think I'm defective because this is not. No, no, he's talking about your thighs or the closets in Narnia. Massage my lap. I have a sore bone. Get me out of here, okay? I've got nothing else left to say. All right. Let's leave the castle, please. Bad trip. So, track 17, my oh my. So, we're getting, now, we're now we're coming down off the psychedelics. Yeah. We're getting sober, and what happens here, I'm going to just give you this up top. In December 2010, uh, Mackle released a tribute song named My Oh My for then-recently-deceased Seattle Mariners broadcaster Dave Nihos, Nihos, uh, which has received extensive coverage in Seattle media sources. Macklemore performed the song at the 2011 Mariners opening day on April 8th. So with that being said, it's a tribute song. I listened to it, obviously. Mm-hmm. My only notes. Cool idea. I just don't need it. Uh, music is in my speed. Okay. Five plus. Okay. I gave this song a flat six. All right. I think it's him doing his dramatic non-rap rapping. And I think it's worthy of the subject here. Yeah. I what think he's it, describing. I think the way he's doing it, it actually fits you know, he's describing, you know, he's talking about Ken Griffey. He's talking about like being a kid and watching baseball and all this stuff and wanting to, you know, like be like these guys and stuff like that. Um, and just like the childish, like childlike wonderment and everything like that. Um, I think the music sounds like baseball nostalgia for like the music, the Ryan Lewis, like piano, slow drum accompaniment thing actually feels uh it feels appropriate what we need is some of that liven this up all right i think there's some good sound design on here but um ultimately i have no connection to the subject matter so me either i don't just makes it hard for me to you know buy into ultimately so i just give it i give it a six i mean it's it's tolerable at least it's worth his dramatic flair you know but i just i don't need this so that's that and then listen let's just just move on track 18 final track victory lap it is a flat five six minus for me uh generic celebratory song horns bass guitar weak ass electronic drums piano coming in for the serious stuff we've heard this before please get me out of here six minus Look, this is all I got to say. Read this. The song appears on the deluxe edition of The Heist as a bonus track and is Macklemore's contribution to the 2012 XXL Freshman mixtape. On both the album and the mixtape, it's the final track. It's quite literally a victory lap as Macklemore spends the entire track looking back at his coming up and celebrating his current success and recognition. That's what the bad website genius said. All I got to say is I'm tired 
and nothing is happening here that moves me at all. You don't take a victory lap when you lost, bro. Happy for you, and I'm going to let you finish because this is my job, but this is one of the least enjoyable albums for me of all time. This is Kanye Shrug. Hand the mic back to Taylor. This is the least enjoyable album of me that we've for me that we've done on the show one out of 18 for a five no okay let's let's rank this thing okay what were you saying okay so it's a one out of 18 for me for a five percent takeaway uh-huh and a 90 out of 180 for a 50 percent average rating on average i give these songs a five out of ten as a takeaway 95 percent of this album is worthless to me mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so that would give you a weighted rating of of a weighted rating of twenty seven point five percent. Yes, the lowest rating I've ever given on this show. <laughs> the album is a two point seven out of ten for you, basically. Yes. I think uh, it's now me, awful. I like two songs. Okay. Two out of eighteen, eleven percent takeaway. Got ninety eight points out of one eighty, fifty four percent. So on average, these songs are like on average, it's five point four quality wise, you know, enjoyment wise, rather. So my weighted rating is a 32.5%. So this album's like a 3.2 out of 10 to me. So 27.5 plus 32.5 divided by two, 30% weighted. Uh, The album is a three out of 10. Uh, We don't like it. And this is officially the worst album we've reviewed on Rap Rankings. 46 albums on the board. This is the lowest rated one. Congratulations to Daytona. You're officially out of out of Macaltraz. And uh, in, a, in a historic week where Jadakus tops the mixtape board. We got a new mixtape leader and a new album loser. Yep. The grand loser, if you will. To, to cap off this great year, 2020, for rap rankings. A horrible year for pretty much everything else. So uh, you did it, Mackle. You got the worst album on rap rankings. Congratulations, bro. Congratulations, bro. I'm done. I'm done with this guy. Um, my stomach hurts. I got a pee. Mm. I think my brother's got company coming over. I don't know. I'm Wait, finished. you don't have to pee. What do you mean I don't have to pee? Just what I said. You don't have to pee. What are you talking? How are you going to tell me what my bladder got to do? What, what, what is, where are you going with this? You have to piss. Good night, folks. We'll see you next year.